This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're doing some uh, some cleaning out around the house. Not 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 a full on you know purge of everything which we need to do because we're just busting at the seams with just stuff, just things that that we need to get rid of that's sat around forever. I did, however, um, I finally threw away a pair of sunglasses that I've probably had for <laughs> I want to say at least like eighteen years or something. Really? Like that. Yeah, uh, maybe about that long. And the reason I threw them away. Uh, is because there was like a, a smudge spot on them that I just couldn't couldn't get off. I couldn't get it off, and everything. And I love these glasses. But it's too. Too. I know yeah. I, I've, I had a pair of Ray Bans like that where there was a slight scratch. Yeah. So for for and still right now I can still see the scratch when I blink because it's it was such a part of where I was uh, looking. These actually, you know who gave me them were uh, Bam Margera. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there was a line of sunglasses. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. yeah, with the big wide frames mm-hmm. on the side, and the, and yeah, you and, were supposed to be one of the jackass crew. And, I and, and it yes. didn't work out. No, but I, but I was driving around with them yesterday, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, and and I just <laughs> this has to stop. <laughs> and I I went home instead of you know, I, I, and I stood over the trash can for a moment. I thought about reminiscing <laughs> for a second. I just chucked them in there. I just wow. like, just do it. Get it over Yank with. Yank the Band-Aid off. Forget it and yeah. throw them away. And so they're in the trash. I, actually, I had those for a long time. I have a huge crack, and and I have these Ray-Bans, and I, I cracked them, and the thing is, I, I haven't gotten them fixed. How and, old and are they? I, uh, two years old. No, but but I won't because I I can't. I can't actually see the crack when I put the sunglasses. You know on. what? Some sunglasses you send them back. They'll give. They'll send you new ones. Yeah. You know what yeah. though? If the Ray Bans, because um, I had I had scratches too. It's actually the price that you would pay to have the lenses it, replaced. Just buy a new pair. You know yeah. what? You no, but do? I had because uh, I had a really pair of nice Tommy Bahama sunglasses, and I think those are good for life. Like it's yeah, you like, can you can send, send it, it back. back, and they'll just no, fire you don't back even have to send it back. You. Just go into any place it sells. Oh, them just and take, take a pair. Yeah, they let you. Mine are broken. Just walk in, take them. Hey. But I thought that was a that was a pretty damn long run. Eighteen years. Eighteen years is. I think it was that long for a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, when a, you consider the amount of times people sit on them yeah. and 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 f them up, that is excellent. Are we talking about long runs on things? I I, I don't. Yeah, I all think right. So why Nick's That's... got a T-shirt that um that he's been wearing for about. Twenty-five years or more. That that uh, landscaping. That green two decades. Land. Yeah, I worked at a place called Mainline Gardens, and it's a fifty-fifty cotton poly, a poly blend, and uh, it's green, and I love it. It's a great shirt. I wore it when I worked there, and uh, I refuse to give it up. But oh, I, I, I still actively wear it as a T-shirt. I'll wear uh-huh. it to work and and whatever. You yes. will wear it out. Like it's not just a sleep shirt. Yeah, there's yeah. no stains on it or holes. There's not a hole. Nothing. No. In it. It's a really good T-shirt. Wow. I mean, I've, I've had T-shirts that are pretty old at this point. I mean, not as old as that, but yeah. they're yeah. old. I was just having a conversation with uh, my roommate from college the other day, and I didn't realize this, but uh, she br- she brought her pillows from home in college, which, you know, that's normal or whatever. You're used sure. to those pillows. Those sure. are your home pillows. Well, what I didn't know and what she informed me of was that she's had these pillows now since grade school. What? She took them to college, and she now has them in the home that she built with her husband, and her kids now know that they're not allowed to touch mommy's pillows. They're 30 years old. <laughs> and the kids aren't allowed to touch them? Yeah, they're mommy's. dirty they're pillows. Mom, they're mom's pillows. Uh, Where are they, 30 though? years. Her, on, what do you mean? On her bed. On she, her bed. That's she what sleeps she, with oh them gosh. every night. So was the house design <laughs> built around, around the, the pillows? Around the pillow. <laughs> 
Well, I had no idea that they were, I mean, that's ridiculous. I thought she was joking. She goes, well, yeah, I've had them since grade school. I'm like, no, not the same pillows. She said the exact same pillows. And she, you should have seen the way she was talking about it. She's like, I love them. I, ju- I love them. I'll never get rid of them. Are they frayed at all? Are they worn? Are they, they pee stained? Or Steve, they have to be. Yeah. They have to be. 30 they, years yeah, they made it through plus. college. Yeah, she said they're lines. so tiny and thin. Oh, she likes thin pillow. I guess so. Me too. Wow. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. like big, fluffy. No, I, I like lush. I like one normal size one. Then I like a thin one on top there, and I put my hand in between the two mm-hmm. as I lay like this. So, <laughs> it's important. Pillows are very important. Oh my god! But thirty, 30 years. I, well, I used I used to have a shirt. It was my my dad. Uh, similar to to Nick's thing, it was just a, a shirt that he had bought. Um, thirty thirty five years. You know, and I, I had it eventually just disintegrated. But for the for the longest time, it was a shirt my dad had worn decades ago, and it looked brand new. Right. You know, but then when they made shirts back then, they made them right. All right. So my friend Stacy just texted me. She heard she heard us talking about it, and she said that the um, pillowcase they're actually the same as well. That that's part of it are the pillowcases. Is this her? Uh, she just called the hotline. Oh, she did. Yeah, wow, hey, pillow girl. It's so her number. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. You know, we were going to be talking about your pillows this morning. Hi. They're legendary. How could you not? Yes. <laughs> Don't touch mommy's pillows. Uh, <laughs> All right. They're almost as old as me. Yeah. Wow. Um, so is it just, let me ask you this. Have you ever taken them to a hotel with you to use uh, if you guys have gone on vacation or anything like that? Guilty. Absolutely. No. Don't wow. use them without them. Can you not sleep without them? Uh-huh. Can't All right. without them. The family fights over them, kids included. And my husband won't go near them. Stacy, if you them. were to if you were to ring them out, how many boyfriends would fall out? <laughs> no, Stacy's been with the same guy since she was sixteen. Years. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he she came married into him. The picture a couple years after the pillows, so he's been around almost as long as the pillows. He's second important. So what? Now, yeah, obviously, MPJ, and then the oh, husband. by the way, she has names for them. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are their I names? Was just gonna ask. This is totally normal, what, right? Stacy, what what are the pillows' names? Pooey and PJ. Pooey and Pooey Jr. Pooey? Is that because <laughs> someone took a dump on one? Listening and they're like, I can't believe they're really talking about your pillows on the air. See, this woman is 38 years old, by the way. <laughs> that's fantastic. What, so, so Stacy, house fire, that's the, first, the pillows. first thing every you're going for, for, right? Every man for himself, get the pillows. <laughs> forget the money, forget the safe, forget... Pictures, yeah. you get in there and get the pillows. Oh, my goodness. So, and with that, has does anybody in else in the family, now that your kids are growing up, and a lot of times kids have the same attributes that their parents do, are, are they uh, emotionally attached to their own pillows? Not at all, just mine. We just still, they fight over them. They, ha- they have to sleep with them, too, in the car, everywhere we go. No. Yeah. Okay. So, uh-huh. Stace. No, they're definitely not as weird as me, if that's what you're implying. <laughs> when, you're, when you're in college, though, you, you kind of have to keep that on the DL because then the pillows become a target for people. They, they'll, they'll try and kidnap them, steal them, uh, mess with them. Did anybody ever do that to you in college? Not yet, but now that it's out there, mm-hmm. now I have to hire a security team for these goddamn pillows. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you clearly <laughs> love them. You stuff, and this is what, a couple of drinks. Kathy makes me drink down the shore and stay in my bathing suit for twelve hours. Next thing you know, I'm sharing all this information, and everybody knows about my thirty year old pillows. Oh, that's awesome. Well, good for you. I'm I'm very happy. I hope you. Now, let me ask you this, Stacy. This is a bit of a morbid question. Are you going to be buried with your pillows? 
Yes, one between my head, one between my knees, and one behind my head. You, okay, <laughs> so you do the between the knees thing, too. It's nice. me, Philly, and PJ. Oh, my Very God. Nice. You and I, we have the same pillow thing. <laughs> I like a thin pillow, and I definitely keep one between my knees. Don't give him my address, Cass. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> He's going to come in and I steal my German-festive pillows. Who right. goes between your knees? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Pooey. Pooey does. Pooey the original. Yeah, PJ's number two. Behind the head. All right, got it. All right, well, thank you, Stacey. Thanks, guys. You're you're insane. hearing my dirty little secret. All right, we'll see you later. Oh, my God. There's a lot of people that share this. I have a lot of pillow calls. But before we go to a pillow, hang on. Let me go to uh, Scott first. Hey, Scott, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, what did you want to uh, tell us about? I have a book bag that I got in in second grade when I was, eight years old and i'm now 26 and you still use it i still use it for travel and and whatever else i need it for. you got it when you're in second grade can you can you still wear it yeah it it was actually really big on me when i was that young and now it's actually the perfect size does anybody <laughs> comment on the mr t picture or is it a <laughs> yeah is it character or is it like a jan sport no it's um it, it's kind of a generic one. It's like green and it has like a leather bottom, which is why it lasts so long. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's I was going to ask. Because my kids, after a year of school, yeah. in their backpack, oh it is beat to crap. They blow them out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's or, why or, what you should do is get, get them all Louis Vuitton bags at the beginning of the season, Preston. Right. All right. right. Second grade, that's a pretty good run, Scott. Good for you, man. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Right, you know, they, they, they have, there is, yeah, it starts to cross into superstition. Too. Yes. Yeah. And that is a big yeah. part of this. You also, I'm sure with these pillows, with this, with Kathy, with your friend, there is a superstition or yeah. superstitious element to it. And I think once, oh, everything's everything's been going well and this thing has always been here. If I get rid of this, it could be effed up. What yeah. could happen? Yeah. So we got, a, I got a text from uh, Chuck who said, I, I had a cereal bowl for 40 years until some <laughs> dick threw it away. That's why um, you don't God. take your cereal bowls or your pillows to work. Did he have it that long? 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. It was just it away. Child, yes. Oh, and like, so, and Bill never took notice that oh, he eats out of this thing every. You know the story. Day at work, Chuck's yeah. grandfather sold it to him on his deathbed. Oh yeah. my God! Even yeah. worse. Yeah, you got five bucks. Yeah. So you're talking you're about dying. The, you don't need it. Things that uh, that don't stand the test of time throughout a school year. This is uh, my friend's son's school shoe. He's got four more days of school left, <laughs> and he's only had that for one year. One year. Dear One God, year what that is been a, doing. Do you know what's even more amazing is, is that you have a picture of a shoe on yeah. your phone. No, the front. I, look at the front me. part of it. It is just eaten oh, out wow. completely. Yeah. Wow. Who eats out a shoe? Yeah. Uh, let me go to Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, <laughs> Brendan. Appreciate it. What's up, man? All right. So my father's had the same comb for over fifty years. The same, same pillow. Yeah. No, the same comb. Oh, the same, same comb. Comb for fifty <laughs> years. Yeah, he's like 65 now, but unfortunately, he just recently lost it. It's like uh, Vern and uh, yeah, uh, Stand By Me. Yeah. He lost his comb. Is it a metal comb, a plastic comb? What is it? Just a plastic comb. Just He's had it since he was a teenager. And he, and he lost it recently? Yeah, we were on vacation down in Florida, and he lost it. And uh, I think somebody actually called and said, hey, we found this comb in your room, and they actually returned it. Get out. Oh, my God. Yes, I saw your yeah. television commercial. I think we found your comb. <laughs> Wow! Uh, wow, man! Thanks, that, that, that can ruin your day. Honest yeah. to God, if you found a comb in a room, you would just throw it throw out. Throw it away. Yeah. No, no, no. You would think, pick up the comb. You go. would clearly think someone <laughs> is missing their comb 
You go down to the front desk. Yeah. We had a. Uh, I thought Steve was going to. Your gonna turn. Come, uh, my turn to talk. I thought Steve was going to. Anyone ever talk? Yeah, okay, yeah. Anyway, speaking of combs, my family. Take uh, a and, breath for one second. And we've talked. Shut your hole. Just take your breath. Back to you, Preston. I don't even want to. No, 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 no. No, I really. Don't. I don't have anywhere to go. Continue. You know, we just had a brush, a family brush that we had for like twenty plus years. I swear to God. Every single person in my family used the same pink brush. Do me a favor. If uh-huh. you have a picture of this brush, send it to me with that shoe picture. Because I want to start. <laughs> no, the brush, is gone now. the brush is gone now? The brush is gone now. What happened? Did it break? Uh, no, eventually just, you know, it, it ran its course or whatever. But we, my dog had actually chewed it up. So probably for like the last... <laughs> Ten years of this brush's life, and it, it just it like chew marks, chew marks in it. Yeah. Uh, let me go to. Told you it wasn't that great. Oh my brush! <laughs> I have a family brush. Uh, let me go to Nico. Hey Nico, how you doing? Hey Preston, how you doing? Good. What's up, man? All right. So I've got a girlfriend. She has a blanket she has had since she was born. It's about four by four, and this thing is ripped up. She she called it her giggy. Okay, her diggy. So this yeah. is like her whooping. Getting diggy with it. Yeah. All right, and does she? Right. Does she still sleep with it? Every night. No kidding. If okay. She comes over to my house without it. Does it stink or does she wash it? Oh, I tell her that it stinks. She has to have. <laughs> she's got to have her mom wash it sometimes because she's afraid that she'll ruin it. <laughs> you almost want to dry clean it to keep it intact. Now there are people, and, and we've yeah. talked about this before, that that hang on to their their childhood to their security yeah, blanket or, or stuffed animal or whatever it may be. Thanks, by the way. My brother Christopher actually just recently took a picture of his whoopee because he still had it, and it was out laying on a chair. And I was like, "You, that you need to put that away. People can't know that you still have this." Does he actively sleep he, with it? it oh, oh, this, yeah. this oh, looks like, like the shrouded terrain. This is what. <laughs> That's what Jesus was buried oh, yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Right? Jesus. Right? That's ridiculous. It's, it looks like a snot rag. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, uh, how do you clean down pillows? Do you take them with a dry cleaner? Or, like, you can't wash those things, can you? I've never considered washing a, a down pillow. No. How do they do it in Hungary? I don't know. Because apparently it was able to make it all the way till from the 1800s. Yeah, I mean, those are feathers. You can't, yeah. you can't get that so You, no, no, you got to take out each out. feather and wash it individually. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You yeah, have no, one of those you, feathers that uh, poke you in the cheek? I like, hate that. Uh, I can't stand it. Yep. But I mean, if you, if you wash problems, something but... that's that's um, down, it like it gets all matted and yeah. disgusting. Yeah, like Wait a minute. Here's it. Here, all right. They pulled it up online. Yes, feather and down pillows can be cleaned in your machine, but make sure there are no slits or tears in the covers uh, that the ticking is secure. Ticking right. is like the stitching. Okay. The uh, bomb inside of it. For balance, load uh, two pillows at a time and use only a small amount of detergent. Set the machine hmm. uh, in the delicate cycle and give the pillows a second rinse. Really? I don't know. I've, I've, I've never washed our down pillows. I bet never. you'd have to uh, air dry it too, you know, put it outside or something. Yeah. How yeah. did ducks do it? I don't know. Um, let me go next to. But then again, pillow. I mean,. Uh, Ducks. Down feathers, water runs right off of those. I mean, if, oh, like yeah. a duck's you know? ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it comes back to ducks. Like water on a duck's ass. Uh, let me go to uh, Matt. Hey, Matt, how you doing, man? Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? Doing well, buddy. So Kathy's friend has 30-year-old pillows. <laughs> she demands using them. Takes them with her everywhere. What and they're floppy you? and flat now. <laughs> so I'm 33, and... When I was 15, my mother bought me a comforter for Christmas. And it's one of those things that I wasn't super excited about as a kid. But once I started using it, I loved the feeling of it. Yeah. So 18 years later, 
I still use this comforter every night on my bed, and it's my, my wife dislikes this blanket to the point where she uses a different comforter in the bed. All right, so you guys have your separate uh, comforters, blankets or comforters, and uh, and that's just the way it is. Now, when does she make the bed every day, or do you make the bed every day? She does. All right, does the comforter, do you have to take yours off and set it somewhere else? What happens is her blanket <laughs> is stretched across the entirety of the bed, and mine is folded up at the foot of the bed. Okay, All right, yep. So mm-hmm. do you sleep under your comforter on top of her comforter? No, 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 no. When it's time to go to bed, I will move it out of the way if I go to bed first, unfold mine and cover with it. She will get in bed and cover with hers. Let, let me ask you something now. Has it taken on mythical proportions? Do you believe good luck and and your your livelihood depends upon sleeping on this comforter? I don't know that my, I would think my livelihood depends on it, but I, I cannot sleep with another blanket. There you go. Something about the feeling of it. Uh, and it's ripped and it's torn. It's been sewed. It was originally white. It's taken on more of a tannish hue at this point, but I cannot get as comfortable with another blanket. Hmm. It goes right when we go on vacation. It comes with us. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a lot of space to take up too. I mean, bringing a comforter on vacation oh, yeah. with you as well. But if you're oh, yeah. if you're steadfast, man, you know you can't get sleep. Then you got to take it with you. Uh, Thanks, yeah, Matt. I, I can see that, and I've told you, and you know this, Preston. Back in the office, I have <laughs> when we first got here in 2005. There was a picture from a contest, I guess, the Philly guys had, had run the, the morning show before us here. And there was an, an old guy who'd drawn the shirt off. Right, with his shirt off yeah. and, a, and a power drill. And uh, it was on our desk. And, and uh, I was like, oh, okay. And now I, I, was a, I was cleaning the desk and I was going to throw it away. And I'm like, no, maybe <laughs> this is the reason everything's working yeah, so right? well. See? So it, it's still on my desk, this picture of this right. old dude. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Pierre, a couple of years ago, had uh, Don Henley on a show, and I was listening to that interview. Don Henley has a pair of work boots that are that he's had for like fifty years, wow, or something along the lines. You may want to look that up. So you know, look up Don Henley uh, boots or work boots or something huh. like that. But they're yeah, they're they're just a thing of his that he has and always takes with him. I mean, when you go home tonight, are you going to go through your garbage and get those glasses out? I may do that yeah. after this conversation. Because <laughs> that's all going to go south. I've had shoes that I felt that way about that yeah. when, they, when they've when they met their, you know, uh, their end of the line moment. No. But I really, really like those shoes. You know how when you break in a pair of shoes, they yeah. just fit just perfectly and you never want to get rid of them? But I've never had them last years and years and years. It's like putting down old Yeller, you yeah. know? So it's uh, coming up on... <laughs> 35 years. And, 35, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, a lucky pair of paint-splattered uh, cowboy boots that he's been wearing on stage for his most memorable concerts for the past uh, three-plus decades. Okay. Wow. Yeah, cowboy boots can last a long time. And yeah. cowboy, They're made real strange. And hats. Cowboy hats. And, yeah. and, or, or even caps, just a regular baseball cap. Yeah. I know people who grow emotionally attached. Pancake. Pancake, for example. Pierre's producer. Yeah. I forgot who it was who has a, there's a, a star that has a really disgusting beat up baseball hat that they've had forever and it's just, uh. Oh, in the bigs? Judy Dench. No, not in the bigs. Oh. Uh, I forgot who it was. Is it Judy Dench? He's <laughs> just my most favorite baseball cap and I yeah. refuse to give it up. Uh, hang on a second here. Let me go to, let me go to Alyssa. Hello there, Alyssa. Hi. Hey, what's up? How are you? Doing wonderful. What do you want to share with us? So, remember back in the 80s, those pillow people that had, like, two little arms and two little legs? Yes. So, I still have mine. I'm going to be 30 in September. I've had it my whole life since I was born. Mm -hmm. 
And it's disgusting. It's like maybe a third of what it used to be as far as girth left. She's only got one arm. <laughs> I sleep with her every night. And I just had a baby. And everyone's like, don't let your baby near your other pillow. And she sleeps with her, too. She loved her. Aww. Um, but she can't be washed anymore. She's too thin. So yeah. she's going on like 12 years now. No wash. Wow. So wow. You, you, you have no concern about anthrax or anything like that? It's that you're... <laughs> gotten it by now okay i guess so yeah but that yeah and, and you do you feel that if you get rid of it that that she, you, it's just it's it's gonna ruin everything you have to have it there right yeah i won't be able to sleep like she finds the perfect little nook in my neck every night like i yeah. can't sleep without her I your your her. pillow buddy knows exactly how to get you to sleep really now nah, some of some of those things there's just like um i mean it's that last part of the day and you just grab it and it's the i can count on this Type of sensation, well, you know what I mean? Yes, my the, my favorite ball gag. Same thing, same thing. It fits just right, and it doesn't chafe my my uh, my lips. The yeah. ball goes in really nicely. Let me go to Megan. Hey, Megan. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful. What's happening? So, my dad. I guess back in the day when you got your license, your first license didn't have a picture. I guess no. when they first started. So, since he got his first photo license card, he has worn the same green and white striped polo and this is like <laughs> almost pushing 40 years that he's worn this shirt for every single license photo he wears the same shirt for every license photo that is pretty cool i like that and it always seems to be when my mom isn't home is the time he goes and gets like the new photo taken to <laughs> sit in it the same way he did like 30 some years ago <laughs> so so megan but, um, does he exclusively yeah. just wear this for the license photo or will he actually yep. wear oh, it from time no. to time this is the only thing he can wear it for. It's his license photo shirt. That's great. Yep, mm. and it ends up being his license photos are in the winter, so he can wear a jacket, <laughs> kind of push up, you know, zip up the bottom half, so you only see the top half. I admire that. Cool. I admire that commitment. <laughs> Casey's long-term commitment to goofy license oh photo God. shots are—it's just. It is a tradition and you legendary. Have, yeah, yeah. Casey, you should put together a montage of all the ones you've done over the years because they are really, find really. Them. Yeah, um, my favorite is the crazed aborigine. There was a uh, there was a story I saw the other day. It, it didn't quite make B file, but it was a kid I think who's worn the same shirt in his uh, school his class picture for the past eight years. Okay, something like that. The oh, exact wow. same shirt. Okay. There's also another one where, and I did talk about this on the air in in the family. All the girls have worn this exact same outfit. For their uh, and they've passed it down for their class pictures as well. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's really neat. Could you imagine if you could run if you could run first grade all the way up uh, up to college if you could wear the oh, same, wear the same, same shirt? shirt. <laughs> you come in in kindergarten with you know this extra large, just yeah. in advance, just, just a, in anticipation. In yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're looking at a picture. Yeah, this is the, that's the guy with the same shirt. So I guess he's a pretty pretty thin guy. If you look at this first picture of him, he was, he was, looks like he was probably in fifth grade or something like that. Wow. There'd be no way. Uh-uh. Uh, let me go to, what is this? Hey, Dawn, good morning. Hello. Hey, what's Hello. up, Dawn? Hi. Hi. I have an L.L. Bean, I think they called him a rucksack. Rucksack, yes. Like a rucksack, okay. I yeah. saw on my screen here, L.L. Bean bag. <laughs> For 40, why would you have a beanbag for 40 years? Okay, go ahead. I, 
still use it to take my bathing suit and towels with me when I go swimming. And, Dawn, I believe the case is, as with L.L. Bean tradition, you can return that bag at any time, and they will give you a, uh, a replacement. I know, but... I, I still think that they just don't make things like they used to. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's the truth. So <laughs> so you've had this for 40 years. Oh, at least. Wow. 40 yeah. years. Probably, I... probably, at, um, you know, I was probably 17, okay. 18 when I got it, and yeah. I'm 61 now. So. Wow. Yeah. That's excellent. Nice. All right. Well, good for you, Don. I love stuff that... Uh, that you can, you know, just count on. You've had, you've had it forever, and it's still there. And why get rid of it? And I, you know, you keep your hash in it. Sentimental value too. You keep your hash in there. Let me get a Ryan. Hey Ryan, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Uh, nothing. You were talking about uh, baseball hats. I got a baseball hat. It's actually a Villanova hat. When I was about eleven or twelve, and I still wear it to this day, and I'm thirty years old. Oh my God! Is this your go-to <laughs> hat, or is it one that you just go-to. break out? It's your go-to. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, have you have I you been it. able have you been able to keep it clean over the years, Ryan? Uh, define clean. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, is it, it is it blue? Black. It was black. Okay. And now it's kind of going more towards the brown color. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, like. I, you can trace back to like when I'm in, in grade school and I'm wearing this hat, and then just last weekend I was wearing it, and you can see a picture from then. It's That's of, pretty it's cool. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a keepsake. You know, I, I have a trouble with keeping hats clean. I'm sorry. Same. I because I, I I play golf, yeah. and so I wear a baseball hat every time I play golf, and and I have different color ones. You know, you do I do try to color coordinate with my yeah. outfit when I'm playing, and the white ones will get. The brown stain from your the, on the, the brim of your from, head, from yeah. Your sweat, it's your sweat, and I'm like, damn it! I paid like you know twenty five, thirty dollars for that hat, and now it's I got to throw it away. So I, I got to steal another I one. Clean it. I just washed this one. Uh, it's I wear a white Phil's hat, or I've been wearing one lately, and I just threw it in with the whites. And it came. You, up, just, you just chuck it in the dish or I, in the, in the uh, not in the dishwasher. Some people do it in the dishwasher. Yeah, do they? Actually, yeah. I've, yeah, there's a oh, rack, really? a, a thing that you can really, wipe. yeah, one cycle and uh, not never in the dryer, and then just take it down and let it dry on the back of a doorknob. Okay, because the dryer can mess it up. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. So as a bald dude, I I'm go do that. I go through hats pretty quickly because of the you know in the summer, yeah. specifically because I wear it obviously where I need it for the protection, yeah. but it sweats like a mofo. Do you like the um like the, the bucket the, hats? Uh, bucket hats are starting to become a little more popular these days. Yeah, I, I think that uh, it would look good like a Gilligan hat almost. No, I no no I don't like those. You don't like those, okay? Uh, but I do. I do like a like a long brim, like the, the, the classic baseball cap with a with a longer almost golf. Preston, the, the the golf rims that come out further the brim for shading purposes. Yeah, I think those are those are really cool. You do that? Yeah, there's I, I, well, oh, I hate a, those. A, a very long brim, not like the super wide. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some ladies that play oh, golf oh, yeah, where yeah. I play, yeah. and they have these huge, oh, yeah. Yeah. gigantic brims around front. It, it looks like look the, stupid. It looks like the person's attached to the brim as, right, as opposed to the other right. way around. Right. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your stories, and I think it's cool if you've had something that you've hung on to for a long time, especially if it's something that you actually use. Yeah. On a regular like basis, pillows. like pillows. <laughs> Like uh, Stacy the Pillow Lady. <laughs> Anal beads. And those as well. Just clean. Please. Clean them, them out. Keep them clean. We right. tweeted out a photo of Kathy's friend's pillows if you want to check it out. That's what they look... Those are the picture, the, the pillows? That's them. Okay. And I, mean, I said they're not even that bad. And wait. she said that's because the pillowcases on them. She wouldn't show me the inside. Are the pillowcases newer? They're not... No, the pillowcases are 30 years old as well. Yeah. How have they held together? Well, if you see the one, it kind of looks like it's 
kind of frayed. Yeah, frayed. Yeah, and yeah exactly. That's the one she was thin. biting. Yeah. Interesting. All right, well, listen, we need to take a break, so stay close. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's talk about your mom's boobs for a minute. Oh, yeah. right. Oh, boy. Actually, breast augmentation. Uh, it is the most popular cosmetic surgery in the U.S. Uh, more than 279,000 women got boob jobs in 2015. Wow. I'm surprised it's more popular than, uh, well, I guess. No Botox, jobs. Well, I was going to say, does Botox count? Uh, Botox, well. It's not surgery. Okay. So Botox that's just is like not a, surgery. Yeah, all right. This is the sure. most popular type of cosmetic surgery. Uh, but apparently, big fake boobs are on the way out. So like Chelsea Charms. Yes. Yeah. Chelsea right. Charms. I actually talked to somebody recently who has um, got pretty big breast implants, and she says when she has to have them taken out and redone, she's going smaller. Yeah, probably a good idea. Though, yeah. more often than not, we'll hear when someone, and we've had people come in here, girls, you know, and they'll say they wish they had gone bigger. Mm, we've heard that a lot. Yes. I've, I've not heard that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I think that's in the past. I think like they, uh, like what you're saying is, you know, maybe they they want to go bigger, but not that huge, gigantic boob. Not Chelsea Charm. It doesn't yeah. look natural. Yeah, they and want it to look natural. That's now. more what women are going for. I think is... like this Chelsea Charms is a natural look. <laughs> I, there, there are some some that just look that are you might as well Velcro. Yeah. Basketballs to yeah. your chest. Well, all right. So, what causes the f- horribly fake boobs that just go on either side of the of the? Chest? I don't know. You know it's what a I mean? bad I don't boob know. job. It's Poor a bad surgery. boob job. Yeah, yeah. that's just yeah. A ba- okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, there's there. Honestly, it's gotten. I used to be very good at um, discerning uh, what was and wasn't, but uh, now they they've gotten very good at it. In case I'm not sure if they move or or what happens, but I think a lot of times when you see that too, they're it, it's an older boob job. Like they need to have them replaced and redone. There's sand in there. <laughs> sand. Yeah. sand, sand, man. <laughs> That's the first boob job. Was just uh, sand and peat moss, <laughs> right? A little peat moss little in peat there. Peat moss in there. Yeah. I think Tori Spelling has peat moss implants. Uh, today, women are ditching the double D's in favor of a more natural-looking B cup, a trend bolstered by since-denied rumors that uh, celebs like Taylor Swift have gotten mini boob jobs, mini. barely noticeable augmentations to uh, help them fill out their clothes a little bit. Better. I think that's it. A lot of times, it just has to do with, with fashion. I, I hear my wife is a smaller chest. I think it's awesome, but I, um, you know, sometimes she'll say that she can't get a particular outfit because she doesn't feel it looks right on her. I think mm-hmm. she looks great in everything, but... Um, you know that's that that is something that I guess fashion wise uh, opens up some other options for you. She can borrow some of my wife's, yeah, if she wants. I we we actually sleep in your uh, in your wife's discarded bras <laughs> when she's done with them. Yeah, uh, many women now know that bigger breasts can cause neck pain or back aches, which is why they're staying away from larger sizes and in some cases getting reductions or revisions of old implants. Um, so yeah, and and they and I think they realize that it doesn't. That it doesn't fit your frame size. Right. That's where the problem is. It's got is. to look natural. It mm-hmm. has to look right when you're up on stage. Mm-hmm. But nothing's more fun than a girl who just got fresh breast implants. 
She is ready to show them to the world. Yep. Whammo! She's already had it, spent a lot of time showing them to the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, and all that help out. The valet. So used to walking around topless, and by this time, it's like, okay, here, I'm ready to show you. They just We just paid, you know, five grand for these. Take a look, you know? And I think they've actually, now, is that the going price? I think they've actually I just down. pulled that out of my yeah. ass. I have yeah. no idea how much I think it was cost. about that. Uh, I think you're it? right, yeah. Okay. Um, so it says the cup size is, uh, is more, more important than cup size is proportion. It has to do with the body frame and how wide their hips are. Yeah, that makes sense. Women will come in and say a cup size, but they don't really know what the cup size actually is. When they say B, what they mean is they don't want to look out of proportion. They don't want to look like a B. So the really big boob stuff is kind of, uh, going by the wayside. That's what they say. Well, your, your wife is pr- it's proportional. Everything looks... Yeah, she's, she's curvier. Curvy gal. Yeah. Yep. And pubic hair is coming back in, too. On yeah. your boobs? Pubes. On your boobs. <laughs> Boob- that, pubic hair. <laughs> Booby hair. That is weird. Pubic <laughs> hair. Not good. Just, what? Not, that's not good. No. I don't, want, I don't care if that ever comes back into fashion. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I prefer that. I'm, I'm talking about boob hair. <laughs> no, no, boob hair? Oh, yes. No. A hairy chest. I like a good hairy like chest. a big hairy chest on a woman? No. There's a gold chain yeah. really accentuates A real, real Sean Connery kind mm-hmm. of hairy chest. That's what I like to do. You yeah, know, run your I, fingers through your wife's. Yes. Mm, hair on her great. chest. It's like, it's I like, I like, like petting there, a dog. I twirl it around yeah. my finger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm, you're just like a St. Bernard. <laughs> All right, so uh, so hardwood you prefer, and um, no, no, you prefer vegetation. Yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of vegetation, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, groomed, mind you, right? Uh, but I buy a proper dog groomer. I find it sexy. Yeah, I do. It's just my thing. So that's coming back around, Kathy. Yeah, it's disgusting. I can't comment. <laughs> I don't it's even want disgusting. to listen to you. That it's you, natural. That you... It's hair that grows on your body. I don't care. I don't like it. Disgusting. She does Actually, not like hair. Disgusting. Look at who she's married to. A hairless man. I know. Yeah. She does not like hair. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not into pubic hair. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm just saying At that all. disgusting is a very strong word. Not even on a sandwich? I mean, I think Repulsive. it's disgusting. It's, uh, it's vomitous. Like, anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, you need to clean up down there. You okay. look like a little boy. No, no, but even even Yeah. No, now we're correct. talking. You know what, though? I have a friend that. I just, I just logged on. <laughs> that's why she doesn't like it. Because yeah. she thinks it. Like she look more, like a little boy? No, like but like a little girl. She's like, I need no, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like a little boy? No. Stop. Little girl? No. That's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Did somebody say little boy? <laughs> uh well, let then let's move on to something. Let's move on, honestly. This is poopy talk. It's it's making Kathy it's sick. Making so her sick. We're gonna talk about farts for a moment. Oh yes. <laughs> and the question that was raised is how much space. Does a fart take up in your body? Hmm. How much? <laughs> this is interesting. Mm-hmm. That's about a beach ball. I've yeah. just had this thought because you ever have, and we've talked about this, where you'll you'll it'll <laughs> almost feel as if you're having heart tremors because you're so yes. gassy. gassy. Mm-hmm. You guys ever tried gas pills to combat yes, that? And I, they I never work. have. Do they? Like Bino, Bino. Gas X. Yeah, anything like, like that. that. Yeah, you know what I have had. They I, work. I have t- tried gas X, and, and it does work. And they work quickly. And then what, it, okay, it just it w- dissolves the gas, or it no, just, it comes out in the form of uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> no, I no, meant does it does make it you burp or does it make you fart? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I have diarrhea. It's all right, ladies and gentlemen. I have diarrhea. <laughs> I swear, my question actually was uh-huh. legit. No, it is. Yeah. And I was wondering the same thing because it's just it's gas. So where does, does it, it make, go? Does it make you burp your ears right away? 
before he gets into your intestines. Well, there's a difference between the gas in your stomach and the gas in your ass. The gas Hello. in your ass is methane. Right. And the gas in your stomach is usually from, like, soda or... Yeah, CO2 or, or something. CO2, yeah. yeah so but it's it gets totally turned different. into methane, right? Like, the gas in I don't your... think so. Well, uh, yeah. you don't... No, I think that it's it's your um, it's the molecular. Doctor Mike, Doctor Mike, Doctor Mike. If you're listening, please call in. No, I think Preston's right. It's like the the breakdown of it's digestion breakdown. causes methane. That's what I said. But I'm still it, curious it as to where into where does this pill make the gas go? That's what, what I'm asking. What I believe it does is it neutralizes the gas and and and. Yeah, in your intestine. Right. So it turns it back into a liquid form, Nick? That I don't know. But you were saying, Casey, you were wondering if, if this, the gas in your, that you're burping is completely different. That's not what I was saying. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Then we're, you're not we're bur- on the same page. Well, really. that, but there, therein lies an actual good question. I know Kathy's wondered this. You're not burping farts. No, you're not right. burping farts. So, so there's, there's obviously, yeah. there is a... You are farting there are, burps. Though. There are two different streets. Yeah. In your body. And I am eventually going to get to how much is in your body. Uh, but first, we made the call. Uh, so let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, he's an expert in all areas of the human body. Yes. From Fox 29 and Penn Medicine, Dr. Mike Serigliano. What the We need you now more than ever, Dr. Mike, because the question, and Nick posed actually a very good question, which is when someone takes something like Beano or Gas-X, what does it actually do to the gas to alleviate that gas pain? Well, what it does is it it, it, uh, decreases the size of the gas. It's it's usually cymethicone, and cymethicone works by decreasing uh, the the size of the the bubbles, if you will, of the gas. See, Kathy was saying cymethicone earlier. Yeah. Kathy knows all no. this, though I disagree with the manscaping part that she's uh, into. No, we, we agree with you. But, but it, yeah. how, so how does it – I'm trying to wrap my mind around the how actual – How does it neutralize How does it neutralize and how does it reduce bubble size? Well, the cymethicone actually works by uh, causing the gas to, to decrease. And what happens is when you, you feel the pressure in your intestines yeah. because you have a large amount of uh, uh, methane gas in the intestines. And that causes stretching of nerve receptors in your intestine. And that causes pain, discomfort, bloating. And if you have enough of it, it can even cause your, your belly to extend and you can feel poorly even up into your chest because your uh, your diaphragm is right above the intestines and all of those things can can lead to uh, flatulation profundus. So so when so when which is a great uh, Latin legal team um, when you when you have um, this and you have something that replicates or feels like uh, I know people will sometimes confuse this profound gas profundus gas to uh, to a heart attack they'll be they'll think that's that. Uh, is 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 that often the case? You, I've had people. So so there's a couple things. One, it, it, you can feel like you're having a heart attack if you have severe reflux. Okay. Or, or what we call esophageal spasm. That's where your esophagus actually spasms. Okay. Uh, or if you have lots of gas and feel very bloated and uncomfortable, all of those things can cause symptoms. And uh, uh, believe me, I've had people come in and, and think they're having a heart attack when they are uh, having just a lot of yep. gas and eruptation, which is uh, where you belch. Okay. So, I've, I've been to the 
ER before, and it turned out my esophagus was uh, like you know spasming. Right. I, th- I thought it was a heart. You attack. thought you were having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Right. Ah. But to get back, it's in the same area. The cymethicone actually works. I'm not exactly sure it has to do with surface tension of the bubbles uh, and, and reduces the size so you have less distension right. of the intestinal tract, and then that makes you have less pain. All right. I guess, and it slows down the chemical reaction of the, the, the creation of that methane and, and eases that a little bit? Not so much that. What, oh, what, that. what the cymethicone does is it actually works on the size of the, the surface tension of the bubbles. Right. So what, yeah. now, now, there's a couple reasons you why got, people yeah. get gas. One is they swallow air uh, when they're eating. It's called aerophagia. Mm-hmm. All right. And that, a lot of people, like, you can watch them eating, and they're breathing and eating and chewing and talking and smacking their lips, <laughs> and they're swallowing a lot of air. I, yeah, we know them as disgusting slobs. Well, I mean, the bottom line is that that's one way. And then the other is when you uh, consume a lot of uh, uh, things like legumes. So if you have uh, foods that get um, uh, into the intestine and they get, uh, uh, when you digest them, they they release gas uh, from the fermentation process. All of those things can lead to the production of gas. All right, quick question then, and we uh, uh, forgive the pedestrian nature, nature of this question, but... A belch is different than a fart, um, but they are, are they the same gas? Farting and belching are two different things. Now, belching is where you have uh, 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 an excess of gas in the stomach. Okay. So you're not really going to have that fermentation process in the stomach because it hasn't been there that long. Oh, now, okay. In the intestines, it has a little more time to cook, if you will. <laughs> okay. And then you have methane production, and then you have uh, uh, release of uh, – I mean, uh, the belching does not – you don't have that that smell. Right. Yes. Let me ask though, you. Though, though I have been around people who have belched, mm-hmm. and I've been able to sort of discern what they might have had for – But it's not – it doesn't smell like a fart. Right. Right, just like like out of yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So the food just got ingested. It goes down into the stomach, and you might smell aromas like mint. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, let me ask you, though. Um, if you burp more, will you fart less? <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, might have still actually caused more, Dr. Mike to pause for a moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be academic here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think <laughs> because you're you're fighting your natural inclination to just I know what you really want to say, but you can't. Well, no, yeah. I, I think if you are belching a lot, then that means there is a lot of uh, 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 air in your digestive tract, and that may then lead to an increase in farting. Now, the thing is, though, that they may or may not be related. So you might be swallowing a lot of air. You might have uh, eaten something and, and uh, 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 talked a lot while you were eating, and, and that causes the the uh, eructation. But that may not have anything to do with the fact you had beans or right. you had another uh, uh, food that, that causes a lot of fermentation in your intestines leading to gas. Now, you, I've heard you mention this, and I believe I'm uh, repeating this correctly. If you do fart with regularity, it shows that your system is up and running well, correct? Well, not necessarily. Ah, see? See, you can have, I mean, flatulation or gas can be a sign of some medical problems. It could be a sign. You want to know? You ready for this? Yeah. Stay at area. That's where you malabsorb fat, and you have not only diarrhea, but smelly farts. <laughs> <laughs> what an occupation. Stay at area. 
professor in, in the, at Penn in medical school, he said, everybody with steatorrhea have smelly stool and diarrhea. And it floats on the top of the, of the uh, liquid of the, uh, of toilet. the toilet. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is sort of beautiful if you've actually seen it. Well, it's glistening. <laughs> During a sunset. It, it, it glistens. All right. Fat in there. All right, we got the basics here. I, 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 my, my melon is twisted. Good. I'm, I'm absorbing this information. We're good to go, Doctor Mike. I love you guys. Love, love you. you. Yeah. All right, we'll see you. He knows his stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And by the way, a lot of people were concurring, and I had um, uh, chemistry, I had chemists that were texting in saying that the uh, it exactly what that gas X and stuff does is it breaks the surface tension of the bubbles, breaks them up. They're easier. Uh, to move along through your system. So the gas is still there, but it doesn't form in one big pocket. It it's, it disperses you know? it. It, oh. it spreads so it out. All right. So anyhow. All right. Now back to your original point, which we started a half hour ago. How much space does a generic fart take up in the body? I'm going to guess a square foot. No. Um, and by the way, there is some uh, scientific evidence that, that backs us up. There were some studies that were done. An average fart. Uh, where was this done? And it was done back in the 60s. Yeah. Um, a guy named Michael Levitt, a researcher at Minneapolis Veterans Affairs, uh, did fart research. <laughs> he was so embarrassed that the information is only coming out now. He was quantifying intestinal gas and writing about its chemical makeup back in 1968. Hey, how's your fart research going? It says here, though, the volume of gas in your intestine tells us next to nothing about medical issues such as bloating and distension. So that's why he was celebrated by his peers. But anyhow, bottom line, what it comes down to. In 1997, a study of 16 Americans found a volume per fart ranged of 17 millimeters to 300 milliliters to 375 milliliters. So, what to is give that? you some right. perspective, some context on that, all right, a uh, a 17 milliliters would roughly be a bottle of nail polish. Well, that would nothing. be that would be this. Or that be, yeah, that would be the the daintiest of farts. All right, and now imagine a can of soda. Wow. That's the volume of a really big stinker. Yes. That's a lot. Sorry. <laughs> so like a whole soda, soda can full. <laughs> What's is, that? With a little music in the background. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what happened? It's the magical fruit. That's right. The would more it be, you eat, the more you eat it. Would it be uh, visible on an x-ray? Like a pocket of air like that? I have hmm. seen, I think. Those are ghosts. Thermo. No, thermal um, imaging. Okay. You've, you've seen you it? can see it because it's, yeah. it's warm air coming out or it's gaseous and it's it's hotter. I mean, yeah. you've, you've felt the really hot ones before, yeah. right? Well, it's body temperature, right? Yeah. Right. There are ones, again, it's all medical. And you just know. Yeah. It's been cooking. Before you even... It's Krakatoa time. Before it even gets anywhere near your nose, you'll, that one come in and you go, ooh, that's going to be... Incoming. <laughs> that's Incoming. Be... <laughs> you know what I do? My friend Ben used to laugh like this. If we were in the car together, he would just start going, ho, 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 I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. I duck and cover. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you know. Yeah, stop, mm-hmm. drop, and roll. Yeah. You get under your desk. <laughs> yep. you, you're supposed to stand in an archway, Preston. Yeah. <laughs> like in a door frame. Yeah. So anyhow, I thought that was... Um, we learned a lot. That yeah, tied in. That's clearly your favorite. Game. Medical story. Actually, you know <laughs> that's what? That's the one you default to all the time. I love that one. This is, that's my favorite. All right. You're not supposed to have favorites, or at least not let them know. Right, exactly. Well, right, you, you've seen the guy who... Um, he he broke down his fart. He said it was yes. like a, you know, an eight-part arpeggio or whatever. Yeah. This one right here, I mean... If you were to slow that down and really break that apart, that's probably just what you do right before committing suicide. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Just like Mozart. Speaking Mozart. of. Mozart. 
speaking of uh, fumes and so forth. Um, well, we are, we're just going right forward to that. Well, I'm trying to tie everything together. I like it, though. You're doing a wonderful job. You're a, about makeup in that? It's list? like the AIDS quilt. Yeah, nail polish. Nail, nail polish. polish. Yeah. Didn't you hear that? We filmed. Did you miss that? No, I didn't miss it. Okay. Uh, I had a story the other day. Uh, about a guy who died who was a farmer and 13 cows, it may have been more, yes. um, that died yes. uh, from methane or sulfur oxide gases from manure uh, that was in, a, in a, a tank, a manure tank that they had, and they have these on farms. And apparently the warmer temperatures made it worse as well. Well, they looked a little bit into why stuff like this happens. And How does it happen? I have found... That not there are some things other than manure tanks out there. There are different types of manure storage facilities. They have tank systems and silo type structures which use lids and caps. But there are also manure pits which are dug below ground and in open air. Simple, similar to a pool. Liquid manure is stored in the open lagoons or pond. Yeah. A lagoon. You've reported on this, though. Of feces. I think there was somebody or somebody drowned in one of these. And every now and then, some of them spontaneously combust. Combust. From a chemical reaction to make these gigantic poop fires. The reason for this, obviously, for this large open design is to stop the gas from um, accumulating. And, yeah, from building up. Yeah. I if you ever go past large, um, for example, if you go through Staten Island or you go through uh, uh, just as you're going into New York City, there there are a whole there's a whole town um, that is built on landfill, and every couple of hundred yards, there's kind of a, um, a a release valve sticking up out of the ground that is supposed to allow that gas to escape right incrementally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highly toxic gases that come from manure are methane, hydrogen sulfide, Oof. carbon dioxide, and ammonia. That's a whole weekend there. Dude, that's like a, that sounds like the contents of a bomb. You it know? sounds like the contents of a dead body. Uh-huh. I mean, they, so they just release that into the atmosphere, which, you know, I'm not complaining about that, but is there a way to... <laughs> Harness that? Is there, is there any good that those gases can do? I've seen them do that at, um, like, uh, landfills. You know, they'll, they'll yes. re- recycle exactly gases that. that escape from uh, from beneath, you know, from the pressure of, right. of what all they of... Do with that it? gas is used to make sweet tarts. Oh. Steve, you remember in Thunderdome, they powered the city... They did. ...from pig crap. They did. Methane. Yes. What was the name of that town? Bartertown. Pig crap. No, Bartertown. That was what it was called. Uh, uh, and Tina Turner ran it. That's right. And and, uh, and we didn't need another hero. No, we don't need another hero. Uh, when a manure storage is uh, pumped or cleaned, it causes more of these gases to be released, which can be extremely dangerous to humans and animals. Uh, hot weather also increases the gas accumulation. Oh, could you imagine being next to a manure lagoon? And listen, they also say that drowning is an issue around yes. manure lagoons. Because it has sort of a, um, the gas can overwhelm you, A, and B, it also has a quicksand-like consistency. It's, it's kind of thick. Yeah. And drowning hazards involved uh, with working near open-air manure storages uh, areas. And even uh, they list, uh, OSHA lists two fatalities where employees drown in manure pits. Forget that. In the last 10 years. That is horrible. It remind, we were talking about the new vacation movie. Yeah. <laughs> the newer one. Where they're in raw sewage bathing. That's gross. Oh, my God. We're, we're looking at an aerial view of a, um, of yeah. a large manure pit. It looks like a um, a plate of brownies, like but, uh, like just kind of, yeah, but, right about to go into the oven. What concerns right. me is the diving board. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyhow, I we, thought that uh, just listen. Kinda... This is a part of life, and you need to be able to talk about it. Yeah. 
what is this? Uh, <laughs> it whipped out the town? Wiped. Whipped out. Oh, it's supposed to be wiped out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the TV show Preacher, Preacher that yeah, happened yeah, in, yeah, Steve? Yeah, or, yeah. or a manure pit blew up? M- Poof, manure going, lagoon? Yeah. Okay. I have yeah. interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, I just thought those were kind of interesting stories to run by. I have other stuff, but... Uh, those were good. Do we need to take a break? Let's came together. Let's right. take a break. We'll be right back. Stay there. President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. It was a couple years ago that our next guest was in the studio. Please welcome, you know, from Jackass fame and elsewhere, the one and only Steve. O. Yeah, is here with us. Morning, man. Welcome back, by the way. Hey, thanks, man. I had a really good time the last time I was here. It's a blast having you, and you, you've you've been staying with and loving. Doing the stand-up, I was reading some interviews with you, and you, you're right. saying a big regret is that you didn't get into it earlier. That's how much you, you enjoy it. Right. Um, the first time I tried it was over 10 years ago. My regret is that I didn't really stick with it yeah. then, because uh, it was only like six years ago, seven years ago, that I really dove in. Did you have trouble finding, <clears throat> um, because I, I think you're really great on stage. You're very confident, and, and, and uh, it's, it's almost like an evening with, with stories and jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, var- a variety show. Right. But- did you, Stories and jokes and stunts and tricks. It's really cool. Did you have Did you have a little uh, trouble sort of finding your voice on stage? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just about a question of getting material that you know works uh, within that that yeah. structure. Um, I think I don't know. I, I remember that when I really dove into it about six and a half years ago. I uh, I met Dave and Dane Cook. Yeah, and, and we would get together, and I would go on stage, and and then after. Yeah, we both did our sets. You know, he would would sit down. He would give me notes, and that yeah. was that was so cool, invaluable. Yeah, yeah we and, talked about it. he's you know Dane Cook over the, uh, the the course of the past ten years has done those marathon four and five hour six hour stand up sets, right. and uh, so the guy the guy got you know he has the talent, he's got right. the chops. He he often gets vilified by other comedians. He's kind of a polarizing figure, yeah. but, but uh, I'm, I'm just so grateful how much he helped me. That's cool. And, and uh, yeah, and then, so then, um, I guess, like, last year, my, my first stand-up comedy special came out on Showtime. I saw yeah. it, yeah. And, uh, did you? Really? Well, thank, thank you so much. Very really dirty. enjoyed it, yeah. <laughs> very, very dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you would you imagine. Watch, you can't watch, watch with your kids unless you're a bad parent. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since then, uh, I've put together a whole new show, and now I'm getting ready to tape my second comedy special. So Nice. I mean, they say tragedy plus time equals comedy, and, and there's been a lot of tragedy in your life. Oh, you bet there has. And, and, and so that's what I love about, you know, your um, your take on comedy is that you're just an open book. That's what helps me. My advantage as a, as a comic is that I'm just a shameless son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shameless. You're an attention. You're a self-admitted attention oh, whore. Full yeah. attention whore. And, and my, my strength is shameless and reckless. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? I know it was occurring to me as, uh, you know, doing some research on you and everything. And that collective of Knoxville and Margeria and all these guys, I think you, you once you cleared a lot of the hurdles, are, by I think, the most candid. I mean, everything. Probably. You know? I think so. Right, right. <clears throat> would you say in the, in the earlier stages of the Jackass crew that would have been the case? Or did you morph into um, most well, candid? I think that that's probably been the case. Been all the case, along. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've always just been been pretty open about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, uh, are you watching the crashing on HBO? 
You know, I haven't seen it yet, but I keep hearing about it. It's, it's a good show, and uh, Casey and, and Steve and I have been watching it, and it's about stand-up comedy and Pete Holmes. Right. And, and uh-huh. there's an episode where T, with T.J. Miller, and he... Um, uh, sort of gets on stage because of his addiction to it. And and I'm right. wondering if uh, the stage has become a replacement addiction for you. <clears throat> yes, I, I, I kind of think so a little bit. <clears throat> kind of attention in general is uh, is an addiction. Um, yeah. It's a little bit more of a um, clean addiction. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're, you, you have... You have talent, you know. You're 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 a, a genuinely funny guy. I mean, you can't make it work if you don't have that ability. Obviously, you talk about the attention whore and the you know stapling your nutsack to your thigh and sure. stuff like that. I mean, that's you were you were going full full bore. But um, uh, there's there's something in you that um, and have you ever really gotten to what what makes you such <laughs> what, a fan of attention? What the hell is wrong what, with you? <laughs> I guess that's my question. But you know what I'm saying because. You've you've gone to extremes that most people wouldn't even think right. of doing, and yet you've made a career out of it. Sure. So you have you're not a dumb guy. You're a very smart guy who's been able to manipulate and right. work it. I mean, I mean, at the risk of of, uh, of boring listeners, I'd say that uh, my father's side of the family, everybody's academics, PhDs, yeah. theologians, you know, zoologists, <laughs> like really like you know high academia. Right. And then my mom's side of the family. It's uh, it's just drugs, alcohol, gambling, suicide, oh my God, alcoholism. You just described my life. <laughs> right. and, and my my dad broke the mold on his side of the family. He he was sort of a black sheep for getting into business. He became a very successful businessman, and just had this like incredible drive. And so I guess I'm a a, a natural hybrid. Of all the deviants of my mom's side of the family, kind of with that rocket engine of my dad's family's motivation and and. So you you take all that as part of the mixture, and then you're 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 born in what Wimbledon, England. I was born in England, yeah. And but you lived. Venezuela? I grew up in five different countries. Five different countries, right? So yeah. spoke three languages by the age of three. I forgot two of them by the age of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what countries did you live in? Um, spoke my first words in Brazil. Um, went to nursery school in Venezuela and uh, kindergarten in Connecticut. First grade through half and fourth in Miami and then England and then Canada and then all four years of high school in England. Have you ever had your IQ checked? Because I, I bet you're probably, I'm probably, you're probably way up there. For some reason, I think that that uh, when I was a kid, they clocked me at 140. That's, that's substantial. I think, I think wow. Yeah, not super smart, but yeah, I saw you pee into a litter box one time. <laughs> that was smart. Right. Is that over Bam's? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used to produce Bam's radio uh, show. How about that? I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and there was yeah. a litter box right outside of the studio. <laughs> and, uh, somebody was already going to the bathroom in there, and I can't remember if you were first or second. But whoever was second looked at you and goes, "Yeah, that's a good idea. I got to go too." <laughs> Right, man. That's funny. God, I have such a good time here. You guys are great. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's we we are constantly amazed and and over meeting you know over the years meeting you guys. You know, we we do stunts and we'll do stuff, but there's there's a moment where we're like, well, we gotta think. I think you guys are wired to yeah, do it, uh-huh. done. You know, there's there's no. You can't you can't wait too long, otherwise your nerves will get right. you. I, I, well, to say, I don't know. I mean that that's more of a description of Bam Margera. He yeah. was always the, you know like right away first boom go, and I'll sit there and and he's uh, like, oh, oh, will you? Like kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll I'll wait a little longer and then do it. Because we just saw you do a, a trampoline. Was it just recently the trampoline right, stunt? Yeah. So explain what you did. 
Well, I mounted a trampoline on the back of a pickup truck, and I was bouncing on it while it drove over a huge bridge. I had not a huge bridge, but a substantial bridge. Yeah. And I bounced off the the speeding trampoline over the bridge um, into the ocean. <laughs> and man, I kind of uh, messed up my back. I landed flat on my back. Oh, well, it was like sixty feet up, right. man. That's I mean, a, that could have yeah. happened to anybody. Not the trampoline part. The right. truth of the matter is you hit water from about six stories up. Oh, my God. Well, it was, it was only about 30 feet, but okay. if you look oh. like like uh, the, the, the diagonal trajectory makes for like 60 feet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the know. distance that you travel. Yeah. yeah. I, Man, I really, the... I, like with all the speed, I was going sideways as well as down, so it's more of a diagonal. So, um, Steve, you appear to be pretty close to the end, to the, to yeah. the side of the yeah. bridge there when yeah. you came down. Oh, Timing yeah, yeah, on that, that jump was pretty critical. Yeah, we, yeah, we were rolling the dice a little. Uh, did you have a permit for that? <gasps> we did not. That, and uh, and and I'm on probation too. So Oops. here's how dumb I am. Okay. <laughs> here's the dichotomy: genius and uh, and <laughs> right. Yeah. But, th- but this is really dumb. Like I, uh, I, um, I did it, and I'm like, okay, I'm on probation. If I if I break the law, then you know, like I violate my probation. Right. So I so I jump out off of a speeding truck over a bridge in the ocean. You're not supposed to do this. It's totally illegal. <laughs> I take the footage and I send it to TMZ to let them know that the story is here that I'm <laughs> recklessly violating my probation. Because I'm thinking that that makes it a little juicier for right. them to pick it up because I want the attention. I'm thinking, if I violate my probation for jumping off of a speeding pickup truck off of a bridge, like that's worth it. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a story I can get behind. But that's, that's, like a, that's a Barnum and Bailey mindset, though, of, of right. how, how to say you're a, you're a showman. So we I mean, want- perhaps, but then, but then I was like, then, I, then all of a sudden, I, I got like kind of cold feet. I was like, "Hey, man, like, uh, or I didn't tell, tell them what to say or anything." But they said, "Where was the bridge?" I said, "Oh, man, please don't say." This <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in Florida, dude. <laughs> I don't want to get the bridge in trouble. If you right. could, if you did it again, what would you do differently? Would you? Oh wear- my God, um, I would try to figure out how to land on my feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think ahead. a half twist might have helped. Uh-huh. You, Something well, you, like that. You learned. Um, a lot of your your ability, your physical ability, your your graduate. We talked about this. A clown, clown I, college. I did. I graduated from Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Clown College. I was pretty adept with acrobatics before getting there. Yeah, and I that, already had the fire breathing backflips all worked out, and that's aided you over over the years. It's helped me, yeah, but but um, but just when you, when you jump out of a moving vehicle, it's really hard to keep that that uh, whatever it is, Core control, equilibrium. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of uh, of uh, Ringling Brothers, so you went to clown college. Yeah. they've shut down. You're a big animal activist. I am. I'm thrilled about it. Are yeah. you? Yeah, you know, like. I was I was approached uh, or someone reached out to me and they said that they're doing an, uh, like um, a gala alumni reunion with a, a roast. Yeah, yeah. And can can I make a video? They, they, all the the people who graduated clown college who went on to become known like um, Penn from Penn and Teller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Bill Irwin. And me, and they, and they got us all. I was just tickled. I'm like, wow! I know that this video is going to play for the the owner of the Ringling Company, like all the brass, all yeah. like the. 
And so I just I was knew I was talking directly to them. And uh, we started the video, and I said, "Hey, everybody, it's your favorite animal rights activist or whistleblowing clown, Stevo. <laughs> you know, people always ask me." Does the Ringling Circus really abuse animals? And I always tell them, of course they do. Look how they treat their people. (laughs) I just kept kept slamming the circus, and it was. was, I I enjoyed it so much. And then, of course, now they're shutting down, and this is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's weird because the thing I always enjoyed about the circus was not. Yeah, it was the dude, the dude on the motorcycle and the ball. Sure, the, cannon the human guy. cannonball. Yeah, that right. was the stuff. I'm good buddies with the human cannonball. Did you ever do any of that while you were doing your circus work? Um, nothing like that. Okay. No, we would do, uh, you know, the skills stuff. We would do acrobatics, juggling, and and unicycle and stuff like that. You did, you did something that uh, as a comedian. I was a comedian for for a, a number of years, and the, amongst comedians, going out and doing cruise ships. It was right. kind of like, like a vacation with uh-huh. pay. You did, sure. the, you did the cruise line I for was a, a clown on cruise ships. The comedians would get to get on in one port, do their show for 15 minutes, and then get off in the next port and fly right. home. Right. I, I was on the ship for like six straight months, pretty much. Oh, Jesus. Um, but it was a great job, and yeah. I loved it. Of course, the clowns I worked with, they... Uh, they went behind my back to the cruise ship brass and got me fired. How? For what? I, I was disrespectful to them, and they went to the bosses and said, if Steve-O comes back for another contract, we all quit. Wow. It was a clown mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to hear you say the clowns I worked with, because that's something you might just throw out as a regular phrase around the office. Right, it worked out so well, because had they not done that, had I, had I not lost that job, then when the jackass pilot was getting filmed, I would have been floating in the middle of the ocean juggling oranges. So, <laughs> it, 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 all for a purpose. Right. Wow. They, those clowns really saved the day because um, they freed they freed me up to shoot the jackass pilot. Yeah. Wow. Um, going back to the animal activism, uh, a big uh, thing that happened with you was the SeaWorld thing. Right. And you did a protest. <laughs> it was the dumbest protest of all time. It caught wind. It, it was, oh, it no, was it worldwide. It was, again, again. Yeah. Here we got, we, we've got the, 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 the hybrid here. You know, like uh, I've, I've got yeah. a knack for PR. Yes. But let's 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 really look at what I did, okay? <laughs> I, um I decided to go protest SeaWorld, yeah. so I staged a huge SeaWorld protest at a random construction site nowhere near SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> right? I climbed up a 150-foot-tall crane with an inflatable toy whale, right? <laughs> only to learn that when you're 150 feet up in the air, nobody can see your stupid toy whale, right? Like, and uh, and, and I, like, while I was climbing up, it took forever. Enough people called nine one one. They thought you're gonna. They thought here's a right, suicide. suicide. Suicide jumper, terrorist. Yeah. Who knows? You know, I had my crime backpack on, <laughs> my <little> crime <laughs> kit. And uh, by the time I get up there and inflate my whale, you know, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking down at uh, eighty firefighters. 18 cops, a helicopter circling around me, yeah. and uh, and a SWAT team. Now, had you brought Roman candles and things like that? Oh, you that? bet I did. Yeah. You know, so, so now I'm, I'm looking down there. I'm like, uh, I'm just, there's all, like, every emergency responder in Hollywood, California is beneath me. And I'm yeah. just thinking, like, um, I am in trouble. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they, they now, the, the protocol now is a lot of times you, you cause something like that, they're going to charge you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to make you pay for sure, the cost of all yeah. that. What do they call it? Restitution. Restitution. Yeah. 
two yeah. shifts. So, so now, like, so I'm up there. I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm in deep trouble. I better hurry up and blow up all my fireworks yeah, in my yeah. crime kit. <laughs> so I start lighting off these huge fireworks, like these massive like <laughs> artillery shells. The kind, I mean, they make a big display in the yeah. sky. Right, and I've got them taped to the crane, like arms length away from me, so they'll blow up and make the whole display like right. in my face, you know. <laughs> and I'm 150 feet up Again, on the crane. Not a lot of thinking right. on this. And, and, well, that part I was pretty psyched about, okay. you know. I had I had my inflatable toy whale to, to protect, protect me. <laughs> but the thing was, I'm blowing up, I'm blowing up these huge fireworks. The police helicopter is tightly circling around me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they were not thrilled with that. Jesus. And so, so, so then I so then uh, I. I get arrested. And, How long were you up there? Uh, well, all told, shoot. I mean, I, I kept those emergency responders out for a good hour, hour and a half. All right, all right. Um, and then, and then I, I, I climbed down, and I'm arrested. It was pretty cool when I climbed down because all these crowds had gathered around, and the crowds were chanting "Steve, oh Steve, oh." It was like <laughs> it was right when Facebook introduced Facebook Live. Okay, and, uh, yeah, I remember. And, yeah, it was like one of the first broadcasts, and I was all excited. This, this was how I, I was, I was like, I got to do a broadcast. <laughs> yeah, and you did. Yeah, we, we, we were, we were covering it. It was, I right. mean, it was huge. And so, and so, I, uh, so then I, I get out of jail. And, you know, from when I'm arrested, I hired a lawyer and I, and I asked the guy, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, like when we go to court, do you think you can get me just jail time? Yeah. He's like, why do you want to go to jail? And I told him, well, see, I was trying to make a statement about captivity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if we could get me locked up, that would be like the only part of my plan that made any sense. <laughs> but it, uh, when you got out, did, it was planned to get into a junker car, too. Uh, yeah, we just saw video footage of you running out of jail, and oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, car yeah. has got dents all over it. Right, that's, that is my stunt car. Yeah, I had just got a new car because I was working on trashing my old car, which is right. we did a lot of stunts with it, yeah. and I didn't want to really show my new car. So, had you ever climbed anything that high before? Yeah, it wasn't my first crane that, that I ever climbed. Okay. Well, was that? And, and speaking about the bridge incident and the trampoline, was that what you were on probation for? Um, yeah, I was on probation for the, the Sea World. The, the sea World yeah, I tried to get just jail time, and um, but I had some some probation as well. Okay, and uh, and and they sentenced me to thirty days in an LA County jail. And I'm all gung ho, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. You know, like I'm all over the news. Yeah, so it's totally worth it to me. Yeah. And I'm going to jail. I showed up and they let me out in eight hours. Right. They <laughs> do because they're so overcrowded. I know. Yeah. It was great. All right. So how, how much do you think that impacted uh, SeaWorld's choice to uh, to get rid of their their um, uh, their ORCA program and I, all of that? I uh, I like to think that I helped. I and, think and, you and, did. And, and, and when they announced that... Uh, it was all like in, in, a, in a really just kind of short time. Like they announced I was going to jail, and it was almost like within 48 hours, the, the state of California banned the breeding of captive killer whales. Right. I like to think that I, I had that. Uh, you know, they helped with that. And I mean, the blackfish movement is 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 great. It's and very I'm powerful. Not take, I'm not taking away from. But I just think that I've helped to. No, to I think you contributed bring. to it. Absolutely, yeah, I'll I'll got you. more people talking and more people maybe involved that weren't before. Right. Then, so. and, and 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 as as dumb as as the you know my approach is. God, I'm proud of it. As <laughs> <laughs> well, you should because I'll tell you what. To Preston's point, after that happened. Um, Blackfish started showing up again. And right, they, they started site. playing it on CNN. Uh, right, to, 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 to in, in its entirety. Yeah, so great. So, so, so it did work. Um, you've been. Uh, 
Was there a time you were arrested doing the, the stapling of your, your nutsack to your thigh? Were you arrested for assault on yourself? No. No, okay. this was, um, I, I was down in Louisiana. This was a long time ago. And, um, yeah, I was, I was doing, like, the, back then my show was not as, like, thought-out comedy. Right. It was just sort of, like, drunken, you know, Spectacle. rambling. And I would just get loaded and, yeah. and, and all the rest. And, um... Throughout the show, I would chug tequila and snort salt and squeeze limes in yeah. my eyes and keep chugging the tequila out of the bottle. And, and at one point during my show, like um, a kid crawled on the stage, grabbed the tequila bottle, and these bouncers just came zipping over and just neutralized it. And I thought, yeah. wow, these huge bouncers are impressive. Yeah. I, I said on the mic, who wants to... Who wants to get on stage and, and try to run across the stage past the bouncers? It's called British Bulldog. So I picked out this like little 19-year-old kid, and he runs across the stage, and the bouncers just grab him. The bouncers picked him up over their head, two of them. They slammed the kid oh, down wow. on his head on the stage, and he's like, he's laying there twitching and stuff. And uh, I was covered in blood, and I had just stapled my nuts to my leg. Oh my and uh, there was a guy in the crowd who had filmed the whole show with a, with a home video camera. And uh, and he like the, the he sent it to the to the newspaper. The newspaper sent it to the cops. Yeah. Two weeks later, I was picked up on a uh, a fugitive warrant. Wow! And they charged me. They charged me with two felonies. One was principal to second degree battery for uh, orchestrating the stunt where the kid got slammed on his head. Yeah, yeah. Even though I didn't tell anybody to slam the kid right, on his head. No. But but I, I arranged it, and they charged me with with uh, a, a battery charge. They held you tacitly accountable. Right, principal for it. Yeah, to yeah. second degree battery. And the bail for that, they gave me a um, $120,000 bail for that one. Yeah. But then they had another charge, which was felony obscenity. And they gave me a million-dollar bail oh, wow. for, stapling my, for stapling my balls. So uh, they gave you a million-dollar bail. You would have to, to that's 100000 It was, was $1.12 million. God and almighty. I did not have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat in L.A. County Jail for five days waiting for a bail reduction hearing where, you know, my lawyers just said he's, he can't go anywhere. He's, he's you know, he's yeah. not a flight risk. He can't yeah. hide. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so they reduced my bail to 150000 and uh, I had this shady accountant, and he let me borrow it. And I bailed out and then got on an airplane. I flew to Europe, and I got arrested again. <laughs> Same sort of charge? No, international drug smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> because right. because I, I filled a condom with marijuana and tied it in a knot, and I swallowed it, choked on it, and, and then, <laughs> like, uh... You regurgitated it on stage? No, well, no, yeah, accidentally regurgitated. That was the one when I swallowed it in... in Amsterdam and flew to to Switzerland. Okay. So this is my it was a skit. I'm like today I'm an international drug smuggler. Swallow the condom full of weed and then fly to another country. Right. The idea is to poop it out and then you know, I'm sm smoking. Oh, you know my yes. ass yeah, yeah. yeah. grass. Yeah. <laughs> tush tush. You know, <laughs> chances are you listening right now might have someone that that you may know or know someone who knows someone who have just one of these stories. <laughs> How many and that's it. How many times have you been arrested and how much jail time have you done? The longest I was ever in jail was ten days for my second DUI. Yeah. And I'm not proud of that. No, no, no. And I'm not proud of my drunk driving, but I'm quite proud of my arrest report for that second DUI. Because <laughs> it, it read and, and and I quote Defendant declined roadside sobriety tests, stating he would prefer to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever 
you seen your own rap sheet and it's wow. and it's full? Well, well, yeah. I mean, how, how late like, is like, it? Wait, like, there, there are two countries that are particularly hard to get into, and those countries are Canada and Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and Canada yeah. won't let you in if you have uh, drunk driving arrests, and I had two. Yeah. Um, but they can't keep me out because I'm Canadian. They say I was born in England, so I'm British. Right. But my mom was born in Canada, so I'm Canadian. And my dad was born in America, so I'm American. So you're so able I'm, to get around I'm, all I'm, of that. I'm triple national. I have yeah. all, all three passports. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you speak all the languages. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But to go to Australia, I have to. They're, they're very. Australia is really tough to get into. And so you have to have your, your, your full criminal history documented. So. Like, uh, I, I once made a YouTube video out of, like, so I'm going to Australia, here's my entire criminal record, and I'm just reading it and reading it, and it, it, it got kind of long. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I was arrested in, in Sweden, England, uh, Canada, America, so as far as countries go, what's that, four? four? Yeah. I was yeah. detained in Mexico, but that was a catch and a release, that didn't count. Yeah. Um, like a fish? <laughs> you were too small. I'll tell you what, though. You ever watch the show Locked Locked Up Abroad? Um, a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean that, those. I mean that that alone would dissuade you from doing it because a lot a lot of those prisons are South American, Mexican prisons. Right. Yeah. I mean, where they're forget it's like it's like Escape from New York style. They just right. They put you in and close the door. Yeah, but which uh, which was the nicest? Sweden. Yeah, I Sweden. actually I actually wrote on the um, on the wall in my cell in Sweden. Um, be thankful that you're not in jail in America. Like, this is great. <laughs> People would actually, from, from like, uh, the really scary countries in the Eastern Bloc of Europe, like the Eastern Europe countries, people would actually travel to Sweden and get arrested on purpose because you can work in jail and save up money and give it to your family. That is oh, wild. Wow. So they have a work program that pays you. Yeah, that, that, that's why. That's what I understood. You get yeah. free lodging and all that. Free, yeah, free, for sure. Yeah, meals. I, I have to ask you. I was reading this story. And I don't know if it's true, but when you were when you were a kid, when you were younger, um, you were a huge Motley Crue fan. Oh yeah, and, and, and you finagled like the ultimate get. For uh, it was a- dope, yeah. Like, uh, I was 13 years old. It was 1987. Um, Motley Crue was on Girls, Girls, Girls tour. At that point, I was living in Canada. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I was just the biggest Motley Crue fan. And, and uh, the concert, my dad, I said, was a, was, he was a um, successful businessman. He was... Um, I think at that point he was like the president of uh, Nabisco Canada. Oh, and Canada, or sorry, Nabisco Canada, they had a, um, a skybox in the Maple Leaf Gardens. My dad, he, he knew I was a Motley Crue fan. He knew nobody at Nabisco gave a crap about Motley Crue, and so he said, "Son, I'll, you know, I'll take you to the show. Yeah. We'll, we'll go sit in the skybox." And I said, "Oh, Dad, watching Motley Crue behind a plate glass window sucks." <laughs> and, he, and he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we won't go. You know, you, you, yeah. you know, like uh, you, if you can get better tickets, and then then we'll use your tickets." The gauntlet was laid down, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so now it's the day before the concert. Of course, I'm going to go, but like. <laughs> And, and I see on the news, uh, they're, they're complaining, oh, these jerks, these rock stars, they've gotten into some kind of trouble. And it's the day before. So I'm like, oh, my God, they're here. And like they're, they're, they're here in the concert tomorrow, so that means they're in a hotel. I know it. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, i got to track them down. They're in a hotel. i got to find them. 
and, and I'm thinking, like, I know all their real names. Like, uh, Vince Neal is Vincent Wharton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Fr- Nikki Six is Frank Ferrano. And I'm like, but, but they're not going to check in with their real names. or them. like, they're going to check in under the name of their manager. And I just, like, guess this. So I go running to my room, and I grab all my, my tape cassettes, and I check the sleeves. The manager's name is Doc McGee, and every every single one of them. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay. I go run to the kitchen, I open the phone book, and, and I open it to hotel, and I just start calling every single hotel in all of Toronto. You're like a detective. From the, yeah. from the top of the list. I, I didn't want to miss one. Right, yeah. And every single hotel answers, and, and I said, hello, can you put me through to the room of Mr. Doc McGee, please? And uh, I remember my mom was like, like pissed, because there's no call waiting then. You know, I'm tying up the line. And uh, it, was, it was the show was on a Sunday, and this was Saturday. Yeah. So, um, and, and uh, my mom's like trying to did it stop that. You know, I'm saying, Mom, I'm calling Motley Crue. And, and, and my dad, all my, all my dad ever wanted was to see me like really fired up and, yeah. and, and motivated. And so my dad called off my mom, honey, let, let him do his thing. Let the boy I, do it. Yeah, yeah, let him do it. It was the coolest thing ever. So I, so I keep calling and calling. After probably like two hours, maybe three hours. Um, I get through, they, they put me through to this room, and the guy, you know, the phone rings, this guy answers. I said, Hello, is that Doc McGee? He says, No, this is Doc's brother, Scott. And I go, Is it Motley Crue? And then he's like, like Who is this? How did you get this number? And I'm like, Dude, I called every hotel in the phone book. Is the crew there? And, and, and he says, Wait a second. Like, are you kidding me? That's awesome. <laughs> he, says, he says. He was impressed. Yeah, he says. Yeah. He says. You know, like, do you want uh, tickets to the show? And um, I can put you on the list for backstage passes. Um, so I got I got tickets in the fifth row. My dad took me to the to the show. Yeah. Like we're in the, this media line, you know, to pick up the passes. It's like. Uh, we went to the skybox with my. We brought my smuggled in my boombox. I bootlegged the, uh, the the show. I hit record because there's a little speaker there. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I, hit, I hit record. Um, watched the show. I just wrecked my neck, head banging the whole time. <laughs> and then my dad took photos of me uh, with Nikki Six and Tommy Lee backstage after the show. What a mind blower! Yeah. I, I mean, the fact that you were that in that uh, smart. You had the smarts to work it that way. That's very cool. Well, I appreciate that. You yeah. know. Um, it was uh, one thing that helped was um, they did kind of with my, my mindset on that. When I was in England, living in England as a kid, uh, I would come to America for uh, for summer camp. Yeah, and and we would like uh, stay in a hotel in, in Boston near Fenway Park. My dad would make sure we were staying at this, the hotel of the visiting team that was playing the Red Sox. All right, and so I'd hang out in the lobby and get like autographs from baseball players. And um, so I kind of like the the idea of tracking out at the hotel was sort of planted. That's but, but, cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. You still have that picture of you with the uh, oh, you, you and the crew. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have it on you? Yeah, I mean it's in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to show us that. I, I do. Have, I have a couple of questions though. Um, yeah. Yeah. One away. was uh, what what summer camp did you go to? Uh, there was Ted Williams baseball camp in somewhere in Massachusetts. Ted Williams. Yeah. And then I went to Camp Cody, which was in New Hampshire. Okay. Because my friend worked at Camp Tecumseh in New Hampshire. So when you started saying Boston, I'm like, I wonder if he went there. Right. Um, secondly is um, because you were such a fan and you went through these great lengths. Oh, dude. Are, are, <laughs> and you know that there's studio fans out there. So I, I, I got to imagine you're probably super fan. Oh, friendly. yeah. There's the pictures right there. It's oh, my God. God. That's hilarious. Oh, look at you. Jeez. That's it. The, the one with Nikki Six is, is maybe even doper. Tommy Lee looks like... Uh, he looks like he's, I'm like a, he's like a 15 years old kid too. Yeah, Jesus, man, yeah. you were a happy kid, Steve. That's that's a great photo. Yeah. Well, thank you. You know, 
when uh, when I got picked up on that fugitive board warrant, right. right? And I was facing eight years in prison with those two felony charges. Yeah. And and they they, they told me, oh, I can't can't do any drugs because um. Um, you know, because if they might drug test me, it's not yeah. going to look good. And I got to right. keep it clean, stay out of the strip clubs, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm holed up. Yeah, look at that one. Yeah. Oh, wow. You and Nikki Six, yeah. that's a great picture. Uh, so I'm, I'm holed up in my apartment, like not able to do drugs. I was miserable. And so yeah. I was like, I was uh, on the computer and I went to Tommy Lee's website and, and I left a message on his message board saying like what my situation was. Sure enough, he, uh, he, he, uh, I get an email like the next day. It says, Tommy Lee here. And then I open it up. It says, dude, you're in almost as much trouble as I've been in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And wow. then, um, and then it was about one year later. And then, you know, we became kind of buddies on email. About a year later, uh, I was in Orlando, Florida, and I'm in the hotel. I checked my email. And, uh, my, uh, got a, an email from my business manager letting me know that the kid who got spiked on his head yeah. at that show in Louisiana, um, has been suing me, and I haven't even been aware of it because my my lawyer like had this shady lawyer who was like not even letting me know. And uh, he's been the, my business manager says you're going to either lose everything or a whole hell of a lot. And wow. I'm like, oh my god! Like yeah. I'm super bummed. I just found out I was getting sued. The kid was saying he had brain damage. Wow! You know? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> but then there was also an email from Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like the next thing I opened, I opened up the Tommy Lee email. He goes, dude, call my house right now. And, I, and uh, it's a phone number. And I called his house and he says, man, uh, I've been rehearsing with Motley Crue for the last week. We're going, we're going back on tour, the Carnival of Sins tour. Yes, yeah. And he's like, he's like we're, we're flying into the Palladium in L.A. on a helicopter. We're getting out for a press, con press conference to announce our tour. We're doing a free show. And I want you to get on stage and do something totally messed up and introduce us. Oh, oh <laughs> so man, that's, us, that's like full circle. Oh, dude, it's the best. Yeah. I got, I got on stage and, and uh, broke a light bulb over my head, and I slashed my tongue with broken glass and <laughs> smeared blood all over my... I put, like, the... the like um, I got blood all over my fingers. I put the diagonal lines uh, on my cheek with blood like Tommy Lee and, yeah. and the Nikki Six lines under my eyes. And, <laughs> and I, I announced them. And then Tommy Lee, like, like hugged me and smeared my blood all over him. <laughs> it was so great. That is insane. Oh my God. And the fact is he asked you to do something crazy. You, I, I'm sure he must have been like, holy Christ. Jesus, what are they? <laughs> What's going on? He loved it. Yeah, he he loved, he's, he's the best. Man. I mean, from from you as a young man working to get backstage to right. be on stage. As How about that? There, so there you cool, go, man. Yeah, and 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 so you're, I guess you're, you're answering. I gotta have. Or you're asking. I gotta yeah. have people doing the same kind of thing. Sure, and and I love it. Like yeah. uh, if if the phone ever rings in my room. Um, there's like, like, I'm always like thrilled. I'm like, well, way to go. This is great. You, um, I asked Tommy Lee about, it. I was talking to him about it and he's like, oh, you never would have got to my room because I always check it. I always check in with, uh, with, you know, with the, he had, he you had have a, the name, don't you? Well, yeah. His, his name was, uh, was Dixie. Dixie. Okay. L last name, Normous. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie Normous. Which is, which is crazy because the one, I don't think I'm using mine now. I'm like, uh, but the one I use is Richard Dangler. <laughs> <laughs>
it's right up there with, with Norma Norma Stitz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so and to everybody come to the Helium Comedy yeah. Club. It's going to be such a blast. And after every show, uh, you know, still I do a full free meet and greet with the whole audience. So everybody wants to get a photo. Let me I take do, you. Don't, you don't have to call anywhere to, to meet me. No. I, like every ticket to my show is always a backstage pass as well. And it's it's unique. It's, it's something you're not usually going to see. And I, I mean, from your I, special I have a different approach. I have a different approach to stand up. Yeah. And I'm just crazy, reckless, and shameless enough to make it not be a waste of time. No, absolutely. <laughs> and, and real quick, uh, we were talking before the interview, but um, you you were hanging out with Ed Bassmaster last time you oh, were in yeah, town, absolutely. right? Absolutely, I love Ed Bassmaster. We had the best time. We ran all over Philly. I stood on Rocky's shoulders. I climbed up that crazy like red art thing. Over the love there. statue, right? Is that the, the weird? No, there's looking... the there's that like a, it, looks, it looks like a giant jack. Almost. Oh, that's it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's besides the uh, Ben Franklin Parkway on the yeah. way to the art museum. I, I didn't know it was on a hinge. I climbed up on the top thing, like the and the arm, and I climbed out on the arm. The whole thing starts like going like a like I'm like ah, <laughs> I'm gonna die here in Philly. Yeah. yeah, wow, it's a funny show. I mean, I haven't seen the new one, obviously. Yeah, but the special. I really was was a big surprise. I really you're you're very funny and and very. Um, Open. Uh, engaging, yeah. Very it's good. awesome. Thank you so yeah. much, man. Yeah. That Excellent. means the world to me. It really, really Absolutely. does. Absolutely. It is great to see you, Steve-O. Hey, likewise, man. Enjoy your time in Philly. I, I think I had even more fun this time than the last time. <laughs> there we go. Good I'll man. Never, I'll never forget it, man. Excellent. I can't wait to come back. Steve-O, guys. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to take a break and be right back. What's new? Why do you ask? Godsmack. Green Day. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. I'm going to share a story uh, about someone that we know, and I'm not going to reveal who it is. Who is uh, it? Uh, no. Oh. I just said I'm not going to oh, reveal Oh, okay, yeah. You just flatly said that, and yeah. I'm, uh, okay, that was dumb to ask. Uh, there's a person that we know. This person is a full-grown adult with a respectable full-time job. Fully formed genitals. Yeah, because okay, yeah. because this person is also a parent. There we go. So the genitals are in... Working. Working order. Yes. Apparently. But this person recently... Got their first tattoo. Mm. Yes. And this person is hiding it from their parents. Wow. <laughs> yes. With a, so with a child, mm-hmm. yeah. family, the whole thing, adults. Yeah, yeah. Career. Full occupation, career. Career, marriage, child. <laughs> Doesn't want to tell mommy. Doesn't want to tell mommy. Married to uh, first cousin. That, no, uh, no, no. That they got a tattoo. Guys, I've been there, done that. Uh, yeah, you I know, remember your, when yeah. you didn't want to tell. I had gotten a tattoo in 2000. So at that point, I was uh, like 25 years old. It was a uh, lower back pointing towards your butt. It said, lucky you. Yeah, lucky <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> it was on your back, though, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, it? Yeah, it's at the top of my back. It's just like a little tiny sun. 25. Uh, you weren't a full-grown adult with kids, marriage, and a career at that point. No, no. but still old enough. Old enough. <laughs> all, right, all right. I was in the same ballpark. I was 24 years old. I yeah. got my first tattoo. Were I you reticent to tell your parents? Maybe I was older. I think it was my second tattoo. They didn't know about my first one, which was on my shoulder. And then I got one on my, a wraparound on my ankle. Pretty big one. Tribal. And, yeah, tribal. And uh, my mom knew about it. I didn't want to tell my dad. Really? What? Why so did, I hit why it for like you? two years. I just wore socks. You know, that's all I had to do. <laughs> why did you uh, not want to tell I, your dad? I thought he would. Uh, I wasn't like afraid of him, but I just thought. You didn't want to hear it. I thought he'd be angry yeah. with me because uh, mm. my dad could get mad about stuff like that. But 
I, so I got drunk one night and I showed it to him. He's like, I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> I've been hiding. Seriously? Yeah. I married your cousin. <laughs> your mom's my cousin. Well, outside of a tattoo, I remember I went to the Bahamas. My best friend Ben was getting married. I was his best man. Yeah. Destination wedding. We went down there. And at the time, I was still a smoker. I've quit for over 14 years now. Uh, but at the time, I was still a smoker. And so we were at an all-inclusive resort. So we're just drinking and smoking our faces off. And I'm like, all right, yeah, let's yeah, let's grab a cigarette, you know. And we're sitting, and he goes, I can't, man. I was like, why? My dad's right there. I'm like, so? <laughs> He's like, I, 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 don't, I don't smoke in front of my parents. They don't know you smoke? No, they don't know I smoke. You're getting married. You, you're getting married. Yeah. You're here. This is, you know. I bet that happens a lot with yeah. smoking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I just found it funny that this is something that is as you can make these choices as an adult if you want to. Uh, you're perfectly within, within your right, and, uh, What's and the... I found it funny that he wouldn't share. And, and there are some things that people will hide for them from their parents for that reason, even though they may have children, they may have grandchildren. I don't know. Well, they probably their grand their parents yeah. probably dead at that point. But what do you think is the main driving impetus for that? Is it the fear of disappointing them, yeah. or is it the fear of having to just hear what they're going to give you? Both, both. All right, I, yeah. I think it's got to be both. Yeah. Well, I uh, had interned with a girl whose parents uh, were Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes, and she had to celebrate like uh, dr- dressing up for Halloween, uh, and she had to hide that from her parents. on the day. Yes, because they don't. They do not. Mm-hmm. They yeah. yeah. They don't. They don't engage. I had a friend, same thing, hid the tattoo um, for I mean a really, really, really long time, and uh, it was you know down on the the lower back, the tram stamp. It was actually a beautiful tattoo. It was so pretty, and it was such a shame. But uh, she was Jewish, and I guess you yeah. she kept saying she couldn't be uh, buried in a Jewish cemetery if she had the tattoo. Uh, and her dad was very religious, and her mom knew she had it, but she hid it from her dad for years. I actually don't even know if he knows now. It's crazy. <laughs> I had to pretend to David Miscavige that I had not just. Connected from my brother. Oh, you yeah. had to pretend? Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, by the way, have they relaxed on that, uh, being buried in Jewish uh, cemeteries? I, t- I don't know. I thought I'd heard I that they, they were starting to relax. That they now them. allow it? Yeah. They I, won't help. They'll just leave shovels by the front gate. Oh. <laughs> so you have to you you do, do, it do it yourself. yourself. Bury your loved ones I mean, on grave? It's so prevalent. My guess is they might have relaxed a bit. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Uh, let me go to some calls. I will go to Brett. Brett, good morning. It's me, Jay Robot. I made you some pancakes. <laughs> I have not heard That's that. That's a great I one. Love that one. Yeah. A long time, uh, Brett. Jay Robot. What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up, guys? So, listen, two things real quick. First thing, I happen to be a Jewish funeral director. All right. And just so you're aware, it is very lax. Okay. Um, it's very lax on that especially, now. Okay. Especially in the Philadelphia area. Oh. Um, outside, it can be a bit more strict, but here, you're fine. So, so don't worry about it. All right. Um, All right. That said, um, last year on June 2nd, 2016, uh, my brother and I came in studio for a visit there. Um, thanks to Nick, by the way, for setting that up. No problem. And right after I left, I uh, went and got a tattoo. I'm 38 years old <laughs> and was mortified about telling my father. Well, uh, you, you have the import of the religious ramifications of it as well. But just in general, how mortified are we talking? Uh, I mean, my father always told me that if I ever got a tattoo, he would show me and ask questions after. Wow. Um, and I just kind of always went with that. Yeah. I decided to get it anyway, but I hid it from him for quite a while. And uh, where where is it? Where is it? And what is it? It's uh, it's on my left shoulder, uh, and it is a kind of collage of sorts that I had designed by the tattoo order tattoo artist. That okay. Has, um, Iris is for my mom, and then on a watch and a saying, and it's a 
kind of whole thing I designed. It took a couple years to kind of throw together. But so, Brett, um, there there will never come a day when your dad will know this. Well, so what happened was, is something very bad had happened in my life, and I was very upset and kind of had reached a low point and. He wasn't around when it happened, um, and so when I decided to fill him in, I said, you know what, I'm just going to go full force and tell him everything that's going on in my life, and I told him that, too, mm-hmm. and uh, he was actually okay with it. Ah, I, see? I was, I was pleasantly surprised, but it was it was scary. I would imagine, I, thank, yeah, that's, no, that's cool, Brad. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, and, and I would imagine that the majority of times it's probably like that. You beat yourself up about it, thinking that they're just going to disown right. you. Um, and, oh, and I'm a gay mountain climber. Right, right. Uh, but Richard, hang on a second, has something interesting. Hey, Richard, good morning. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. So what's your story, man? So I'm 41. I've got two kids. I've toyed with the idea of getting a tattoo, something for them. Uh, but my mom is super conservative and just thinks tattoos are repulsive. So this, the rub is that if I get a tattoo, I can kiss my inheritance goodbye. She <laughs> is going to... Cut you off from the inheritance if you get a tattoo. Wow. Hey, it worked. I'm not getting a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) How much of an inheritance are we talking about here? Enough that it's worth not getting a tattoo. Okay. And and Richard, have you ever had an inclination to to get a tattoo? Absolutely. I've thought about something. I have two kids. Wanted to get something with their birthdays, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, after she passes away... Uh, will you get a tattoo? Oh, when she passes away, I'm getting an anchor. That says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Get a Mike Tyson. Yes. Yeah. Get a I tribal on your Perfect. face. Yeah, I love it, Richard. Actually, that would well, be that, that would be a uh, slap in my mother's face if I got a mom tattoo as a remembrance for her. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because she's so against tattoos. What she, is she? She really is. Oh, what yeah. does she think of? Because oh, wow. you have very sweet. You have your your uh, children's footprints. You're, you're there yeah. when they're born, uh, they're, and they're on your the backs of your legs. It doesn't matter. She doesn't like those either. She doesn't like them either. Okay, wow. Well. My parents are the same way. They just didn't like tattoos. They didn't want us. We could get whatever we wanted pierced because we could take it out. Yeah. We just couldn't get the permanent tattoo. Is there any part of it being desecrating your body to God and stuff like that? No, no, okay. not, they just no, don't not. Like it. I mean, okay. I'm sure. Believe me, I'm sure there are people like that. Uh, yeah. Ours was not it just was are you are you really going to get something today at yeah. you know whatever age you were 18 and like it when you're 38 does she know you have a barsky tramp stamp <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think my dad was as strict but you know my dad was married to my mom so uh yeah, true. You know, so her rules went Say, so yep. you know my dad didn't necessarily care about the tattoos or me getting my ears pierced but you know my mother grew up i guess in a you know conservative household because her her sister is the same way my uh, my aunt pat and and her brother's the same way because uh, i think I might be the only one in, like, the whole family that has, like, my brother just You're got You're the little, only one with tattoos, huh? My, my older brother just got a tattoo a couple of years ago, tiny little tattoo, and I got the same one on my foot. But um, I think we're the, we might be the only one. Jeez, I'm, whole... I'm all tatted up. Yeah. I have one tiny Listen, Flyers logo on my foot. So many people have tattoos now. It's It's not even, you know. Yeah. It's not even a thought that it's degenerates that get tattoos and things like that. Here's another uh, story, though. A text says, 37, still hide smoking, also hid my tongue piercing. My dad threatened to rip it out when he found out. Wow. At 37 years old. At 37. And, yeah, how do you you hide a tongue piercing? I guess you just talk like this. Just wear long sleeves. Yep. And pull the shirt up over your head. (laughs) Well, I mean... 
I have a friend who who uh, <laughs> is um, she got a huge tattoo on this on her side. Yeah, and hid it from her parents for a long time, and then they took a family vacation. Yes, and the first time that the parents saw the tattoo was when she took her shirt off to you know to go sunbathing, and like it was a total. She was she was terrified of that moment that she would have to take her shirt off and. Eventually, it was it was no big deal, but that's how she quote unquote told them. Did we have to do something, Casey, concerning you because of that shoulder tattoo? That there was, I think we called your mom and told her on the air, didn't we? Was that it? I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's how we broke the news to her. Yeah. Well, so what I didn't realize, I got the tattoo on my back. I didn't realize how many times I'm actually in front of my family with my shirt off. Yeah, because my sister had a pool, and I think the first time I went swimming with them around, I swam with my shirt on, and then after that, like. <laughs> I always made sure I was facing my mom. Right, my right, yeah. was never to her. Yeah. So I went for a little while with it, yeah. you know, at least a couple of years. There's only so long you can pirouette around your parents. I will go to Toby next. Hi, Toby. How you doing? Doing good. How you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How old are you, Toby? Uh, I'm 39 right now. Okay. I'm 40. And what's your story uh, regarding uh, this? When I was in high school, which, like, uh, you know, we're talking early 90s, everybody was getting their ears pierced, and I really wanted my ear pierced, and my dad was dead set against it. He felt that men should not pierce their ears. Yep. Uh, it was old school. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, uh, through a medical complication, my dad wind up losing his eyesight. Um, so... Shortly after we realized he was legally blind, I asked my mom if I could get my ear pierced since he'd never see it. <laughs> wow. Oh, so God. it worked out. Your dad went blind so you could get your, uh, oh, man. And yes, did you? I got my ear pierced. I did. I got my ear pierced. And I've had my ear pierced. I don't really wear earrings all that often anymore, but I still have the holes. But I've never told him. Uh, come here. Let me. I can't see you, but let me feel my son's ears. <laughs> I, I always keep, I, it's my left ear, and I always keep my left side away from him if I have an earring in. Just <laughs> and when you hug him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, you, you got to be careful with that. Ah, so you got to do these Thanks, little games. So if you're going to get a tattoo and you think your parents are suspicious of it, where would you get your, or that you, this is a big issue for you, where do you get the tattoo so it's the most convenient when you're hanging around with them to take into consideration things like swimming or whatever? Your butt. Your butt, right? Right. Yeah, I your guess butt. so. Upper, I, upper thigh, maybe? It's weird for a guy to have an upper thigh tattoo, though, and a butt tattoo, isn't well, it? No, you can get, like, a penis on your upper thigh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's actually fine. Yeah, that dude's that's married like... and he's engaged Engaged now. now. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is completely different than doing something to your body. I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Morning, guys. Did I ever tell you guys I played Ruth the Pirates of Penzance? <laughs> no. <laughs> the Pirates of Penzance, really? That's awesome. Oh, Marissa. So uh, while I'm on hold, I thought of a whole bunch of other things. So the the first thing I hid from my mom is I actually tricked her to sign the paperwork to let me join the military when I was 17. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. I hid that for about six hours. She uh, she found the Polaroid of me standing in front of a flag and kicked in my my bedroom door. Wow. Wow. Um, When I was 21, I hid my first handgun that I bought. Yeah. Uh, That one she never found out about. That's good. When I was 22, I had a tongue ring. Um, She found that one. But you can actually hide those pretty easily. How? You need to get it. You can get a clear one okay. or a red one. Yeah. So or it just, sort of blends in. Or just always have like a Tic Tac in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. Always. Uh, how, how, um, long did, how long did that last before she found out about that, Steve? Uh, probably about probably about six, seven months. Okay. That's All right. right. The track record's um, good. When I was 28, I got my first tattoo, but I sort of lied about it. I joked about it. Mm-hmm. But she found out because she called when I was actually getting the tattoo done. Oh, oh, all right. So she heard the needle in the back. <laughs> exactly. And then when I was 30, um, she, uh, I got a motorcycle. You got a motorcycle. And yeah. how old are you now? I'm 35. And does she know that you have a motorcycle? 
She came over my house unexpected, went in my garage and found it. I told her I was holding it for a friend. She didn't believe me. <laughs> I'm holding it yeah. for a friend, and you're 30 at this time. Yep. Wow. You know, and is it just because you don't want her to worry about you or... Yeah, she's pretty overprotective. Okay, know. all right. Hell, you're her boy. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, interesting. Steve's got a whole life of deception with his mother. Yeah. All right. We thanks, live man. a lie. The other surprising it. thing is when I got caught smoking, it I I didn't even get in trouble. When, when did they? What age were you when they caught you smoking? I'm trying. At one, I think my mom caught me when I was in high school. All right. Um, did you say it was another boy's so, jacket? <laughs> but your parents smoked, right? Right. So, oh. so and that, so that's the weird thing. So I didn't actually get caught by my mom. I got caught by my aunt Pat because I was waiting for a bus to go to the mall, and she was driving by. She's like, "Oh, I'll drive you." And I had just been smoking. She yeah. smelled it on car. me, and then you know, a, so a little birdie told my mom that friggin' bird told yeah. her everything and then uh and then my, my dad saw a pack of smokes in my glove compartment and i was like oh those are reggie's <laughs> who's reggie reggie's my buddy Chris. reggie jackson <laughs> Help. That's reggie. he and i are friends yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. friends with reggie jackson yeah. and he, <laughs> yes. smokes, he smokes like a chimney and he says because he would be reflect negative on me he likes to come to springfield here <laughs> and smoke so he can do it freely let me go to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Morning, guys. Hey, man. So we're talking about height, even though you're a full-grown adult. How old are you, by the way? I am 39. I am married. I have two kids, but I will not curse in front of my mother. You will not curse in front of your mother? I mean, I can't do it. Okay. You don't curse Casey in front of your mother either? No way. No way. Jeez, we used to all the time. Oh, yeah. There's three brothers. And uh, my, well, my older brother was out of the house pretty quickly, but um, my, my dad who mixed, as I said before, the King's English with the most profane language, <laughs> um, was just, it was just natural. I, I Kevin, actually, I don't think my mother's ever said the F word. No, I, yes, she has. Hey, Kevin. My effing yeah. son won't even curse in front of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would, yeah she's complaining. Did, did your, now your father, was he, did he let uh, curse words fly? Um... Neither of them really did. Okay. And I have a mouth of a truck driver when I'm not around them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just, I, I can't do it. Well, man. I didn't for a long time. Like, I would say just recently, maybe the last five years, um, I would, and, and I won't. Thanks, Kevin. I won't actively curse. And, you know, it has to be part of the story. Like, he said, she said. Oh, really? That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't use it as your own personal right. interjection. Especially with my mom. Maybe different with my dad, but definitely my mom. <sighs> I, I like hearing you sometimes when you engage, you get a little, your mom's driving you a little crazy on the phone. I, I, I didn't even say that. You, you can hear the, the tone of your voice, so you oh, you have you can come back to your mom. Tele, storytelling abilities are just like it. That's a whole. We'll talk about that one day. Yeah. It's, you have to piece it together yourself. It's like a puzzle because yeah. she'll just you know spout out like you know. A you got to hear her talking to her. What does that mean? Yeah, know, to her mom on the phone when her mom's trying to tell a story. And it's not I don't mom. understand. It's ma. Yeah. Ma. 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 That's right. Where's my meatloaf? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my I grew up, though, in a, in a household that was filled with curses. curses yeah. yeah. And I, I did not give it, send it back to them until I was, you know, getting close to 18, 19 years old, something like that. I held off because I knew that uh, they saved those words for when, I mean, it wasn't effing this and effing that. No, it was no. like, what are you effing doing, you know? Yeah. It was along those lines. But my, my wife curses a lot, uh, not like all the time, but she doesn't hold back uh, in front of our kids. And, and my now teenage sons are starting to cautiously use those words around us. 
And but your daughter has made the declaration that she will not, right? Um, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not. Gonna, she's, but I mean, we'll yeah. give that a couple more years. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> they will. Uh, they, they will spout something back, testing the water, saying, "I, you know, in this movie, they said blah yeah. blah blah yeah. blah," yes. and they'll drop the f bomb or whatever it is, and they're, they're <laughs> kind of testing it that way. Isn't See that, if you get a hey, it, hey, hey, don't say that. Although my. <laughs> Parker the other day did, did tell me, he goes, screw you, Dad. Oh! <laughs> it was awesome. Because it was in, like, I, you know, I, I farted where he was or something like that. He just turns, he goes, screw you, Dad. I died laughing. It was so, so funny. Because it was used so appropriately. Uh, let's try, how about this one? Drew's got a big one here. Hi, Drew. Good morning. Morning. How's it going, fellas? Great, man. Talking about being a full-grown adult and hiding something from your parents. Oh, this is a big one. Um, I hid my youngest son from my father for almost seven years. Seven years? Oh, your father had no God. idea he had a grandkid? What? Well, I, I, I had another son. I had a, a, a boy that's two years older than him, but my youngest son is black. Yes. And my father is old school. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, very old school. Okay. And, uh, I love when he says old school. He means racist, but yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly what I mean. He's thinking the exact same thing, dude. <laughs> old school yeah. slash. Yeah. Well, that's what he means. Flat racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 which is strange because my mother is a as liberal as it get. get. The yeah. fact that those two were married for fifteen years is just uh, amazing to me. Drew, Drew do you um, do you think? I mean, so at this point, your dad still does not know, or does he know at this point? Oh, he found out. Um, about seven when my son was seven. Now my son is now twenty eight and graduated from Dartmouth and and, Jeez, and has, it's, has, it's a home run. And he's still never met his grandson. He's still so he is what? still so so you were right in your assumption he has he has wants nothing to do with this young man? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh that's just that's so sad. That is no grandson of mine. That's oh think of all he's losing out on. He has no idea. He has God. no idea. That's terrible. Sorry to hear that, man. For years, we didn't talk to each other after he found out. I can and, understand and that. Finally, it was my grandmother, who, his mother, who, by the way, had a wonderful relationship with my my, my youngest. And yeah. uh, she finally pulled me aside and said, look, you only get one dad. And, you know, yeah, he's a bit of a jerk. And, and, and then I talked to my son about it, and we discussed it. And my dad, my son and my grandmother pretty much... Just came to me and said, "You gotta have a relationship with your father. You have to." Wow! Even your your own son. Wow! Yeah. Well, that is a very enlightened uh, yeah. guy. Yeah. You 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 did a good job. Yep. Well, uh, my young, I'm so proud of him. Both of my sons, really. I I really just, and I can't take any of the credit because I learned more from them than they ever learned from me. I gotta be honest. Well, that's that's. Uh, I mean, it's it's sad and awesome at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But you know, we are an American family. And, yeah. You know, they don't have rules. You're coming to our town. You're going to party down. Oh, that's, that's American, American band. band. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Grand Funk Railroad. Um, all right, Drew, thanks so much for sharing your story. We appreciate it. Wow. Thanks, guys. That makes me sad. Yeah. Um, oh, we should have gave him like a Waterboy prize pack. <laughs> I think so. Or Scorpion King 3 with Lou Ferrigno, who um, does justice to the role. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Even though he can't quite hear, right? Uh, let me go to something else let me go to oh really there's a couple of good ones up there yeah 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 uh i'll go to tara <laughs> hi tara good morning good morning hey what's up tara not much how you guys doing we're great so what do you hide 
So I've heard a lot from my parents growing up, um, but now the one of the things that I'm constantly hiding from them is drinking. <laughs> Are we talking excessive drinking or just no, simply any drinking. Social, social drinking? Yeah, any drinking whatsoever. And I'm uh, 30, married, um, and my poor husband has to hide from them as well. So your <laughs> husband has to pretend that he doesn't drink. <laughs> Tara, does this come from because they had an issue, you know, an, an alcohol abuse issue, and they've gotten past it, or is it religious? Or yeah, religious. Oh. Are, Je- are they Jehovah's Witnesses? No, no, uh, they're Muslim. Muslim, okay, Muslim, okay, yeah. yeah, that's very, very it's much be an issue. Yes, uh, strict. So, yeah. so, so when what? They what come do you over? We hide all the liquor. <laughs> so you got to stash all the liquor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what would happen if they found out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She, does, she has oh, no crazy. idea. But hang on, is it against the Muslim faith to, to yeah. drink yeah, alcohol? Yeah, Absolutely. there's there's a lot uh-huh. that, depending yeah. on what level of yeah. commitment to it, you know. Uh, but right. yes, it's not uh, not not thr- they're they're not thrilled by it. Yeah, I'm, there's a couple yeah. of examples in movies if you if you see like Charlie Wilson's War or in yeah. uh, um, Argo. You remember when they fly into the. Uh, Air, Iranian airspace, right, right, they, right. Take, they stop the alcohol sales. They get very, yeah. very strict about and it. And there's, yeah. there's even been times where I thought, like, I, you know, I've been out and um, I thought I could quickly, like, hide something from them or hide a quick drink because sometimes I just need to drink around them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was one time where my dad actually took a big swig of my drink. Oh. But, uh, but he didn't know. He didn't realize it, I guess, or at least in act like he realized. Or he knew yeah, and he, he drinks and you do and he hides it from you too. Is, was that Knob Creek? <laughs> Delish. Yeah. 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 So Tara, you you've just gonna you're just gonna have to go on hiding yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. She's so <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it sucks. All right, thank you, Tara. Appreciate yeah. it. Because there are you know, like if you're a Mormon you're not supposed to drink, but there are Mormons who drink and, and they, they they're not they're not as good as the other ones, I guess. You well, know? No, some are very, yeah, strict. Some are very, very strict about it. They won't drink coffee. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're uh, very rigid. It uh, just depends on how you follow the faith. It they was... do drink Zima, though. The yeah. Zima. Yeah, yeah. It's the one right. thing that they care. My RA, when I was in, in college, was a Mormon, and he didn't drink, but he would buy our beer for us. Huh. Yeah. Well, they're they're good 20, people. Yeah. He was a great guy. He really so, was. He wouldn't drink, but he'd buy underage kids alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Because of uh, the okay. All right, let me go to Juanita. Hey, Juanita, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Guys, what's up? Hey, um, when I I'm 40 now, and when I came from Atlanta back to Delaware, um, in North Carolina, I got stopped for going like 84 on the uh, 85. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, so I had I, they wouldn't let me just pay the ticket. I had to come to traffic court, so I had to drive back up to North Carolina again. So. Because my mom will give me crap about getting a speeding ticket, um, I actually made up that we had um, one of my job's offices in North Carolina, which doesn't exist, (laughs) so that she could take care of my son. Um, and so I could go to traffic court and pay for my and pay for the tra- citation. So you you just you had to devise an elaborate story to get uh, so that you could go take care of this ticket. Correct. Wow. Is this I'm our is this our Juanita by the is this Juanita Juanita? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh hey Juanita. I'm going from Atlanta to Delaware. Yeah, that's right. I heard I heard the locations. I'm like, this is our Juanita. Yeah. There we go. Cool. So so you had to you completely hide that and you've never fessed up to that. Oh God, no. She doesn't know. Well, yeah. I, but no, you see, she that's it. Realize how much 
something like that. <laughs> yeah, but you, you figure you, rather than 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 have it brought up every every chance, you'll just mm-hmm. not address it. It's it's, but it's crazy. I mean, you're you know, at your age, but that's that's the parent. You hear your parents' voice, and you're like, oh, I don't. I, 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 yeah, I can't have this. I can't have this being brought up against me. So yeah. that's yeah. wild. All right, yeah. Juanita, we miss you. Miss you too. All right, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Right. Yep, bye bye. Uh, wow, there's some really good ones. I like uh, Peter's. Okay, uh, let me go to him. <laughs> hey, Peter, how you doing? Hey, what's the word? Ah, uh, we already did it. Already yeah. did. Sorry, man. <laughs> I know. All right. First of all, how old are you? How old are you, Peter? I'm 28. Okay. What have you been hiding? So mine's kind of a revenge story. So when I was 21, I was still living at home, and I bought a case of uh, Smirnoff Ice, and uh, <laughs> it's made very, con- um, I guess, conservative. Um, so I hid it in my backpack and put it in my closet. Um, my parents are super smart, funny in their own way. They found it and dumped it all out and filled it all back up with water. Um, <laughs> I found out weeks later and never said anything, and we actually just never talked about it. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm on my own, my revenge things to them, and I'm not really sure if I should tell them. Or how to tell them. It's not one of those things you just present, but I got a Prince Albert. And <laughs> is that one of the things that I'm not sure if I just. Yeah, your up? parents should never know that. Yeah, she, yeah and not hey. because you're hiding it, but they don't need to know that. Well, <laughs> take a look at my penis, mom. <laughs> but that's the thing. It would never accidentally just, you know. Yeah. You, they'd. You would never have to worry about your secret getting out. Yeah. So you don't need to share that. When you. At the same time, though, like, oh, yeah, you dumped my. My alcohol out here's this wham. Yeah, I got a prince out. Do you do though to get your revenge when you hug them? Do you hug them a little extra tighter with your crotch so they can feel the contours of your Prince Albert? I, I shake back and forth a little bit <laughs> when I'm holding my mom, but and so far they haven't found out. They haven't found out. Yeah, that that's that's one you can keep a secret forever. Yeah, yeah and not yeah. just from your parents, but you know, everyone, everybody, or, yeah. or your well, most everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, no one else is listening. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it, man. man uh, I would not do a Prince Albert. I want to go next to Rose. Hi, Rose. Good morning, Rose. You are on the air. Mm. Is your name Rose? Who just got a tattoo last week at the tattoo convention? She fell asleep while she's driving. I think so. You got a tattoo for your mom who died last week at the tattoo convention? You're scared to tell your dad? Rose. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing. There's nothing going I'm enjoying on. the sound of the wind. I know. Maybe she thinks she hung up. <laughs> the car's moving. Yeah. Uh, Give it 40 seconds. She's not listening. She doesn't have the radio on your right. That's the other truck. Rose's car is fine. All right, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Rose go. Aww. I Hi, know, Rose. I know. Uh, let me see. Try, try, try to. <laughs> <laughs> let me try Brandon out here. How do you do this? Hey, Brandon. Good morning. Morning. What's up, bud? I'm like, uh, so in back in '98, I was 22. My wife, who I've been with for 18 years, was 19, and we secretly got married and hid it from our families for about four to five months. Mm. Was this, uh, was this like justice of the peace type of marriage? Uh, yeah, yeah. We went to City Hall in Staten Island, New York yeah. uh, on Halloween, and we got married. Uh, it was all because our parents were like not so much against it, but they just had their own issues. Sure. But, 
both sides were divorced. They didn't want to be in the same room. Mm. Uh, different religious beliefs. Oh. So we ended up just getting married, and we actually got pregnant right away, and we actually hid that for about four months afterwards as well. You, you're actually still in, a, in sort of a, a, a general zone. You're probably not that much of an anomaly because sometimes people that's yeah. people keep it a secret as they're just sort of worried about how they're going to, um, you know, uh, get that information out. When it when it came out, what was the reaction? Uh, my grandparents who are now passed away. They were happy about it, I guess, because they wanted to see their oldest grandson married. Yeah. Um, they were unhappy. They weren't at the at the wedding, but eventually they got over it. But I think the big kicker was we were actually living with who are now my in-laws at the time. So oh. we were in the house with them, and they never even found out. Wow. And, until we had to go to the hospital because my wife was having a little problem with the first pregnancy, mm-hmm. and she was she left the the band on her wrist. Oh, yeah. That's so she, from the hospital. There we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she came out of the bathroom one morning, and then her mother saw it, and she's like, oh, why were we at the hospital? And, you know, cat came out of the bag. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, my, uh, my little brother eloped, and him and his wife got no married. Yeah, they got married. They eloped in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I was pissed. Because they gypped me out of a Vegas vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I totally yeah. would have gone and enjoyed myself for a weekend. How was the family's reaction to that? I was fine. It was fine. Yeah. They knew they were in love. Mm-hmm. No big deal. They, why Why then the elope? Um, what's that? Why the elope? Why then the, <laughs> why the elope? Well, you know what? I think um, I think they, they knew they wanted to get married. They they didn't want to... Um, Have a hubbub? They didn't want to wait. Yeah. She's Brazilian, you yeah. know, so um, I think, uh, you know, it was uh, time was of the essence. So, so that's why. Was that to do with being? Brazilian? I think maybe they she were going was... to shut Brazil down for a while. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they shut the doors. Well, they uh, they. No, did I mean, is it a cultural or? I mean, because Brazil usually, that's, I think Carnival and people are banging in the streets. Like no, no, so. no. I don't necessarily think it was a, it was a green card marriage or anything along yeah. those lines. But uh, like I said, time was of the. Oh, okay. There were issues. Yeah. Yeah. Prince oh, Albert. Oh, oh, okay. Prince I thought, Albert's I thought you meant like cultural or religious issues. No, no, or no, no nothing like that. I got you. But I could be talking out my ass. Man, so. eh, who knows? But I, I could see people not wanting to make a big deal, make you know, keeping it simple. We didn't. I mean, we did yeah. a destination wedding down to Puerto Rico, and then we came back and had a, a small party. We, you know, it was not our thing. Uh, I'm going to go to one more call. It's Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning. Hey, Preston and Steve, you guys rock. Thank, Thank you, man. man. Justin, so what are you hiding from the uh, from the parents? Uh, so currently, I'm actually in the. I, I'm just trying. I'm at the uh, Trenton Superior Court right now. Okay. Fighting a charge from her, my current girlfriend, who is five months pregnant, and my mother has no idea she's pregnant at all. And you're hiding, hiding two other kids. So you're hiding that you have two other kids. No, I'm hiding that my girlfriend now is pregnant. That my mother hates dramatically because right now I'm fighting an aggravated assault charge. Jeez, you, you got girl. you have a lot on your plate, buddy. Yeah. So right now, yeah. So yeah. she doesn't know she's pregnant. I'm at court right now, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're hiding that from your family. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to come by next week and try some chi-chi in the studio? Get you ready for the slammer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you agreed to that way too quickly. Good luck, Justin. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. You guys rock. Thanks, Thank you. Hey. I appreciate it. Jesus. I don't, I don't think this call earlier today. <laughs> I, got that I don't think hey, he's going to make it to the metal detector. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're in you're in court or you're in the waiting area, it's long and drawn out. So he needs something to do. He's yeah. listening to our show. Call radio show. I'm giving him a hard time, I love Nick. It.
It's Anybody who has a restraining... It's restraining, restraining order Thursdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I wish we could go to these phone calls, but we can't. There's so many good ones left, but thank you for sharing your stories. There's someone that we know personally who is hiding their first tattoo. Grown individual. Yes. Full-time job. Respectable. Married child. The whole deal will not reveal that they got a tattoo. So I uh, just thought it was an interesting story, and thanks for sharing yours. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, They've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by HERS. Pick up a specially marked bag of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Follow rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS forever good. We'll start with this one, man. This, This is messed up. A Russian woman died after falling into an industrial mixer stirring with boiling chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I saw this story, and that's the way I want to go. That's the way you want to go. A local source said she was minced. Oh. Of course, they had to throw in minced. They couldn't just say she died. She was actually cut up into little cubes. Yeah. Just to clarify, she was pureed, we believe. Only her legs were left. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of like fondue, though, right? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Accounts differ on how Svetlana Roslina came to be in the vat. One witness said she was pulled into the tank while trying to retrieve her cell phone. There you go. But another witness said that her death came about while she was pouring in ingredients. So the factory where Rosalina died was uh, near Moscow. Can you imagine how relaxed Russian production standards are? (laughs) Yeah. Because there's a video, uh, there's a, a Twitter site I've sent you to, Preston, it says it's only in Russia. Yeah. And every day there's about 30 videos of every possible way you can die. Her survivors include her husband and two young children. That is. That's horrible. And just the legs were left? That's what they said. Mm. All right, little lighter story. Uh, Watch out for moose who like to lick vehicles. That is a warning from the Alberta government for people visiting uh, Peter Lofheed Provincial Park west of Calgary. Alberta parks say that moose are on the trails at Chester Lake and are coming into the trailhead parking lots. And they've got licking on the mind. To lick salt off the sides of the vehicles. There you go. So they're literally licking these vehicles up and down, and they're trying to get salt up because animals... They love salt. They, they, they're salt licks. That's when you're, what they when do. When dogs lick you nine times out of ten, they're licking the salt off your skin. Uh, the government advises people to sound their horn to try to get these salt lickers away from their vehicles. Salt licker! Uh, it also warns... Also warns... <laughs> to that's a, that's a good that's a good moose chasing horn. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, it also... By the way, uh, 
they're very, very aggressive animals. Yeah. Well, they can, they, they're can. they very dangerous. They're so big. Uh, it also warns to uh, not try to push a moose away from the vehicle. <laughs> Says don't push the moose. We all got our fill here. I think so. Uh, in Canada, a, f- a female moose weighs an average of uh, 750 to 926 pounds, and a male moose averages uh, a little around a 1,000 or more pounds. Jeez. Yep. A vet who became notorious for sharing uh, pics of his trophy kills, including a lion, has died after slipping on ice and plunging 100 feet to his death while he was on, <laughs> while he was on a hunt. Uh, Luciano Ponzero received death threats and hate mail after posing next to his trophy kills. Uh, he died after slipping while hunting birds in the hills of Turin and falling into a ravine. An Italian spokesman said, we were called by the mountain rescue services who had been alerted to the incident by someone who was out with him. I've seen, yeah, I've seen this guy before. He, it, very big game. Yeah, he's a trophy hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, his... Uh, <laughs> His body was recovered by helicopter and taken to a local hospital. You know what we need? A few more sound effects. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right. Uh, Ten firefighters were called out to help catch a Brazilian wandering spider after it was found in a shipping container. So they, truck. So they actually oh had to call. God. I know. Stop. They had to call in ten firefighters. Police sealed off the area after customs officials uh, in Germany were called uh, or called them to say that uh, they had found the deadly arachnid during routine custom check. Uh, really? But, yeah. Because the spider's bite can uh, cause a fatal allergic shock, the firefighters had to wear chemical protective suits. Oh, my God. To open the shaft and flood the container with carbon dioxide from a fire extinguisher. The spider did not survive the carbon dioxide, and firefighters were able to safely retrieve the dead arachnid from the container afterwards. Look at these things. Brazilian wandering spiders appear in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most venomous spiders in the world. They state that although the Brazilian wandering spider venom is the most toxic, antivenoms are... Uh, that are available are very effective, and therefore there are relatively few bite fatalities. But fortunately, it's huge and aggressive. It will kill in uh, minute amounts, causing a lingering death from paralysis. With victims often often sporting erections caused by the toxin as they die in agony. What's the name of the spider again? <laughs> <laughs> it's also called the banana spider. Yeah. Uh, so the right kind of banana, right, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> no. And it no. lives on mice and crickets, by Weird. the way. And there you go. We're just going to wrap it up there because I don't want to hear any more sound effects. And that's what I have for the the bizarre file. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. We're back. MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series, an hour-long concert made up of the best live performances ever captured. MMR rocks. The Rolling Stones in concert Saturday night at 7. jonesing for live music and this should help so hit the backyard get the tailgate started and crank up mmr night this summer at seven 
It's MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series. Sponsored by Acme Markets, official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. This week, the Rolling Stones. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We love meeting new friends here on the President Steve Show, and uh, we have a first-time guest here. Uh, gang, this is Chris Porter. Yeah. What's up, everybody? How you doing, man? Awesome. Excellent. New friends are way better when you don't meet them on Craigslist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, ventured into Craigslist territory? I, I mean, you're you're kind of a uh, you're a well-traveled entertainer. Yes. You shouldn't have trouble meeting people. I used to have a roommate that would kill time by just perusing casual encounters and laughing out loud, <laughs> and then he would send me the highlights. It's it's a it's a, a rich tapestry of, take, uh, of people. It takes some confidence. <laughs> To suggest to ask for what they're asking for <laughs> yeah. on the internet, I'm like that. You're you're an assertive man. Well, tomorrow we're actually we're doing a thing called. Are you familiar with splashing? It's an, <laughs> no. it's, it's a food fetish where oh, okay. where people where uh, people sit in cakes and uh, <laughs> they're naked ass they naked ass sit on like a like a three layer. Oh, there's a website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like we were talking about the cake farts, which is the uh, another. We're playing some of the sound from that. This is a fetish. That's a cake. And all this is available on Craigslist if you're into this sort of stuff. How does that start? Yeah. (laughs) Where does that, like, did you work at a bakery? You know. Did an uncle come in late at night? Yeah. What happened? With frosting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where you're like, because that's so specific. Yeah. It's not like, you know, dudes want to threesome. Yeah. Like, that's standard. It's obvious. (laughs) Yeah. But, hey, sweetheart. Uh, we're going to need to stop by a bakery. Yeah. <laughs> it is our anniversary. Right. You promise. You know, there's a simultaneous, uh, Chris, because you're like, you're disgusted, and yet it, it inspires you that the human spirit is still there, that, you know, that we, we still venture out into unknown territory. <laughs> like, that's you the like... final frontier? <laughs> like, we've covered space, so now it's on to cake farts? <laughs> I, I don't think that's the way it It's goes. not the same? It's, so, it's not a John Glenn kind of thing? It's definitely not a progression. It definitely sounds like a regression. Well, we're playing some of the audio. Here's, here's from a more artistic site, which has... Uh, oh, they yeah, do the jellos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, jellos. Well, they're not farting in this. Like no, a not. fart yeah. flan. Yeah. <laughs> fart flan. I like that. <laughs> oh, dearie. Tres reches. Yeah. See, I like it before she sits on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Or how about the big hairy man ass? Uh, there's a couple of those, too. Did, ooh, mm-hmm. that's a bear. <laughs> that is a bear. That's that a, is a bear, yeah, yeah. That's a bear cake. It's a bear man cake. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did uh, did I read correctly? You're good friends with uh, Zach Myers from Shinedown. I am very good friends with Zach Myers from Shinedown. They are huge in this town. I know they're big all over the place, but yeah. Philly absolutely loves that band, dude. They are the band. It's so funny because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see my friends behind Shinedown, and yeah. like most people are like, who? I'm like, they're that band you've never heard of that sells out arenas. Yeah, yeah. not not here. There, yeah, we um, uh, and they've been they've been wonderful to the station. We've had a long time relationship with them, and they're 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 just they're just great guys to begin with. They really are. You yeah. like meet them, and you're like, why are you so angry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I actually had yeah. such an old man conversation with Zach. At we he, they played our. Uh, 
our MMRQ concert last year, and I was talking about his shoes, and he apparently he's endorsed by like Nike or Air Jordan or whatever. Oh yeah, like but, he uh, comes home and he's got like thirty grand in shoes <laughs> yeah. that they just hand him, and he's not even that into shoes. You know, he's like, no, nah, I'm just you know endorsed by them or whatever. But we had an old man conversation where we both took our shoes off and we're comparing uh, our insoles. That's right. Uh, yeah. our, 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 our orthotics. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much money that dude's cost me? Because he's totally got. I used to wear bell bottoms and uh. and moccasins, and he's like, "Nah, bro, sneakers." And now I look you're addicted, at, right? I'm addicted. Yeah, how many pairs do you have? I'm only at two. The press on the press on you uh, makes it seem like you are but, you're over the top. It's all I do. Yeah, it's like it's only because those are the two that I've acquired. All right, it, what's your what's your holy grail to get in the world of? Uh, of oh, I just uh, got them. They're those breads that are up on the. Wow, that took a, those took a while to find. Those what are the originals. Man. Those are what. The, they're called breads. They're breads. Jordan one, black and red. So okay. they're breads. Oh, okay. I, got yeah. I had um, this similar w- when I was a kid, uh, but I had the the Tar Heel yeah. colors. Yeah, the the baby blue and white. It all stems from my mom wouldn't buy them for me as a kid, <laughs> yep. and now I've made money, and I almost and now it's like now I now I'm buying them. It's weird when you when you oh, the stuff that you wanted as a kid that you couldn't get when you start to make your own money and 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 then you you go back and revisit. It's like mm-hmm. F it, I'm gonna go do it. Oh, absolutely. You know they talk about buying a car when you're 50s yeah. a midlife crisis. Like no man, this is just the first time I've been able to afford this car. <laughs> right. I've been wanting this for quite yeah. some time. Yes, yeah. no, yeah. you're dead on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can get it. They're like, yeah. why are you getting these shoes? I'm like, because I can afford to buy, nine, and I'm 38, so I know I won't, like, leave them at a gym. Right. <laughs> well, what, what do they run, by the way? Uh, I mean, retail, those are 160 but you have to, I, I got a deal, but they're like 300 Wow. Oh, God. Yeah, they're yeah. expensive. Yeah, I mean, they, they they would define you years ago. Oh, you, yeah. uh, you, they were, I mean, it's they probably. They still do. They still teams. do. Yeah. But I remember when, when the, this first broke, this whole sneaker culture. Yeah. It was everything. You know what it is? It's like purses for women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we just wear them to, like, show off to dudes, like, I have these. <laughs> And, like, <laughs> I've never gotten more compliments on anything than I have on my Jordans from dudes. So really? you wear, will you wear them anywhere? Or no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so where are you wearing them? I wore those last night no. about a block and a half. Really? Okay. And then I was like, I need to put some other ones on because <laughs> I'd like to keep these. You won't wear those if it's wet out, if it's raining out. You won't wear those if, if you know you're going to. If there's a chance be... of rain. Yeah, if there's a chance of rain. You won't wear them if, if you're going to be walking on grass. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've had dudes, I played an outdoor festival, and he was like, okay, we need to cut through here. I was like, well, I'm going to take the long way because I'm wearing Jordans. <laughs> so you wear, you wear them like really high-quality dress shoes. Oh, absolutely. Like if mom says wear nice shoes, I'll put those on, and she'll be like, the other ones. <laughs> wear nice shoes. Like, Are those these, the- these cost a lot more than the loafers there, sweetheart. Are those the nice socks that go along with them with the pot leaf on there? You know what? Those are my new favorite socks. You can't see it, but it has a pot leaf, and it says good, and then underneath it says po- has poison ivy, and it says bad. Uh. <laughs> now, you, 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 we talked to before we uh, went on, and you you, uh, you play softball. You, you're, you're a tall guy. You seem pretty, you know, in, in good shape. Basketball, another one of your sports? No. No, at all. Not because I played football in high school, so I never played basketball. All right. And then, so now, like, all my friends are like, yeah, we're we're hooping it up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this will be funny. <laughs> I rebound, and then I throw it. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't shoot. I can't dribble. Yeah. But I... 
I'm in shape, so I don't die. So you have a lot of things you do on the side, and I was uh, yes. reading you. Uh, you in a, a, a cover band? I was yeah. for quite some time. Okay, did you ever play with uh, Shine? Did you ever join Shine down on stage? Uh, no, I'll jam with Zach in his room yeah. before the show. What was but, the name of the cover band? Uh, the Boom Noodle. Okay, <laughs> the Boom Why? Noodle. Because uh, <laughs> we were walking through Seattle. And I saw a restaurant called the Boom Noodle, <laughs> and I was like, that's what I'm going to name my unit. And he goes, we should name the band that. And I was like, that's better. That's better. Uh, no, having your junk named the Boom Noodle is pretty good, too. I yeah, thought yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes it's soft. Bring the boom. Yeah. I, I, I would like to find out what, how you became friends with Zach Myers from Shinedown. Twitter. Oh, basically, yeah. I uh, He saw my special on Netflix, and they were recording the last threat for survival in L.A., and he was like, let's have breakfast. That's so cool. And I was like, I didn't, I'm yeah. not a Shinedown fan. Yeah. Or wasn't. I mean, now I root for him. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, man, let's have breakfast. And then he was just one of those dudes that I've known for a lot longer than I've known him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of a bold, I mean, to reach out to you like that and just go, hey, I'm a, I'm a rock star. Let's meet up. You know what I mean? What did you think of that at first? Or you're like, uh. This isn't Craigslist. What is it? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I was definitely. Like, Very I, assertive of him. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't apprehensive, but I was definitely like, what is happening with this guy? And then when we met, I was just like, oh, you're a super rad dude. And <laughs> I'm. I'm not familiar with any of your music, so I apologize. And he's yeah. like, no, it's cool. I guess that happens in the entertainment world. People that are, you know, a musician might be a fan of a of a, a, a comedian or, or an actor or, or an athlete, and they'll just kind of put word out, hey, I'd like to meet up with you. Yeah, I did you that know? with Amos Lee this weekend. I, huh. said, For, I love Amos Who Lee. cares? Like, yeah. if he's in town, maybe he'll come out. He probably won't, but <laughs> but that's the amazing thing about social media too is that you can do it without any qualms attached to it. You know, you can just say, "Hey, Amos Lee, I'm in Philly. I'm a fan of yours." And if he responds, he responds. And if not, yeah. no, you don't lose anything. And, and just talking about going back to these these sneakers, uh, Zach Myers commented on them on Instagram as well too. So it's just it's this bridged to communication that did not exist 10 years ago. Yeah, like before you'd have to like pull out a pen and like a scroll and like, Dearest Amos, <laughs> I adventured to Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And... <laughs> Perhaps you see my Netflix special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would very much like to sup with you. I had the guy from the baseball documentary uh, read this out loud and put it to tape for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how drastically things have changed, though, with, with, with that. And you talk about the, the Netflix opportunity, which did not exist years ago, getting more comedians. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing more stand-up specials on Netflix than I ever caught them on HBO. Or, you know, there's just, it seems that there's more of an opportunity there, A. And B, it seems like for the artist, for the comedian, they're just letting you go do what you do. They let you do what you do. And also it's great because before... Netflix, you know, you only had television, and if yeah. they, if no one watched it Friday at 8 p.m., odds that... are no one was ever going to see that show again. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like a book on a shelf that anyone can go and take at any time, and it's always there. And and it's great for comics like me. I mean, obviously, it's going to be great for Chappelle because yeah. they already paid him <laughs> 50 60 million, million. Right? Yeah. yeah, but it's great for me who didn't get anywhere close to 60 million for mine, but. 
Do you notice an effect? I mean, now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and it was almost immediately. Like, two weeks later, people were showing up. Going, hey, you're hey. dating the guy in Shinedown now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're, we're, it's just friends. But it's we, complicated. Sometimes we it's get com- drunk. It's com- you know how it is. It just happens. It just doesn't mean it's gay. It's just. <laughs> no, it's just we're lonely. <laughs> if you're just jumping in, it's Chris Porter's. Um, I want to bring this up to you. Uh, and the reason I bring this up is because you're, you're from Kansas City. You're wearing a Kansas City Royals hat. Um, this happened um, over the fall, and it was really strange. So uh, my buddy and I played golf afterwards. We went out to go to lunch. We go to this restaurant. It's called the Flying Pig. Um, I forgot what air what town. It might be in Radnor. Okay, but anyway, uh, so we're we're at this restaurant. Server comes over. She's wearing all blue and white. She has a little George Brett pin on her uh, whatever on her, 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 her dress yeah. she was oh. wearing. And I was like, oh, it's cool. You're wearing a little George Brett thing. And she goes, oh, it's his birthday today. And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, that's, that's why I'm wearing the pin today. And I'm like, you celebrate George Brett's birthday? <laughs> she said, yeah. And she's this is a girl like in her early 20s. Oh, she said, oh, and she started rattling off all these stats and stuff about George Brett. And I was just it was so bizarrely random. Yeah, yeah. That here, Especially here. Yeah. Pennsylvania. He's from Pennsylvania, right? Originally. Is he? From, if he is, like I have no idea. No, that's far, though. Pittsburgh is like another, it's it's another, another world. Well, yeah. I know, but it is, it's still within this state. It is within this state, yeah, technically. Yeah, it's much closer to here than it is to, like, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. That's, that's for sure, yeah. But it was very strange. And I didn't know, is George still around in Kansas City? Oh, yeah. He's got to like, be, right? That's all he does okay. is just hang out and be George Brett. <laughs> I just remember him as, as having uh, hemorrhoids. That's yeah. when I think of George Brett. Oh, the, all I think of is him. Talking, I don't know if you've seen the internet video. Of oh, it's great. Taking about, a dump. Yes, trapping his pants. We that, have the audio. Hilarious. That is some of like my friends and I say straight water each to each other all the time. <laughs> I say I took the most double tapered crap yeah. of my life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Everything's double tapered. Perfect double, double tapered tapered. dump in my life. He and the, and by the way, if you ever want to show someone. Do you want to see what the visual cues are when someone wants to leave a conversation? Yeah. The player he's talking to is doing everything oh, he can to telegraph. I do not want to be a part of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but it's brilliant. It's one of those ones that you revisit oh, online and, and constantly. He has no sense of humor about it, from what I've heard. Oh, really? Like he doesn't. No, that's hear sad. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume he didn't know he was paying for him. He's not. Yeah, my my dad cooked dinner for him. Really? And uh, he. Go ahead. <laughs> he goes, he goes, Scott, get in here. And my dad goes, what's up, George? He goes, what'd you do to this salad? He goes, well, I grilled it. He goes, is that what all these black lines are? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you grill something there, George. Yeah, it gets black lines on oh, it. Woof. What right. are we having for dinner? Pasta. Is that like spaghetti? Okay. You're saying he's not he's not a think tank kind of guy. No, he's more of an action guy. Okay. No. He's more of an action Like, you want him playing third, not, you know, reading. Right. Did your dad work at a restaurant, or did he have him over no, for the night? No, I don't, I don't know how all that. My dad Met him on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Hemorrhoid. Seeking love, <laughs> splashing, but, splashing, but it's complicated. Oh, man, yeah. But you live in L.A. You don't live in Kansas City. I live in or? L.A. Yeah. Okay. Last right. time I was in Kansas City, though, things got weird. How so? <laughs> okay, so 
through a litany of weird experiences, I'm friends with Justin Verlander. Yeah. Who's no a way. pitcher for the Tigers. Who's Kate, a, Kate, Kate Upton's Upton. boyfriend. Kate or? Upton's boyfriend. Have yeah. you met Kate Upton then? I have met Kate Upton. Oh, dude. Wow. All right, we're going right, to start with the original story, and okay. we're going to move to that. So Verlander's in Kansas City playing the Royals. He call, I call him. I'm like, hey, you want to have a beer? He goes, yeah, we got tomorrow night off. Let's hang out. So we hang out at this bar. He goes, hey, I think I know that chick over there. I think she's an actress. And I said, dude, we're in Kansas City. No way. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, no. He calls the waiter over, and he goes, who's that chick over there? He goes, I don't know who the chick is, but all those people over there are Mumford and Sons. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, oh it was Carrie. Uh, Carrie. Mulligan? Mulligan. Mulligan. Yeah. Married, married to Winston. Yeah. Right. So, and her dad's from Kansas City, I guess, or lives there. Carrie Mulligan. No, 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 no. We're, we're confusing. Carrie Mulligan's married to Marcus Mumford. Marcus Mumford. Yeah, so yeah. Winston, I guess, has an actress wife too. Yeah, okay. Oh. And married to another actress. All right, all right. Uh, so anyway, long so, story short, yeah. Long story short, Verlander sends him a bottle on us because yeah. I'm not paying for it. Right. <laughs> that dude's like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'm like, not that guy. I'm not the guy that's like I'll pay for my own stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, you're you pay, and so. <laughs> He sends them a bottle. They come over. It's not Mumford and Sons. It's just and Sons. Right. It's, I don't know where Marcus Mumford is. Right. I think he's trying on a vest. I'm not sure. So, so and Sons come over, and they start talking, and I kind of tune out because right. I'm not involved. No. And I tune back in, and they're talking about beer pong, like who's better. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. So I go, hey, fellas, my parents live eight minutes from here. If you guys want to settle this, <laughs> yeah. we can do this. And they go, well, I thought they would say is like, no, that's stupid. We're rich and famous. Why yeah. would we go to your, this isn't almost famous. Right. Why would we go yeah, to your yeah. parents' house? Right. Sure enough, they're like, yeah, let's do it. So you and and Sons heading over. And Sons and half the Detroit Tigers bullpen. <laughs> Wow. At, at like 12.30 on a Sunday night. To your parents. To my parents who've been asleep for a good three hours. No. Yeah, and have to be at work in like five. So, but I'm also not going to be like, you guys, my parents. Like, we can't, you know, they're sleeping. Keep it down. Also, I'm 38. So, Wait, so Verlander is with you as well? Verlander's with us. So. Okay. We all head over. It's like 16 of us. My sister, my sister's also in town. We're in town for a wedding. She's like, hey, if you get home before I do, will you walk my dog? I go, unless you're hanging out with Eric Hosmer and you too, you better get home because things are about to go down at Ma and Pa's house. Yeah. So sure enough, we start playing beer pong. Things got weird. Yeah. Like my sister ended up in her prom dress at some point. Okay. She's 26. Single? Yeah, but still, why is she in her prom dress, <laughs> right? So we get loud. About 2.30, Dad comes downstairs. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, oh, that's Ann Sons, a Mumford and Sons, <laughs> and that's half the Detroit Tigers bullpen, and we're playing beer pong. And it's at this point I realize Dad doesn't even know if he's awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, what is happening? Like, he's waving his hand in front of his face. Right. And, of course, Andy, his daughter's over there in her prom dress. So it's super surreal. Yeah. And he looks over and he goes, is that Justin Verlander? And I go, yeah, it is. And he just looked at me and goes, whatever. And he went back upstairs. And that was the end of it. Wow, I would have called out sick from work. Yeah, I would have called that second ago. So the next in. day, he has to be a fan, though, right? Well, he's yeah, he's definitely yeah. just like, but yeah. uh, you know, he's, I've had some weird stories happen. Sure, yeah. So he's just like these kids, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and so the next day, I figured Dad's gonna be super mad, 
and he <laughs> he gets home from work, and he's like in this great mood. I'm like, what? I was like, sorry about last night. Why are you in such a good mood? He was like, oh, I was super mad at you today. And then I got to work, and everyone started asking me why I was in such a bad mood and so tired. And I started bitching about my kids bringing home Detroit Tigers and Mumford and Sons and playing beer pong all night. And all of a sudden, I became the belle of the ball. So, yeah, that, that was that story. That's right, wild. Well, I, I just want to ask one question because yeah. I, I assume – that the Detroit Tigers bullpen is better at beer pong than than in Suns. Uh, well, here's the thing: my sister and Verlander cleaned house. Wow. Really? Yeah, they teamed up and just started whooping everybody. And so the way here, I wasn't going to get into it. The reason my sister ended up in her prom dress <laughs> was one of the and Suns kind of got a little butt hurt and was like, "I want to play you for something you care about." Is uh, what he said to her. Oh, and it, her virginity. Well, yeah, that, that was long gone. Okay. And so, but he was wearing Jordans that Michael Jordan gave him. And wow. he was like, I got these from MJ yes, last week. And he was like, I'll give these to you. You have to play me for something. So she ran upstairs and put on her prom dress. Wow. Who won? And uh, well, no one. Because it was 3 in the morning by that point, and everyone was hammered, and motor skills had long been out the window. <laughs> and it just turned into this, like, JV basketball game of beer pong. That is, that's, uh, it, it, uh, you impress me as the kind of guy who accrues stories like that, uh, at, le at least crazy things like that, fairly well, often, right? You put the picture up, of that That was the night I met Justin was at, that picture with Kid Rock and Wayne Gretzky. Oh, oh Jesus! Yeah, man, that, the four of you in a room together, and Kid Rock's holding a red solo cup, and then yes. there's Gretzky and and Justin Verlander. I walk. So in, there's a story there. So I'm friends with Kid Rock, uh, and that's another weird story. <laughs> uh, and I, he's like, "Hey, we're having dinner." I'm like, oh, "Okay." So I drive out to Malibu, and this old man stands up and goes, "Hey, I'm Wayne," and I look over, and it's Wayne Gretzky. And I'm, so I'm, you, you, you're invited to dinner at Kid Rock's, at Kid Rock's house. house. Yeah. He lives in Malibu. One of his. One of his houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And so you show up and Wayne Gretzky. Wayne there. Gretzky stands up and just says, hey, I'm Wayne. And you call him the old man? Well, <laughs> he was just an old man yeah. that stood up. Like, okay. I didn't recognize him at first. Right. And I'm from Kansas. I, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but yeah. still, he's the great one. Yeah. And so we're hanging out. And my girlfriend at the time has a 20-minute conversation with Wayne Gretzky. And then walks up to me and goes, Wayne is super nice. What's he do? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I go, what? She goes, yeah, he, he said he lives in Agora Hills. He, I, I invite him out to one of my shows. He's possibly the greatest athlete that ever lived. Yeah, I go, and I can't say... I can't say that because yeah, yeah. he's no further away from me than the guy with the camera. <laughs> and I don't want him to be like, I, it's not like I'm going to say he's the greatest hockey player of all time. And then he hears me and I can be like, no, not you. <laughs> no, the other one. Don't yeah. get cocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. So we have dinner. It's a fun time. We get in the car. My girlfriend at the time goes, so what's Wayne do? Yeah. And I said, just Google the great one. Yeah. And of course, Wayne comes up, and all yep. his stats. It's not like it's not like there's a list of right. possibilities. <laughs> right. It's just him. Jackie Gleason. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Wayne Gretzky, and I and she is completely oblivious. She just goes, "He looks young." Wow. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Oh. We just had dinner with a man that if you Google the Great One, he comes up." Was was he was he there with uh, with the missus? No, he was there with a couple of his kids. All right. Oh. 
Wait, his, his daughter's his not daughter. his daughter. Okay. Not his, I would have, that would have been first and foremost <laughs> okay. on the list of things I brought up. Who's your girlfriend, by the way? Uh, is she uh, a comedian she, as well? She's no one that you've heard of. Okay, no, but but it was a performer. Is a performer. Is a performer. Okay. Yes. All right. When I let her. (laughs) (laughs) It's that kind of thing. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. (laughs) Save the, cancel the draft on the email. It was just a joke. So you're still with the Wayne Gretzky girl? I, or is that a different girlfriend? What are you, a cop? Because <laughs> <laughs> no. you said my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, so well, okay. when a girl's like, "What's who's Wayne Gretzky? Their we, issues. We don't have a lot in common. Yeah. All right, so now I have to ask about uh, Kate Upton. How many times have you uh, hung with uh, Justin and just Kate? The, I mean, I've hung out with Justin a couple of times. Kate yeah. was just there the one night, and she's fun. She's nice. Yeah. Little standoffish at first, but once you realize you're not a perv, she's yeah. fine. Okay. It's got to be tough, you know. Uh, I don't come from the world of attractiveness, so I don't know what it's like to be um, ogled. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy it? You love it? You know, it gets weird at times. Uh, I just so many people ask me for boob pics. It's the weird part. I don't know, man. She she's uh, she's pretty wild. I, at, wow. at that level, though, it. And because you're like a regular guy, do you yeah. ever? Whenever we go to situations or industry events where there's, you know, the cele- and we're considered at that level to some level, yeah. we always feel like we are way out of place, that we are totally out of our element. Do, uh, do you get that? Now, some, now and then, not, I mean, Kate is beautiful, but she's not, in my opinion. Like, I did a show for, Re- and Rebecca Romaine Stamos was in the audience. Yeah. Or Rebecca Romaine, whatever she is now. She, she, she's uh, O'Connell. 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 And it was like, when I, you know, when you're up on stage, you're scanning the audience, it would just be like, audience, there's Rebecca. Like, there yeah. was no. Just locked. It was, and she just beamed. Yeah. It was like there was a light on her. <laughs> and Kate was just like, oh. Okay. That's Kate. I've heard uh, Verlander is just like a really down-to-earth, approachable guy. One of the coolest dudes on the planet. Yeah, like he responds to people on Twitter, and um, he's a fan of baseball as well. Like, as, as a, He's one of the best pitchers in the league, but he's also apparently just a, a normal dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, he was, Wayne, at that dinner, Wayne Gretzky would not stop just quizzing him about baseball, and he was just everything. Jesus. Yeah. Remember scanning through your, uh, uh, your Instagram, you've... You've hung out with and met a lot of people. Here's a picture of you sleeping on the back of the uh, Black Crow's tour bus. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a good right. week. Black that Crow's was a good week during a uh, during a the work- last tour. All right, I was on the bus for the final Crow shows uh, that may ever be. Uh, uh, more than likely, they, yeah. they have and hate each other. Yeah, and. <laughs> As one of the few people that talks to both of them, yeah, it's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I'm sorry. How did you and Justin Verlander become friends? Uh, at that dinner. Just because of that dinner. Well, yeah, because he, he spends his off-season in L.A., and so he's like, yeah, I want to come out of the comedy store and hang out. And he never did, but we became friends. All right, so uh, can I ask about a Friday night at the comedy store? Because, listen, yes. you know, we have to wait for the weekends, and, and we'll get one good comedian at punchline a weekend right yeah but if you look at a lineup on a friday or saturday night at the comedy store it is it's insane it's insane yeah um how do you get a spot when you're you're dealing with i mean it's it's a long it's time coming is it not and, yeah yeah well, most of the time they know those folks are coming yeah. in advance so they'll plan for i mean the cool thing about the comedy store is like like at the punchline or any other club in the country they have a show at eight 
and then another show at 10.30. The comedy show starts at 9, goes till 2. You can come and go as you please. Okay. So there's a lot of time for comics in there. And, yeah, there are nights where I've shown up, and they're like, Chappelle's here. It's going to, you're, everything's bumped an hour. And I'm just like, peace. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't need to hang. Some comic, the younger comics will hang for that, watch Chappelle, do, you know, get hammered. Some nights I'll do that. Most nights I'll just be like, I'm going to go put on comfy pants and play PlayStation. <laughs> comfy pants. Like, I've been doing this 18 years. Like, that, they're definitely, and that's what's great about the comedy stores. You can go live a Hollywood night. Just like Bob Seger talked about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anytime you want to. But, uh, you know, I choose not to. It's it's fun when you don't do it every night. You've hit the... you've But stand-up's it for you, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's you've been doing it for so long. It's, yeah, I have no any other aspirations, employable skills. Yeah, no other employable skills. If a, if a sitcom or something were to come along, is that something that interests you? or is Oh, it, absolutely. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd take anything at this point. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you guys have an opening. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> the feelers are out. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, we'll see what the pay rate is at least. <laughs> that's, that's cool. But, I mean, with all of these connections, for Christ's sake, you, I think you warrant a reality show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks better on, you know, Does obviously it? on Instagram, It those are the highlights. It's not like every day. Yeah, I'm on I, the I, yeah, I, tour bus. <laughs> hey, I, I saw you uh, tweeting at Corey Feldman. Did he happen to block you uh, ever? No, but I cannot wait for those shows. He blocked us. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys are so mean. Well, <laughs> well we were actually we we're trying to speak sanity to Corey Feldman. Oh. And, oh, and that's where you messed up. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you Corey's not into sanity. <laughs> we we were suggesting that perhaps acting is the route to continue with. To forget the music, mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, you know, it, it's just not. And if you're going to embrace music, perhaps something different than a Michael Jackson esque approach to eighty sounding music. May I suggest that you forget sanity and embrace Feldmanity? <laughs> Feldmanity, <laughs> because yes, man, it is. Listen, <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> For the same reason that I go to a Black Crow show. Right. Okay. Right, right, I'm right. not going because I want to see how the chick plays her E7 chord. Right, right. yeah. I'm going for the debauchery. <laughs> All right. It's going to be insanity. And not only am I going to one of the, I'm going to some of the warm up shows because I want to see it, you know, before it's done. With before it's polished. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. We had him come in on the show one time and he came in and, and uh, it was early on. Early on and he's got a CD with him. He goes, this is a, this is a world exclusive. Yeah. He gives us this song to play. It's, of course, horrible. Was it Ascension Millennium? No, no. no. It was was years and years before Ascension Millennium. The best is there's a video I found on the internet of him opening a show on evening at the Improv, at the Hollywood Improv, and he's lip syncing. But it's like... 24-year-old Corey. Yeah, yeah and he's, he's brought on by the... Uh, by Bud. By Bud, yeah. yeah. The, the guy with that used to wear a monocle. And he's wearing a jacket. He looks like he stole from Michael Jackson. Yeah, still doing the same routine, the oh, same absolutely. dance moves. Yeah. yeah, of course. And also, it's like, hey, man, my favorite part of the Today Show where he was like, <laughs> hey, you're doing some Michael Jackson moves. And he's like, no, no, we learned from the same guy. I'm like, hey, man, he's Michael Jackson. You can say you borrowed from it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else has. Oh, my God. He I, just will not let it go. I've got to watch that. Oh, my oh. God. And he, and he lip syncs. And the best part is someone edits in 
uh, like an audience reaction from a completely different show. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> it's like from like an infomercial. Like the lady's like, what? Wow. Oh, all right. I'm watching that in the break. Listen, thanks for stopping by, man. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Nice to meet you and enjoy your time in Philadelphia. God bless America and small puppies. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Chris Porter, everybody. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's Marcus. Cancer won't stop and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t-shirt, registration and complete details at WMMR. And check out our custom Team WMMR apparel providers, Volet and Go Cycling. Team WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. I would like to share a personal story. Is this a story of triumph against all odds? You tell me. This is uh, this is something that occurred this morning. All right, on the way into work. I'm looking at you. I don't see anything different. No, no. Right. you may look at me differently after okay. I tell you this. So anyhow, I had to. Um... Sorry, what was that? That is your fanfare. That's Preston's theme. Oh. No, this, this, uh, this is no, this is wrong. not pertaining okay, so to no. anything at all. What I'm about. To... So anyway, every morning on my way into work, I stop at uh, Wawa. Yes, which is a French restaurant, a little no, bistro. It is not. Okay, uh, I stop off at Wawa in uh, Skipac uh, Village, which is at uh, Route One Thirteen and Seventy Three. So I stop in and I get my provisions, and I'm uh, and going. Sometimes I stop off and I get gas. So this morning I only had a quarter tank, so I'll fill up. So uh, I start to fill up the tank, then I go inside. Okay, and I, I'm getting my stuff, and, and my car's filling up while I'm inside. I know you're not supposed to do that, but listen, there's nobody there at four o'clock in the morning, so no big deal. So I go in and I get my stuff. I come back out. Um, I get my provisions, get in the car, and then I take off. What did I forget to do oh, before no, I took you off? Took the, you forgot to take the hose out of the car. Oh, I was just talking about this. Pink! Oh, yeah. really? Oh. And I stop and I'm like, you oh, did it, boy. idiot. You oh, just oh, my God. did it. And I'm, I'm in, in the split second that it takes to turn my head to look back, I'm thinking, well, maybe it just popped out and it's just lying you know it's still dangling and and just fell out of the tank right nope i ripped it right <gasps> out of the whole oh, shebang you, you, you ripped it right out of the <laughs> yep it ripped right off of the gas Whoa. are they designed are they designed to have a release yeah they like shut that? off yeah there wasn't gas spewing all over the place oh it my wasn't God. pandemonium so what did you do i i stopped and I looked on the ground and I'm See like, if anybody saw you. I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> I look on the ground and there it is. And then I'm like, do I just drive away? Yes, yes you do. No, I don't. No, because they uh, because know thought, the famous Preston Elliott has just been in the store. Security footage cameras. Exactly. So like, no, but anyway, it's the right thing to do. So I stop, I go inside, I go to the, the gal behind the counter. I'm like, well, I did it. I said I pulled away and I yanked the uh, the hose right out of the out of the tank. And she's like, ah. And I and they have to see it all the time. Well, it has to happen all the time. So a guy that works there, she, she radios back. You know, they they have yeah. their little uh, 
the little uh, radios in there, and he goes, uh, so your person on... Uh, Some um, dickhead just pulled away from the tank and left the hose in. Yeah, number 12, uh, you know, got the the, uh, the hose ripped off. And a guy that I see regularly comes walking around the corner, he just looks at me, he goes, you? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, I put my hand up in the air, I'm like, yep, me. Well, there has to exist footage of this. I don't know. It has to. Yeah. I guarantee you. So... I, I went back in and and he goes he goes basically he goes there's really nothing for you to do I go really I, it's yeah just and give go, us the one thousand dollar check and we'll call this even <laughs> but he did say he did say hey thank you for coming back in here I bet you a lot of people he don't. said most people don't yeah they, they just take off they're too embarrassed sure or they don't want to have to pay for something I guess oh, I, I did it before I didn't rip it off of the oh. uh, you know of the the uh, actual. What is it called? Like the yeah, whatever the, the tank, pump, the tank, the yeah, tank, the yeah, pump. Yeah, yeah the, the actual pump. pump. Yes. Um, but it flew out and it wrapped around and it hit my my back window. It did somehow did not break my window. Yeah. Um, but I same. I just looked. I was like, oh, you idiot! I looked around to see if anybody was watching. I got out. I put it back <laughs> on the pump and I slowly drove away. Uh, and you remember Pierre did it on yeah. the way Pierre, to uh, Poconos. It's, it's Poconos. He did it in a Wawa. Was it not a Wawa no. as well? Uh, no, it was at the next to a Wawa. In Conshohocken, um, where oh, that, I thought it was up in the Poconos oh, the there. It, yeah, whatever that yeah. gas station is, right next to that Wawa at that very difficult turn in, yeah, yeah. in Conchi, that's where he was, wow. and he was because he was coming from where he lives to get on to 476 to head north, and uh, and then who was it that ratted him out? Jason? Failing? Oh yeah, was yeah. it Jason? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think I did it. I'm not entirely sure, but I did. I think I did it at a Sunoco a few years back because it was one of those deals where when I got home or I got to wherever I was going. My gas tank was wide open, and, yeah. and the, so I had clearly not shut it. And I'm like, I don't think I... You would know. If you did that, if you pulled away with that in, in your tank, you would know. I mean, it was like... You a, would hear it. The whole, well, the whole, my whole car jerked, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it hit my car, so obviously I heard that. But you, you felt it. You knew right away. Quick question, Preston. At the top of the hose. Yeah. So is this, obviously they have like that, that ball that allows it to, you know, not to go all the way in, and you, 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 you pull it. It's that rig. Do they have it set so that once, if it feels a, a an inordinate amount of pressure, it disconnects? I got to think it does because it looked like a pretty clean, like it pulled away fairly cleanly. Yeah, because it would be folly to have it be something that could that you'd have to tear to get off the, yeah. you know? You know what I'm saying? So there's probably a fail safe that allows it to just disconnect. By the way, if you go by the Skipak Wawa and you see an orange cone next to a gas pump. <laughs> That's you. That was me. I think, uh, honestly, they should have footage. Would you kind of like to see the footage? No, I don't, you don't want to see the footage. No, no, I don't want to relive this. Come on. And I, I was really embarrassed by it, but but I did ask, I'm like, you guys have to have this. This has to happen fairly often. Yeah. I said, yeah, kind of a couple times a week, actually. A couple of times yeah. a week? It's one of those super Wawa's yeah, yeah. with a gazillion gas okay. pumps. Okay, so. maybe that's why New Jersey doesn't allow you to pump your own gas. Might be part of it. There's one of the reasons. Yeah. Because I never really understood that reason. They or, prefer or if you say Jersey, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, you know, and, and for a split second, I'm like, I could just leave, but I thought it was a good idea to stop and go in and say something. So I'm glad that I did. Hang on. Let me go to, uh, Matt. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? All right. So, um, I have a similar story. Me and my girlfriend are on a while and it's funny cause Casey actually said something about, uh, Jersey and we live in Jersey. So. We stop at a Wawa and I'm in the passenger seat of her car and she runs in to get money out of the Mac machine. Well, she comes out from getting gas, and we're at the fuel pump, and she just pulls off. 
and I don't notice anything strange, and, you know, neither does she. So we're taking off down the road, and next thing you know, all these cars are beeping at us and flashing their lights at us. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking at her. I'm like, baby, you got your lights on? Turn signals on? What's going on? She's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, she looks in the rearview mirror, and there's the gas hose dragging down the street behind <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. And not to mention, it makes it even worse because she's in a wood grain PT cruiser, and we're only 23. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Yeah, you know, we were just watching footage here in the studio, Preston, of, of the mechanism, the disconnect mechanism yeah. that looks Pretty easy to reconnect. Well, we just yeah, we just saw footage of a woman who did it, and then yeah. she walks back and just shoves it back up in there, which probably not a good idea. You may want to notify the people sure. that actually know what they're doing yeah. to reconnect it for you. So uh, let me go next. <laughs> let me go next to Nick. Hey, Nick. Good morning. Yeah, Preston. Hi, guys. Good. Hey, what's up, man? Um, check your car out too, Preston. Man, you might do a little damage to that quarter panel. Yeah, I know. I, I glanced at it. I didn't see anything obvious. It was still dark out, so I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll check it out you later know the, on. I was too embarrassed to stand around for a while. The but. footage will probably show if it hit the... Dude, uh, <laughs> I don't want to see any footage. <laughs> uh, Security footage would probably show it nice and clean. But but I, the reason I stopped is I heard a uh, like a clunk yeah. of sorts, and immediately I'm like, you didn't just do that. You I mean, didn't just do that. I think that th- I'm. I always just pump the gas, stand there, and if I have to go into the the market, I I, it's a two step process. I'll take care of the gas, pull around into a spot, and go yeah, in. Yeah, well, I don't I do it, that. I don't do that ever. Yeah. I always do exactly what you did this morning. <laughs> I know, and it's. it's I it's, see it yeah. as as uh, uh, multitasking, time. multitasking, yeah. exactly. and saving some time. And uh, and it, it I'll probably do that. I'll change my <laughs> process of uh, how I do things. Watch, you'll go in a little bit earlier now, and uh, there'll be a robbery going on. <sighs> Let me go to Chris next. Hey, Chris, morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Not much, Preston. I feel your pain, dude. This happened to me three days ago on Sunday. <laughs> um, I was up in New York visiting my sister, and on my way home, stopped on the Northeast Extension. Uh, windshield was really dirty, so I was cleaning my windshield and totally forgot that I had the pump still in my gas tank. Mm-hmm. I drove off. I didn't drive very far. I didn't even make it back on the highway. It was probably a few yards, and I I heard the noise, and I thought, oh, crap. So I immediately put the car in park. I ran inside, said, shut off pump 18 because there was gas coming out everywhere. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yours was much worse. Well, you know what? I'm not sure. Uh, They said it happens all the time. She Mm. told me that there were 101 drive-offs over the past six months or something like that. 101. Yeah, 101 drive-offs with the pump still in the tank. It's surprising I've never seen it. I've never, you know what I mean? Like, for for the amount of times that these guys are saying that it happens... And the amount of times I've ever gotten gas in my life, I've never seen it happen. Think of the volume of people getting gas, especially on, a, on like on a, the one that Preston's going to. Where they're 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 you know they're they're gas uh, station meccas. Yeah, there there are times where you pull in there and you can't get a pump. Get into yeah. one of the bays. Uh, by the way, a few people have texted in and said that they have a magnetic connection on those uh, to break away after a certain amount of force is, is put on them. I wouldn't doubt that. That's what the video looked like when the woman reattached it. It seemed to recouple itself. Mm-hmm. Couple. Uh, let me go to yeah, couple. Kirk. Kirk, you're on. Good morning. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I got a funny story. Yeah. The, uh, first thing, the, the fitting there, I believe that's called a frangible fitting. There's like a bearing. 
once you break it, it shuts off. You can't okay. like, fix it, so they just replace it. Mm-hmm. And uh, years ago, when you guys were actually up at uh, uh, Y100, I worked for an ambulance company in media. Okay. We transport patients back and forth, fill up an ambulance. Up at the Sunook on 252 there, you guys might remember. I yeah, remember. Yeah. I know exactly where it is, yeah. Yeah, by the Wawa there. Yep. Got some coffee, you know, starting our shift with the paramedics. Filling up, you know, we're doing our thing, talking, chit-chatting. Totally forget it's in, it's in the gas tank. Pull away slowly, down on a snap. Oh, my God. And the guy comes out, ambulance? I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. No gas filled or anything, but people are driving by looking like, Oh my God! An ambulance did that. I felt like a total. You know what? I'm yeah. like, Oh my God! Yeah. And I and and people were riding my butt for like a month. <laughs> so an ambulance guy who's driving a paramedic. I'm like, Oh my God! Yeah, you ought to know better. Yeah. Is what they're thinking. Um, yeah. Thanks, Kirk. The so yeah, okay. When my when I pump gas into my car, the pump rests. It, it's not jammed and you know locked in. It sort of just rests in the opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would think just naturally if I were to pull away, it would kind of just slide out. Let's try it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we can do it. Absolutely. Let's go give it a shot. I don't know. It would just depend on, you know, I guess it yeah. somehow or another can get jammed right, in there. Right, right, right. Next thing you know, boom, yanks it right out. Dude. A lovely way to start yeah. the night. <laughs> yeah, and you feel like such a jackass. <laughs> and you were here you are. Trying to, like, save a little bit of time, you know, yep. being, being mm-hmm. efficient. Trying to be efficient. I bet if we look at the footage, though. <laughs> we're, watch- we're looking, speaking of footage, we're watching a car right now driving down the road. It's got the hose <laughs> hanging out the side. Just completely oblivious as it's scraping and dragging behind the car. That's oh, my so God. great. Somebody said, hang on, that they did the same thing. Hey, let me go to Jennifer because she was, hang on, uh, I may be in trouble. I don't know. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Jennifer? Yeah, so I was actually at the same skip back Wawa about seven years ago, did the exact same thing, and I was fined for it. <gasps> How much did it cost? Um, it was a couple hundred dollars. Oh, hundred really? Bucks. Maybe it was before they got the special magnetic breakaways, and now I don't get fined. Yeah, no. I'm going with that. Maybe what happened was is that you somehow, when you did it, made it um, not sit right in Preston's car, and that's why it happened. Yeah. So you are basically responsible for Preston's accident. You know how we'd be able to find out is uh, Uh, that footage. (laughs) (laughs) Which is no doubt was is going to, I think, um, clear you of all of (laughs) this. Right. Dear God. Hang on, let me go to uh, this. Somebody wants to touch on New Jersey and the no pumping. Hey, Sam, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. What's the word? Oh, he got it! Didn't you hear yesterday? You're supposed yeah, to be more creative guy, with that. That guy's going to be annoyed. <sighs> Whatever. All right, Sam, what you got for us, man? Uh, I just wanted to say that the reason why you can't pump your gas in New Jersey is because it's a right to work state. So it creates jobs for people in New Jersey. We don't have that in Pennsylvania. Mm. Okay. All right. right. So that, I guess so. that was the answer to that question. It's All not right. because of idiots that drive away with the pump in their tank. <laughs> well, maybe no, they I... maybe they pay the, the people who are pumping the gas for you to occasionally rip them out of the tank. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I did it in Pennsylvania at the Wawa in Quakertown. One year I was distraught one morning that we had a family crisis, and I did the same thing. And it was completely embarrassed because there was a lot of people there 
And uh, they were very nice to me, though. And the lady did say that don't worry about it because this happens every day. Yeah. Every day. Okay. Yeah, I believe I, it. I, I, I bet it does then. Um, but I wasn't even just, I didn't, I wasn't distraught. I didn't have a family emergency. I was just picking up my yogurt and breakfast bar. You were doing what you do every, as the footage would indicate. Right. Did you get your milk? I got my milk. Okay. Always get my milk. I got everything I needed to get out of the store, but then I just, I don't know what was on my mind. I don't know why I did not think to remove that thing. I wonder um, what Kathy's going to be wearing today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Cross my mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, but Steve had a legitimate distraction. Let me go to him. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing today, guys? Good. What's happening, man? Good. Not too much. Yeah, I was at one of those, uh, like, low-budget gas stations. I don't even know if it had a name. And I was pumping the gas in my minivan, and there was two girls that got in a cat fight out in the parking lot. Yeah. I was a little distracted. So I get back in the van, <laughs> and um, my kids are yelling. There's lots going on. And I pull off, and I hear, like, a loud bang. I look in my mirror just then. The gas, the uh, nozzle releases from my gas tank, and it's flying back like a like a, a big rubber band. And there's a 400 pound woman standing next to the gas pump, and I'm just watching this nozzle fly right at her head. Oh man! Missed her head by two inches. My heart was racing so bad. <laughs> wow, you're lucky, Steve, because we were actually just watching footage of uh, something similar happening where. The uh, the hose came snapping out and snapping back, and there was a guy on the other side of the pump pumping <gasps> gas. Yeah, it smashed Kathy's oh, face. That's what that is. It. Smashed him in the head. Ooh. He falls to the ground. Then you can literally see the blood oh, pooling gross. out of his head. And there's two people standing well, over him. Like, what do we do? Think think about the force though with which that would snap back. The ones oh, yeah. that connected straight into the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Here, Kath, watch this. You see this guy pumping gas? Yeah, I gas saw this. I didn't know what I didn't. I saw the guy fall, and I see the blood. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know what had happened prior to. Well, yeah. fortunately, oh. nobody was around when I did mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know. The this footage would verify that. Yes, you're right. Uh, so, so here it comes. Oh, right. Yeah. And then you could see uh, right underneath oh, his head. Oh my God! That starts oh, horrible. Yeah. 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 Oh, turn that off. And I don't then, want to uh, see that anymore. Yeah. Why does no one help him, by the way, in that video? Because it, it the coffee so is so fresh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're, like, standing They're there. They're standing over him. Oh, you're right, yeah. They did give him a a, a, a free uh, bagel. Oh! oh. So, well, you could use that to yeah, stiff the bleeding. God almighty. <laughs> Shove it up against Shove your head. It, like that handle, like a pump, like the, the handle yeah, clocks you in the face? They're heavy, yeah. Uh, I'll go next to Ann. Hey, Ann, morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, Ann? So uh, I want like first like to say that your intern did ask me for my how to spell my name. Very uh, good, they're doing their job. Okay. <laughs> so I was driving on two hundred two down in yes Delaware, and um, I stopped at a Wawa, not my usual one. Walked in, got my coffee, came back out, and I pulled away. And there was like a lip in the concrete, and I thought, oh, it was just a lip. I get to the store about you know fifteen minutes away. I get out and I look at my gas tank, and I'm like, why is my my thing open and I'm like I would have you know and then all of a sudden the light bulb went on and I was like oh my god <laughs> panic go back to the Wawa and I'm sitting in the parking lot hysterical crying call my husband and he's just like just chill out just go in and tell just tell him what happened because I'm leaving you, know, you. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, go in and I get to the manager and I just started losing it and he goes he goes what's my said, you know and there's a cone of course is in front of the gas pumps because as soon as I got back I'm like oh my god I have to pay for this and He's like, oh, don't worry about it. It happens. And I'm like, okay. And I get, think, get back in my car thinking, the security footage of that person is sitting there watching for that day. That security guard must be just like, oh, my God, look at that 
dimwit who just drove off with her the gas pump in her. Uh, uh, apparently, though, it happens so much that, that you're, you're probably just one of of many. Oh. Uh, you know, as Preston's uh, yeah. the footage of Preston will verify. Yeah, no, no that our phone lines are completely filled up. Do you know of, what, of people saying they've done the same? What's thing. a lesser thing that I've done a few times years ago when you'd have to go in automatically? There was no pay system at the pump. You would go go in, okay, $10 on pump four, and you'd pick up your coffee or whatever. There's at least 15, 20 times I paid and left without pumping, and left without pumping your <laughs> gas. Yeah, I've done that. Because I got my coffee and my, oh, I got what I want. And and I, I was basically donating money to Exxon. I've gone to the grocery store before and paid for everything and left with nothing. Yeah. You know what, though? The grocery store, the grocery store is really good. They're really good, though. They Did they put them aside for you? If, yeah, and you, so and here you go. So I went back to get what I had, I had forgotten to take with me, and I only got grabbed like about half of what I actually paid for, and I had to come back a second Again. time. They were like, that idiot's oh back. My God, I'm uh, a moron. So my friend Jason Moyer from college, uh, he just sent me pictures of the scene, Preston. So here you go. If you Are wanna, you serious? Yeah, yeah, so there, Is there yeah, a cone there? Yeah, there's two cones. Right, that's, uh, that's it, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me see this. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Is that from the security footage? No. no it's, it's from a picture that he took. It's the um, aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my spot. That's yep, your spot, I did that. Huh? right? Pump 12. Sorry. Presnelli pump. Is that your usual? <laughs> it's my usual. Yeah. Actually, it is. Oh, that's uh, yeah. in the morning. If I got a guess, that's the one that I go to because it's the most convenient to pull into. There and you there's go. nobody there because it's so early in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah, I did it. Hold on a second. Let me, let me go to Ryan because he's got me beat. Hey, uh, Ryan. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? Yo, bud, you wanted to share your story. Go for it. Yeah, I was just at a, a Wawa about a couple weeks ago, and I had my uh, gas pump put into my van, and I drove away with it. Yep. And uh, same thing happened. I was all embarrassed. And then days later, I was pumping my gas again, and I tried not to drive off with it, and I did. And there was gas, like, but it, it broke above the bearing, and there was gas leaking. All over the place. Wait, did you say I tried not to drive off with it, but I did? Yeah. So uh, that I don't get. Were you, say, you were you saying to yourself, don't drive off with it, don't drive off with it? Oh, exactly. man, I did it. Exactly. Okay. That's a whole new level. Yeah, yeah. You're, you you beat me. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. You made me. I feel better now. Let me look back and make sure I'm not driving off with it. Oh, I'm driving <laughs> off with it. I did it. I told myself not to, but I wouldn't listen. By the way, uh, it is not the right to work issue in New Jersey. Why the uh, um, it is pumped uh, by attendance enacted in 1949, the Retail Gasoline Dispensing Safety Act and regulations banned drivers from pumping their own gas in New Jersey, and the rules are still in effect. Like so many laws, the statute claims the ban is for drivers' own good. Huh. Uh, because of the fire hazards directly associated with dispensing fuel, it is in the public interest that gasoline station operators have the control needed over the, faci- the activity to ensure compliance with appropriate safety procedures, including turning off vehicle engines and refraining from smoking while fuel is dispensed. Um, it says the government version may not be the whole story. The Patch the Act was motivated by something a little less pure than safety money in the 1940s. Uh, when self-service was unheard of in most of the country, a gas station owner offered low prices to customers who pumped their own gas. The gimmick was wildly popular and soon became a threat to competing gas stations. Uh-huh. And uh, according to Bergen County's The Record, rival station owners reacted by uh, persuading state lawmakers to outlaw self-serve, and the state legislature made the tactics illegal. Hmm. 
So that's why they stuck with that. Ah. So, and and I don't know if it, now it falls under the umbrella of right to work state or not. But anyhow, Harumph. that's what it is. All right. So anyway, uh, thank you for allowing me to share my <laughs> stupidity with you this morning. And if you've done it before, um, well, uh, welcome. I guess welcome me to the club. Yes, you're, and you something you thought you'd never do, but no, you got distracted. I, it's almost the robotic nature of what you do every morning that did you in. In fact, I, when I hear of people doing, it, I'm like, how can you do that? How did how? how did you possibly do that? Well, now you know. Now I know. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. So we'll return shortly. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Godshaw's, all of the bacon taste, 80% less fat. The hometown favorite, Godshaw's Real Wood Smoke Turkey Bacon. From their family of owners to yours, available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. Four teens allegedly used Pokemon Go, uh, the game, to commit multiple robberies in St. Louis and St. Charles counties. Brett Miller, Jamie Warner, and Shane Backer are charged with first-degree robbery and armed criminal action. A 16-year-old suspect has also been charged. 16. The suspects were... All the other ones were 17 and 18, by the way. Uh, The suspects were located by police after responding to an armed robbery call around 2 a.m. The suspects were sitting inside a vehicle. A handgun was recovered from the suspects. Police believe the suspects conducted multiple armed robberies by targeting their victims through the mobile game Pokemon Go. So they were drawing them in or finding them based on the app. They believe the suspects added a beacon near a Pokestop Uh uh, in their location, which could lure more players nearby. Uh, police say the victims stole a wallet and phone. Uh, police are warning those who play the game or have children to who play the game to do so with caution. Here's my wallet. Now, where's Pokemon? All right, here's another story. I told you I was going to leave with a couple of these. Uh, Jonathan uh, Theroux has taken the craze a step too far, focusing on catching low value a low-value bird Pokemon Pidgey as his wife was giving birth in front of him. Oh, man. He posted the resulting photograph on Imager, which shows the bird superimposed over his wife, his pregnant, giving birth wife. Uh, he wrote on the site, uh, when your wife is about to have a baby and a Pokemon shows up and you have to cat- to low-key catch it. Uh, the new father told BuzzFeed he took the photograph while sitting with his wife in the hospital. He said, as soon as it popped up, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's a Pidgey sitting on oh, your she's bed. she's giving birth. So I screenshotted it and then caught it and showed it to her. So uh, that's good. Now, you're going to see more of that. There's going to be people, they're meeting a famous person or they're in the middle of some emergency or anything like that. Yeah. You're going to see this left and right over the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to get tired of it. I'm waiting for the president to have a, uh, yeah. Probably. You never know. All right. And then one more Pokemon Go story. 19-year-old Riverton resident Shayla Wiggins found a dead body floating in the Wind River around 8.40 a.m. She woke up and began playing the game on her phone, Pokemon Go. How many points is that? And she tried to catch as many Pokemon as possible, and she said, they're all over Riverton. I was trying to get a Pokemon from a natural water source, and she said that she jumped over the fence to go towards the river in search of a Pokemon. She said, I was uh, walking towards the bridge along the shore when I saw something in the water. 
I had to take a second look, and I realized it was a dead body. Jeez. Uh, she said the figure was floating about three feet from the shore, and it looked like an average-sized male body. She reports that she thinks the man was uh, native and that she can't be certain. She saw a black shirt and black pants. All of the body was reportedly submerged except for part of his back and butt. Any idea as to how many bodies Nintendo's placed around? No. Uh, detectives told Shayla that they thought the body had been there for less than 24 hours. Uh, Shayla was a bit shaken up after the incident, as you can imagine. But I bet she went on playing. Yeah, probably. All right. So those are the three Pokemon. I actually have a couple more I didn't even touch on. I'll get to those tomorrow. Three Pokemon Go stories. Uh, it is hard to believe that an innocuous-looking kite thread could actually kill a man in a gory manner. Uh, if you only saw the half-severed neck of a 52-year-old uh, man named Yogesh Sharma. This is from uh, India. Uh, he was killed Friday afternoon when his neck got tangled in a razor-sharp kite string. Slicing string? his neck in two Jeez. while he was on his way back uh, from his uh, home on a bike. Uh, Yogesh Sharma, a small-time property dealer, was returning to his house. Uh, his neck got, entang- got entangled in a kite thread as he drove a few meters before collapsing. Eyewitnesses said blood was oozing from his neck with the kite thread wrapped around. When police reached uh, the spot of his body, it was laying in a pool of blood. They rushed him to a hospital, and he was declared dead. Uh, the medical and superintendent said the victim's windpipe jugular vein was were both sliced, and he had lost a lot of blood, and oh he was dead, dead on arrival. Now, a spokesperson for a um, uh, an industry, a kite-based industry who deals in producing kite threads, said traditionally for kite flying, we use threads made of cotton, which has very little tensile strength and snaps at even a little force. But these days, Chinese thread, which is in vogue, are made of nylon, which has a very high tensile strength. To add to it, deadly glass granules are laced to it, which makes it very sharp like a razor. Why not just fly a kite using barbed wire? He said, and often birds and even kite flyers injure themselves from this. Uh, It's banned in many states as it's killed and wounded many people all over the country. So this guy actually died from that. That That makes kite flying less fun. Messed up. Uh, Some people really don't want to pay their train fare. Border guards in Switzerland received quite a shock last week when they watched a full-grown man emerge from inside a normal-sized suitcase. (laughs) Wow. Uh, The AP reports a 21-year-old man from uh, Eteria was trying to smuggle himself into Switzerland aboard a train from Italy. (laughs) Guards who boarded the train checked passenger documents were immediately suspicious of the suitcase, which was traveling with the man's friend. Uh, Guards removed the bag and the man, who is six feet tall, by the way, and unzipped it, and he got out. Looks like the Samsonite is giving birth. After deciding not to request asylum in Switzerland, the man was promptly sent back to Italy after the incident. Did they send him back in a bag? Nah, they didn't indicate that. All right, we'll do one more story. Uh, the woman caught flashing another motorist and his family on a cell phone video following a car accident and is now behind bars. On Wednesday, the Nevada Highway Patrol arrested 34-year-old Gino DeMarco. The woman's face is one the entire community has become familiar with. She surrendered to police on Wednesday afternoon, and news cameras were there. She was taken away. The arrest comes six days after the bizarre road rage incident was caught by camera by Adrian Rodriguez. The video shows DeMarco hurling curse words and flashing the family during rush hour traffic. She whipped her boobs out. Wow. And I bet they were glorious. Uh, Rodriguez uh, said that the commotion started moments before the dramatic confrontation. He says that uh, she became engaged, enraged after the two collided on an off-ramp. He said she was going crazy. Two minutes later, she was gone, caught speeding away on camera. 
Uh, she could be facing hit and run and indecent exposure charges, and that's not all. As it turns out, she could be in even more legal trouble. Looks like uh, maybe some fraud or identity theft may be involved as well. Oof. And investigators are still looking into that. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. We're going to take a break. Stay with us. MMR and Live Nation are happy to announce the live performance drought is finally over. It's the Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series, a month of shows in the Phillies parking lot. You'll experience from your car. 93.3 WMMR and Brent Smith and Zach Myers from Shinedown invite you to rock live in your ride Thursday, September 3rd. Get up, get up, get a move on. See the full schedule at WMMR.com. The Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series. A socially awesome solution to a performance-less pandemic. Featuring Shinedown's Smith & Myers and many more. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kate Middleton is denying rip, so she's begging Prince William to go to couples therapy. According to a rumor making the rounds, Kate feels William is spending far too much time riding his mini bike. Hey! The legendary sci-fi series Doctor Who will introduce its first openly gay character this season. Actor Pearl Mackey will reportedly play Doctor Who's sidekick, who will go by the name Doctor Yoo-hoo. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the famed and finally the famed heart attack grill in Vegas, Preston. I know you know about this. Yes. Suing the heart attack shack in Tennessee, claiming a trademark violation. And in a related story, a higher end version of the heart attack grill is opening up on the main line and will be called the Acute Myocardial Infraction Bistro. Ah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. Hey, did you know that if you stop showering, you will no longer damage the community of microbes that live on you, and that's supposed to be good for us? <laughs> do you know what you will do, though? You'll stink and make me puke. Dude, I... So, yeah, so here's some researchers that, that think we should, we should embrace our natural stink uh, because they show that showering too much can damage the microbiome. The community of microbes that live on us. Uh, they actually studied the uh, Yanomami people in the Amazon. Oh, okay. yeah, I know now, the Yanomamo. They had a far richer community of microbes in their skin, mouths, and feces. Now, oh. so they don't live, say, like in downtown Manhattan. No, they no. live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Where their communal stink. So doesn't this, offend everyone. It's supposed to uh, contain. You're supposed to have good bacteria, but anyway. So here, here's the deal. Okay, lay it on me. There are some people who don't shower. Right. Or don't use any form of, that, that don't mask the body odor. And <laughs> and I just, I can't wrap my mind around the, the, the deal. And th- there's some good people that I know that smell bad. And <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to see if people were listening who don't, who aren't into bathing, cleaning, and why. Just why? What's your reasoning behind that? What is the deal? Okay, I do want to hear that. When you call up, please give us your address. We're going to round you up and put you in an internment camp. Listen, a great guy, a wonderful guy who uh, came by the Camp Out for Hunger, um, (laughs) Dave Matthews Band, uh, and I'm I'm blanking. Boyd Tinsley. Boyd Tinsley. Boyd is not a bather, right, Nick? Isn't that uh, the case? Oh, I don't know if he's not a bather. He's not a frequent bather, and he smells of, of body odor. Now, um, I am blinded to that fact because I'm in love with him. Yeah. 
but no, I mean, like, there are people who never bathe, and then there are people who don't bathe enough. And and I think this might be different. I think these people are suggesting you never bathe, oh, right? Oh, there's a guy, yeah, there's a guy that hasn't showered in 12 years. Okay, how does he's he an, He's an MIT graduate. Okay. Um, uh, now, so what does he do? Does he correspond from his cave? No, he actually, he uses this thing. He has a, He sprays his body with a fluid that he invented called Mother Dirt. Mother a, of dirt. A-O plus mist. And it contains good bacteria based on the ones found in human armpits, and he claims that that is enough. The company advertises that users wash their hands and cut back on soap rather than cutting out showering altogether. But it's founded, though, as a little more hardcore. He said he hasn't taken a shower in 12 years. And the person wow. that interviewed him said that he doesn't smell bad. Oh, he doesn't take showers, but healthy. does he take long, luxurious bubble baths? <laughs> that I don't know. Uh, now, I, I know a person who I, he showers, but he has never in his life used uh, deodorant or antiperspirant. Well, that, that's what I was going to say, cause, because you, you associate the smell with it being a dirty person or someone who hasn't showered. There are people, I have a friend who, who just doesn't wear deodorant, and he showers every day, but of course throughout the day, if you're not going to wear deodorant, you're going to have a body odor smell. The one way... Now, I I can watch the most horrific... Listen, I, I can watch a snuff film and have no problem with it. You get someone who hasn't bathed and has that rotting body odor. Mm-hmm. That makes me gag. It physically makes me sick. So yep. this person that I know doesn't have body odor because he had heard years and years ago that um, that the... The use of deodorant causes the need for deodorant, and you know, and then body it's odor. It's like an ongoing. Yeah. So, so he, but this person, you ever heard that is, theory? this person is in no. his late fifties and doesn't use deodorant, and I've never smelled body odor on this person. Ever. Okay, well, if you don't stink, then you're fine. Then yeah, okay. then you're okay. But it's, I think it's you if you smell. It. But there's a couple. <laughs> if you decide to move out of the Amazon and get a, a spread closer to the rest of civilization, pop in a dry stick now and then. Uh, but, there's Some roll-on every once in a while. There's a couple of people that I know that, I mean, like, one of them's a, a great person. That The only, the one thing, the only one negative thing is that they smell bad. Is it I, me? Stink. Look at you, you, though. You, okay, date, you dated burnt rubber for I, a, yeah, I years. I dealt with that for two years. You dealt, you dealt with the smell of NASCAR every time you had sex. No, but, uh, there, yeah, this really great person that I know, and, and you know, like, first time I was like, oh, well, maybe they skipped shower day. But I've, I've known them for a length of time now, and every time that I'm near this person, they smell bad, and it's the only non-redeeming quality about this person. I'm, I'm I could gonna... never, ever, ever say anything, though. And there's somebody I agree with that actually has mm. a, a body odor, and this is her. Let me see. Oh, okay. wow. Really? Yes. I, and I've noticed this. I think you're so blind because of the the uh, the physical beauty. You, wait, did you say you said something or no? No. no. Oh, oh, all right. Who wants to hear that? <laughs> By the way, you smell like a crap truck. <laughs> Is that because this person? I uh, think is a more natural. I think that's it. I rub okay. oh. I, I, I rub some avocado on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've tried those like all natural deodorants and stuff. No, they don't work. Unless you're an armadillo. Is that where you draw the line with your mom? With so, a deodorant? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. That and you know what? I'm 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 just not into the toothpaste. Like I care too much about my teeth, and I'm not quite sure that your natural remedy is working, so I'm just going to go ahead and use toothpaste. Let me go to Jessica here real quick because I do want to get some phone calls. Hi, Jessica. Good morning. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Jessica? So I was telling another person that I shower like every other day because my skin gets so dry. Okay. I don't want to... I just don't want to have dry skin all the time. So, I mean, if I work out, obviously I'm going to shower again, but uh, my fiancé thinks I'm absolutely disgusting for this. I would- showering. No, no, for, for every other day. Showering, showering okay. every other day. I might agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
See, I, my hair gets all dried out. My Don't wash your hair. Okay. It's my skin still. Well, Jessica, for, for that, I do know a number of women who have... Very thick hair. Who don't shower? Who don't clean their hair every day? Every every two or three days. I think most I got women that. don't. Now, but as far as the showering, you could put moisturizer on or put chemicals on. They're great. Listen, now, just I getting just think. getting in the water. I don't think just getting in the water itself. Even if if soap is drying your skin out and so forth, water will cleanse you to some extent. Some warm water. Yes. I mean, yeah, but I don't stink. Um, See, I I feel you think you don't stink. (laughs) Nobody has ever told me I stink. And Uh, I think if you stink, you know it. All right, I don't know that. No, 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 no. You you become nose blind, and that that is the that is the issue. And in this case, Jessica may be like a stunner, where people don't, you know. They'll give you a little bit of latitude. I don't know. I disagree. I think if you stink, you know it. Remember the one day Casey had body odor, something that you forgot deodorant or you didn't like it or whatever it was. I was like, oh, my God. And, and you knew right away. Because I don't normally have body odor. And, and that's, that's the thing. It. Yeah. Yeah, but no. No, I know. That's exactly it, right. You, If you normally Listen, have it, you can become nose blind. I, I, like I said, I have a friend who doesn't wear deodorant and he knows when he has the body odor. He just doesn't care. Well, that, to me, listen, and, and it doesn't bother. Here's him. my point. And does this have any? Does this hold any weight with you guys? I think it's 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 offensive. I think you owe it to other people around <laughs> you to to be clean and yeah, and, and, be, and smell pleasant, people, right? Yeah. And so, I, I get your statement. But if people around you are dropping to their knees, vomiting, <laughs> you may want to reconsider your choice. Just smell neutral. Yeah. On the other hand, neutral is even fine. You can get obsessed with being a little too clean and a yes. little too, you know, like having to shower. Three, four times a day, or whatever. I, I shower. Think. I shower twice a day, and I, I, I will. I will admit, but but I also work out every day. Yeah, right? and and so therefore, it's it's necessary. I think if you showered uh, twice a day, Steve, or or showering twice a day, I think you probably don't need deodorant. You know, like if you shower twice a day, you're probably not going to accrue enough body odor to require deodorant. There was a period of time where I was like even worse, where I would uh, the the fear of sweat. I would use so much talcum powder, mm. my ass looked like Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not overly critical of, of people's uh, terrible scents. Uh, like uh, Boyd, for instance, I didn't smell him. Oh and my Andy god! Dick when, the rest of us did. When Andy Dick was in the studio, I didn't smell him. Oh my god! His smell was on my shoulder for the rest of the day. But I will say this: I I was at a function, um, an event, and I'm not going to say where it was. It was a hobo convention. But it was not a hobo no, convention. No, I know what you're going to say. But. But this event was ruined by this gentleman's smell because we were walking and I was behind this person and it ruined everything for the entire time that I was there because he literally smelled like poop. That see that is bad. Mm-hmm. That to me that's that's an event killer. That will bring down that wonderful dinner that you you've planned. Yeah. If someone shows up smelling like a six foot turd, my body odor smells uh, like onions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that about my body or well, no, yours, yours too? Well, so that's what we say about our kids. We're like, you smell like a hoagie, go take a shower. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, I well, my kids are in school, so I can say this, but my seven-year-old, I'm like, let me smell your armpits. You smell like a hoagie, go take a shower. Okay. You know? Don't come smell back like, until you smell like creme brulee. <laughs> smell like a hoagie. Uh, but they, yeah, if I get to, that's when I notice, I'm like... Oh yeah, it's that oniony smell. So, but the, she, you're aware of it. Oh yeah, I know Absolutely. when I when I smell, you know, and and I I'm in terror of going out smelling. Still want to hear from people that don't that just don't like to shower. Do you guys shower less in the winter? No. Yes, I do. 
Oh, yeah. I definitely it's do. It's so cold when you get out. Do you, well, you well no, no. It's, it's, it's the dry skin thing. Oh, okay. My skin gets really dries out. and See, I need that feeling of cleanly. Like, I need to feel clean. I know, because you're Kathy, obsessed. I can't get into bed if shower I... shower with me. We should shower together. Hey, my, my, my shower has... Um, we got the heaters, so because I you got to come out, you got to step out. I take hot showers. A B, in the winter I take two. In the summer I might do as many as three because I will take a shower before I go to bed. Yeah, That's, because I find it yes. relaxes me. Can well, I, because Steve, you and I are the same. We work out in the middle of the day, so yes. I have to shower after that. But then at bedtime, if I've done something in between working out and and going to bed, then I feel like I have to shower. Again. And it's less a cleanliness thing than in the morning. It's, it gets me going. <laughs> a B, it's the clean, really after the clean of the work, and then and then it's a pre. Uh, I'm getting ready to play with myself. Shower. Oh, you do that. Oh, it's that's cool that you do that for yourself. I care about myself, and I yeah. don't want myself being offended. Sure. I will say, as far as I, I wish my shower was nicer, and if my shower was nicer, I probably would shower more. And so my shower is just kind of like regular. I don't think so. No, well, no. What's, what's wrong with a regular shower? I just I need it to be more spa-like. <laughs> I need it to have like you know like a nice like chair in there. I just need running water. Do you know what you need? What you need is that super cool old person's bath that you can sit up fully in. Oh, it makes it into a tub. It's a full door. And you can sit there. You could be be a complete quadriplegic and still have an awesome bath. Mm. Yeah, I I just don't like my shower. Like In my old house when we redid the bathroom and that shower is nice, oh, I showered all the time. Steam showers. (sighs) Here, let me go to to Nicole. She probably deals with this a lot more than we do. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. I'm so excited I'm talking to you guys. Oh, we're, so, we're excited to talk to you. So I'm a licensed massage therapist. I'm not going to say where I work, but I deal with <laughs> smelly clients occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I am highly offended when people come in and stink up my room like onions and hoagies. <laughs> and you know it's bad when you have to put aromatherapy under your nose. Oh, oh wow! When you, when you're it's like real... in Silence of the Lambs, when yeah. they're about to to dig into that corpse, suddenly you become a cadaver dog. Yeah, it, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wonder if the thought is Nicole, the fact that you're going to slather oil all over their body and lotion. That that what's the point of getting clean if I'm just going to get all this stuff all over me and I'll shower when we're done? Yeah, but it's like I don't understand how some people don't know that they smell that bad. It's mm. like brushing your teeth as a courtesy before you go to the dentist. That's what I do. Yes, you you make sure if someone is going to touch my my horrible body, yeah. at least I'm going to smell pleasant for them. I wash my hair before I get my hair cut. I I shower before I go get a massage. In the fact, same way my wife cleans the house before the woman who comes occasionally to clean our house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Drops by. Yes, of course, that's everyone. Yeah, that's a, the the Joseph Anthony Salon. They, oh, they have the best shower. It's like got like three or it's four amazing. shower heads in there. Yeah, I will. I'll take like a half hour shower before I get a massage. Half hour shower, so uh, I can smell it's like a new a game flower. show. Yeah, <laughs> let me go to Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. What's up, Kathleen? I have eczema, which is dry skin, and I do not shower every day. Mm-hmm. I do not smell, and men still hit on me, even though I don't shower. So, so you, but you will, you will take precautions to make sure that you don't smell bad, though, right? Yes. Okay. Deodorant, I yes, I am I very, think, I smell nice, actually. I, I, I have no doubt that you do, as long as you can manage what the deal is. And obviously, in your case, this this issue about, um, you know, uh, oils and things being washed away and being a detriment to you makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but, but there are some people who are 
active and carrying on sweat-inducing occupations that don't do anything to mitigate that stench. Mm -hmm. I find that offensive. I'm going to go next to Sarah. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Sarah? Um, well, I don't shower every day in the winter, but I use this amazing, like, local deodorant um, that it's charcoal-based, and it completely, like like what Kathy was saying about not using uh, natural deodorants, it's the best natural deodorant What is there. it? Like, it's, it's, it's actual charcoal bouquets. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, called Piper Way, and it's... it's um, Piper Way? P-I-P-E-R-W-A-I. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, I've seen they, that. It the comes girls in. We're on Shark Tank. Yeah, it's not like a, a regular deodorant stick, right? It's well, like, they just started the um, deodorant stick. Okay. And, and you're, you're you're having good uh, good results with it, Sarah. Well, I was one of those like seven year olds with hoagie smelling arms. Like, <laughs> 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 so just a song. Like, She's got hoagie smelling <laughs> arms. <laughs> so I like smelled like all my life. Like grew up playing sports, and like I've tried every deodorant out there. And this is, like, the only thing that works, and it just happens to be, like, all organic and natural. And Where do you get awesome. it? Um, well, you can buy it online on Amazon, but I think, like, a bunch of local, like, natural health food stores have it. You know, it looks like Walmart has it. Let me let me ask oh, you, wow. does it does it actually, even though it's all natural and everything, does it have a a, a bit of a, a smell to it? It has, like, a sweet, It's they use essential oils in it. All right. It has, like, a nice sweetness to it. And, like, I put it on in the morning. I put it on at, like... 6 37 a.m. and I'm good all day and like hmm. I do sports every day and, and do you know what? Does, I, I might try Did you know this that wonders. this is mead locally? Yeah, yeah she said. Oh, yeah. you said that. Okay. The two girls are from like the mainline area. Okay. Piper Way. All right. Thank uh, you. I, so. might, I, I might try that. Yeah. Also, I make my own toothpaste. If you want to try that. Wait, real quick. What's what is it? What do you do? <laughs> it's probably what my mom does. <laughs> it's just half baking soda, half yep. coconut oil, yep. and I and it like it feels a little bit salty. It tastes salty. It's disgusting. But then at the end, like, but it. <laughs> it is disgusting. Yes. Yeah, I do, I'd use I'd use baking soda for a month, uh, and I did not care for that. Yeah, no. that's what my, what Sarah does is exactly what my mom. I does. make my own Viagra. Sarah, why 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 make your own toothpaste? Um, it's less expensive and it feels cleaner. Okay. All right. But Two then good reasons. at the end, you use a drop of peppermint essential oil okay. and rub it on your teeth and your tongue, and then you've got, like, fresh breath. And you've got hours. the fresh breath. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That's why I don't like the, I mean, besides the Me fact too. that it's not a great taste, that's why I don't like uh, mm-hmm. the natural toothpaste, because you don't get that refreshing feeling. Right. That I, mean, I agree with Kathy. I like that refreshing feeling. Yeah. Thanks, I, Sarah. I do my own toothpaste as well, and it's seasonal, so, like, right now I'm using Thin Mint Cookies, and <laughs> uh, I eat a couple of those before They're, I go to bed. In case there's nothing, as, that that to me is a breath mint. It, it, what's the difference? Uh, by the way, several texts coming in of people saying that uh, somebody said they don't like to go to farmers markets because of the Amish. Uh, I guess they that, stink. I, well, I don't know. Maybe they, I mean they work hard, obviously, but I don't know if they. Uh... We can make fun of them. They're not listening. <laughs> I used to. I never liked going to Booth's Corners. I always thought Booth's Corners smelled bad. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stand when okay. I was a kid. I was like, oh, I don't. I, I never really picked always, up on a bad smell. My there. experiences with the Amish have been fairly. Uh, yeah, I haven't noticed a, a, a smell, but they're, they're simple people. They are. Kathy, do you make sure the soap you use is paraben free? Um, I the face soap that I the face whatever face stuff I use is I'm not sure. I just use Dove. I don't know if that is or not. Okay. Dove, Dove what you? free? What paraben free? Paraben. So some girl told me about it when I was buying soap. Said so that's the soap you want to use because it's got um, big club baby parabens and uh, <laughs> it's brutal. No, what 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 makes what sets this up aside? It, well, uh, if par- I guess parabens are 
Uh, I don't want to use the use words. Preservatives? They're preservatives. preservatives. Okay. Chemical in, preservatives. In cosmetics. Like in, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's, what's and that? did this uh, suede you uh, to... Well, now, yeah, but, you know, so I also, soap is expensive, and I use a uh, a loofah or a sponge. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. And you, 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 you like to splurge a little bit in the shower, don't you? Yeah, so, uh, but I don't like to splurge on my soap because soap is expensive. So if you're going to buy the Suave soap, which is the cheapest, that's got parabens in it. But I believe, uh, oh, geez, I can't remember what the name of it is, but there, there's only, like, one soap that I found that is inexpensive that that doesn't have the paraben. What kind of shower cap do you use? I don't use a shower cap. <laughs> but what do parabens do to you? I mean, she she said something to you that would cause you to stay away from it. Yeah, the chemicals and I don't want to use the C word, but but it's more of a natural way if you, if you buy something that doesn't C-U. have parabens in it. Okay. Next Tuesday. Okay. The big C. All right. Oh, oh, cancer. You don't want to use the word cancer. Uh, I didn't say it. Okay. Uh let me go to Claire. Hey Claire, good morning. Hey there. Hey, what's up Claire? What's up? You're you're on the air. We want to hear what you have to say. You guys are using too much soap. How do you know that? <laughs> too much water. <laughs> How do you know that? I just was listening in. My neighbor, as a matter of fact, uh, just texted me and said, "You've got to tune in. You have to call. You have to talk to these people." All right. So so help us. What is the uh, help us to the best way to to clean yourself, or do we clean ourselves? Are you are you a very uh, natural, earthy type of person? Do you do you bathe regularly? It's funny, actually. Yes, I do bathe regularly, and um, I do. You have you heard of Doctor Bronner's? No, doctor. Did he get out of prison yet? No. Doctor Bronner's um, has been around for a long time, and I don't know. A lot of people don't know of it. Is it like Um, a natural product? It's a soap. It's it's a soap. It's a castile soap. Do you know what that is? No. I know. This is this is what's so overwhelming, because. There's no commercials on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're so um, comfortable with... Claire, guys, when did they you shut know, your power off? Commercial. What's that? No, go ahead. You're gonna... Go ahead. Um, so I use that in the shower. Wait, what, and it says that you don't uh, use shampoo. That's right. That's right. And that's why um, I'm like bubbling over over there because um, I am a cosmetologist. Oh, so you bet it's his face. You don't have a Russian what do you wash your? Do you wash your hair? <laughs> Part of the uh, early days of the Soviet Union. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a hair salon, uh-huh. and um, I, I, too, used to wash my hair twice a day because I used to work in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. Then I started doing hair, and then, you know, you learn... Um, you don't have to wash it every day. You, can wash, you should probably only wash it once a week, right? Because it's not good for your hair. It dries your hair off. So um, you can rinse it. You can style it again. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't wash it that much. So then I'm coming. Now I'm a mom. I have two kids. And um, I'm trying to make the right decisions. Uh-huh. And so you hear you're talking about parabens. They are carcinogens. Okay. Yes. Um, All right. That's a, that's a lucid if, point. If you look at the ingredients and not the not just the foods we're eating, because we're aware of that, and people are still buying poorly. But the soaps that we're using, the products that we're using, I actually, people thought that I was going to name my firstborn after a product line. I loved it so much. Yeah, this is... I would uh, recommend it all the time. This for is my son, Acme. Washing, <laughs> for washing and... And this is my daughter, Die Hard. Uh, um, well, 
Okay. Well, they actually turned out they changed their ingredients. Uh, somebody bought them out or they, you know, didn't last on the shelf. So they're like all the rest of them. Um, what I'm getting at is. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What are we getting at here, Claire? Um, have you heard of no poo? Yes. Uh, when I eat a lot of cheese, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's a way Isn't that a planet of, in Star Wars? That's your Naboo. oils actually clean yourself. You actually, um... Yeah, that's the I, I'm lost. I, I, I can't. Yeah. It's science. It's science. Right. It's, that, okay. it's science. science. That's all you need to know. Thank you. Well, Thank that's you. The, the robots that are on Nobu will clean you no. for you. <laughs> Hydroponic marijuana science, yeah. too, there, Claire. <laughs> I think Preston's study is saying the same thing. That like the, the, There is scientific basis, a scientific basis, for not showering, and that you, your body will eventually no, no, no. clean itself. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is um, we're with cleansers for your face and cleansers for your hair, you're stripping all of the natural oils out. Have you seen me? That's clean. true. That's I, I, no, I, it that's needs true. to be stripped off. I'm a disaster. Claire, thank you for and getting... So then you have to do other things to, to put that back in to make it look good again. Because right. you're all dry. Like Are you in there? <laughs> your air product. And this is... I, I know this is probably not good for anybody's business, but... It, 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 um, Claire, did they figure out why all those money. pets went missing in your neighborhood? <laughs> Claire, we have to go. Thank <laughs> you. Right, Santa's okay. got to go. <laughs> Steve, what do you wash your head with? Uh, water and bar soap. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I purchased my soap from a local bar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't. I, I'm very. I'm actually using just regular, straight up water and a little soap, a little hand soap. Okay. Yeah. Does it have uh, paramours in it or whatever? It's got paramours and uh, eugenics and uh, Scientology and Scientology and Ebonics and uh, cosmonauts. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. I would use that charcoal-based deodorant, though. I'm not a fan of, of, um, you know, because I used to to glue uh, radioactive isotopes under my armpits. (laughs) Hang on. Here we go. Let me go to uh, Chris here. Hi, uh, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Monkey hey, pick ass. Monkey, monkey pick ass. Oh, monkey oh, pick ass. So. Yes, sir. What's up, Chris? Yeah. I I do subscribe to the one thing that the last caller uh, mentioned in her long monologue, <laughs> and that's uh, not washing the hair. Okay. Uh, I I think the natural oils are good. I gel my hair every day, but I probably wash it maybe once every other week, and I try to use only a little bit of shampoo. Uh, it's just easier to you know to gel it to style it and it seems fine i rinse water through it but i just don't use the conditioner if you believe it works chris and you no one's ever made a comment that's cool i tell you what when when hair gets sweaty and smelly though it 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 makes me gag preston do you wash your hair every day Mm -hmm. you do yeah i mean your hair still looks fine it doesn't look dried out no and what product do you use soul glow i (laughs) know i usually crew is what we use so uh but uh, no, I, and listen, and, and thank you, Chris, by the way, but I, I, I can spot greasy hair in, in a heartbeat, yeah. and it's it's gross. <laughs> There's a person that Yeah, but we, if you're putting, if you're putting uh, gel in it. Product, yeah. If you're putting product in it. Like, I, for this, a guy, I think a, a woman would be different. Like, long hair would be different. But if, if a guy <laughs> or a woman with shorter hair, mm-hmm. maybe you could get away with maybe it. Maybe you could get away with that, yeah. I like, If you've ever seen Gangs of New York, whenever uh, Bill Cutting would take his hat off, it's a greasy, flat. <sighs> matted. Oh, it's just really... So oh, hot. So hot. It's so hot. <laughs> Remember when those uh, two-in-one shampoos came out uh, 20 years or so ago, and it was yeah. just, Pantene, I think, was the most yeah. uh, prevalent one? Mm-hmm. 
one. It was, you know, so it was the shampoo and conditioner. My friend Susan bought a bottle of shampoo, uh, but it wasn't shampoo. It was just a conditioner. Oh. <laughs> so for a month, she was washing her hair with only conditioner. And she, you know, she'd come down and be like, man, you're looking uh, a little extra greasy today there, Susan. You know what? Um, my friends over at Gravity Hair Salon who help us with the Kathy's Cuts every year, um, they say um, they have to talk to the parents of some kids that come in, be, kids who are at the age where they're starting to shower themselves yeah. because they'll see like the, you oh, know, the yeah. conditioner that's stayed in their hair. They're not thoroughly washing it out or whatever, and they can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. All right. You don't want to be, when you're going through puberty and you got to get that talk, you know, when son, maybe it's time to start using underarm and stuff like that. Oh, you we've, know? Uh, we, we, it, we are insistent. Uh, yeah. As soon as our boys hit like that 12, 13, we're like, okay, guys, it's gone from like every other day shower, every day, no matter what, before you leave the house, clean up. Make yourself presentable. Right. I wish they're friends. <laughs> There's a couple of friends. Oh, my God. Stinking oh up a storm. Oh, my God. Say their names. No. <laughs> never. Never, ever, ever. But, All right, fellas, let's talk. But listen, you can walk in a room and go and, and know who's been there. It's, oh, See, it's that horrible. should not be the case. It's horrible. I, I, I will, remember the name of that charcoal stuff, Kathy. I don't yeah, want to try it. that. I got it. Uh, so anyhow, this stuff that this guy uses is a, a product that he created called Mother Dirt AO Plus Mist. What a wonderful and name. And he hasn't showered in 12 years. And apparently the interviewer met with him said he didn't smell bad. Apparently this, this bacteria... Now, he does wash his hands and face, I think. Uh, but uh, the rest of it, they... Um, he uses this spray on his body, and apparently it's good enough. It has the, the right bacteria, the good bacteria, to eat away anything that's uh, that's nasty. Well, so. with, with our deal, and I think with your deal as well, Preston, it's also just the fact of, the, of waking you up, of getting you going, of, 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 or, or making you relax. But hang on. We're looking at this. A three-ounce bottle costs $49. <laughs> Holy cannoli. I'll turn on the water. Yeah. yeah. Get in the shower. All right. We're going to take a break. Stay close. We'll be back in just a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.